just for the Get Fresh crew. You review the books, get shaved and dirty looks. Now that wrong time just say Hey, what's up, Get Fresh crew? Welcome back to another round of nonsense as we dive deep into this week's DC Comics. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I am Jim Warner. And this is episode number 258 of the Weird Science DC Comics podcast. Milestone, Eric. 258, and this week was your birthday, so I'd like to say Uh happy birthday to you and happy episode 258 as well. Uh, We are the Weird Science Comics Podcast DC. Mm, Eric, is what is that what we're called? But we also have a website, weirdsciencedccomics.com. Also, we are on Twitter at the Weird Science DC. Uh-huh. We have a Patreon account that's patreon.com slash weird science where we do a bunch of shows. You join up, you'll get a bunch more of us talking about comics and other things. But the big thing is the weekly spotlights that we do for DC and Marvel this past week. The DC one picked by the bad butts of the great fish. There's the Dark Multiverse, the Judas Contract, number one, and You're the Villain, Ocean Master. No, Jim, one. that's gonna... Tales from the Dark yeah, Multiverse, but Teen Titans, me the Judas the Contract, end. number one. Yeah, that's not how I put it. And you end up with the Ocean Master will be mentioned at the end. Well, you usually are anyway. But at, by the end, you'll hear me talk about Ocean Master one last time, even though it was a Patreon spotlight because there's such thing as a book of the week. There's a little spoiler uh, for you. But if you don't know the Patreon, you wouldn't know what that spoiler's for. Anyway, but <sighs> we said the bad butts get to pick that. So here is their theme. Boom. Bad butts, huh? I'm not going to mess it up. Yeah. And we're not allowed to curse anymore on this. We got in trouble by the government is what we got in trouble with there. Nobody knows that. We have T-Funk, Niels, T-Ward, Rob Lewis, our man Rob Lewis, Bertel Akachuk, Dalton Edom, Christian Falls, Ken Halleck, Lady Abby, John Jack, Nick Adams, Mark Jager, Josh Vermillion, Aldrin Stoja, Batman Beyond Mark, Eric G, David Fink, Manship, he's still hurt, he can't disc golf, Brandy, Bobby Bain, Reggie Hancock, Seth Nine, Brennan, Ben Townsend, Admiral Whiskers, Forrest Pauly, Tony Walton, Joey Bercosco, Joseph Wojcik, Comic Boom Rocky, D-Men 3000, All New Dave, Carlos, Ian, Brian King, my man Pete from NYC, Pauly P, Cellar Dweller, Luis, Ulysses Jones, Hakeem, Double A Run, Simon, Swanee, Anthony G, Mrs. T's, Missy T, Lone Wolf Marvin, Ruben. There you go. I'm getting good at this. At least I don't mess that up all the time, though. Right right on. I was there. I probably missed like seven people. <laughs> I'm, I'm scrolling down. I get so nervous doing that because I don't want to miss anybody and then mess up. The- really? What, what happened? There's so much left. I had to have screwed up somewhere down that line. But we well, salute didn't them. go on telling we a story about everyone. every individual person as you went along. That's what I, I wanted to tell that. Uh, uh, you know, Batman Beyond Mark, he's enjoying The Mandalorian. Did you know that? I, I did. There's a little story the for you. There's a little story for you that I don't know if you know there, buddy boy. Uh, but that is an, and Niels, that guy's up to some crazy stuff, right? I could have said that. Right. Uh, now I'll just yes. go through the things. Uh, you have Come Boom Rock. He's still making his videos. People going there. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool way to make a living. And that's it. That's it for the intro. Everybody, we're going to get right to the books and big books this week and a little more than we had the week before. Oh, Last yeah? week, we had a like a two-hour podcast. It really Amazing. almost was under two hours. Uh, this one will be a little bit longer. Not so much. But we'll too get to long. the books right now. No.
here we are. Here we are for some books tonight, getting going. And we have a really big book coming up. And, and it's a weird one because I was thinking about it all day. Eric. Were I was you? sitting here contemplating, having Jimmy thinking time. And I thought, you know what? And it is Superman, what we're going to start with. But okay, I, I kept thinking I to myself, kept thinking to myself, like, this book is a very odd one to talk about because you're going to just end up pretty much talking about what it means going forward and things like that, which we don't know. Uh, and so it brought back the idea of it's kind of hard to review sometimes one issue. Um, but I see Brian Michael Bendis on talking about how this is the greatest thing ever and this is what it needs. So we're going to talk about that stuff. And I don't agree with them, but I think that that skews the idea of this issue when we go into it. But before we get into that, let me tell you that you can go and read all the reviews. You can even read Eric Shea's review of this Superman yeah. comic and all his others. I think I, I got won a the contest, though. I won the polar. But you, you end up, yeah, you do. Uh, we're we're going to have a bunch. But if you go over to WeirdScienceDCComics.com, you can uh, – WeirdScienceDCComics.com. Is that where we are? Yes, where, WeirdScienceDCComics.com. Weird.blogspot.in. Is what it is. Where, where is going on here? I know. Well, that's the sort of thing that I have trouble with. I struggle daily, Eric, on the reg with some things that people take for granted, just like, you know, trying to find friends, uh, you know, wanting to keep going Proper on hygiene. all throughout the day. Proper hygiene, possibly the idea that you go and buy a lot of toothpaste for your family and they end up see- seemingly thinking it's their own private stash. And then you go to brush your teeth and there's no toothpaste. And then you go and grab one from somebody's room and they yell at you, Eric. Why, why do they have toothpaste in the room? They're brushing teeth in the room? I don't know. What, what are they buying robot pants? I don't know what's going on. I end up on there and I go to brush my teeth. I just, I'm telling you, I bought toothpaste three weeks in a row. Toothpaste. You know, is somebody eating it? What's it? Clean teeth. What are they playing? You know, playing spaceship? That's what I used to do. I used to play astronaut. I used to eat toothpaste to get away with the food. Oh my. So gross. I'm like, I just thought, I'm like, so gross. It, it, this thing is, I, I thought two things that you needed to be an astronaut. You need to be in peak physical shape and really like the taste of mini toothpaste. But boy, it kept your breath fresh. I know, but so I go to brush my, and there's nothing there. So I go down, I go into Logan's room. I see if there's two tubes of toothpaste in his room. I, what? you know, and then, well, I don't know. Didn't and then I him? look. The, the the thing, no, well, I didn't get to it at this point. I, he was upstairs. So I go to get it, and I had to make sure one wasn't like Preparation H. You don't want to fall into that thing, right? You don't want to brush your teeth with Preparation H. No, we don't either. Uh, basically, if we did, it would be to get rid of me, Eric. Do you get it? Because I'm the hemorrhoid. Yeah, so I get it. I'm brushing my teeth. So then Logan and I hear him. I'm getting ready for the podcast. And I hear him, did you take my tooth- your toothpaste? And then he's like, stay out of my room, jerk. And then something I said, and he's like, "Don't touch my things." I said, "You know what? You're not going to touch for a couple of hours." Yeah, yeah, really. No, I said, "You know what? You're not going to touch the food here." Yeah, and then what I did, her. I can't tell this. That they're going to hear. I ended up changing the password on the Disney Plus. <laughs> I got them. So Ethan did this to you and locked you out of the Google Music. So you're just—that's your plan now. Is that, that yes. this is the biggest assault he, you can have on somebody? Op- I'm changing the passwords. The he opened up the floodgates. I said, you know what? I'm not going to share my Disney Plus. So I ended up changing it. But the weird thing is I did change it and then went to go change it in my app on my iPad. And it didn't seem like you need to change it until you log out the next time, which is very odd, right? Isn't that a weird deal? Because I could still get into my thing. Yeah, and then weird. I logged out and I couldn't. So I'm like, all right. So then I had to pretend something was going on and said to Logan, mom needs you upstairs. She, he ran upstairs and I logged out of his 
Buzz. Disney Buzz. <laughs> Did he ever come back down and say, Mom didn't need me upstairs? No. I think he's still up there. I don't know. Apparently she did need him. Thank he God never, for you, sir. He never returned. But yeah, that's that's what goes on. It's, and, and then I'll be told that I'm passive aggressive there. Oh, yeah, totally. But I'm not passive aggressive. There you are. I'm just being sneaky. It's what happened. I didn't start this war. I'm just going to continue it. Yeah, that was like they two seconds. They, they did. That's what they say in Star Wars. They drew first I ended two paste. Up, <laughs> they drew first two paste. I ended up uh, having this happen, like, I'm telling you, three seconds before we got on, uh, which hence will show you my bad mood. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm picking up. Uh, also, you know, if you don't want to read all those reviews, I just want to remind everybody that we do have a spotlight episode that comes out on the regular feed. I know it gets confusing, all these spotlights, uh, but that comes out usually Saturday night. So you can get a little, you know, sneak peek. And I don't know if everybody realizes that. So I, I wanted to say that, but I know. That's also I'm I'm there. I'm like, I'm going to go and I'm going to do this. And Eric's not going to know. And then I'm going to. That's what I do. Eric. Everything's on the sly here Why? I, I, because my life is boring and I have to set up like this mission impossible your thing. Life in your mind is spy versus spy. I, I'm telling you, I, I write notes to myself and then eat them. It just to eat them. That's all it is. I'm going around. <laughs> I, got I, got this, going on. I got disguises on. Right. So what I do is I dress in nice clothes. Nobody will ever recognize ever. me. I say. And Eric, that leads to identities, doesn't it? Isn't no. an identity just the face you show the world, right? It isn't. Yeah, here we go. Uh, we'll get right to it now after that nonsense. But uh, Eric, what book are we talking about? Superman number 18, written by Brian Michael Bendis, with art by Ivan Rice, Joe Prado, Alex Sinclair, and Dave Sharp. With the fallout of Event Leviathan and the idea that secrets are just playing bad, Jim, Superman has decided to get rid of his secret identity and reveal himself to the world. Before the big reveal, though, Clark takes time to personally tell Perry White and Jimmy Olsen, but on the Jimmy front, Lois screws Clark out of this reveal by telling the ginger ahead of time and stealing Clark's thunder. By the end, we see the Legion of Doom watching the press conference and Lex Luthor looking confused at the revelation. Yes, and pissed at the end, really. Yeah. But uh, uh, the thing about this is, like I said, whether you like this issue or not, I don't think it's going to be based on the actual writing of the issue. You're going to be you know, skewed to which way you want. Hey, uh, this is an interesting new age of comics here with Superman going out. But it's something we've seen. It's something we've seen a couple of years ago. Uh, but if you do like it, you're going to like it. If, if you don't like the idea and you're already against Bendis, this is another thing to add to the, you know, the, the chamber. And you're really going to hate it. No, that's not the plan thing at all, because I hate the idea of that. I don't like Bendis, and I like this issue. No, that's what I'm saying, though. That's what you have to separate. You like the way the issue was written. Yeah. Uh, but I think that most people are going to have to wait and see what's going on, because I think this is the best written issue of Brian Michael Bendis at DC. Of, yeah. But the thing is, it's still nonsense. There's not. This is going to be my MO in this whole first section, I believe. There's no real setup to this. You end up where huh, Leviathan kept secrets. Okay. And it seems as if like Brian Michael Bennis really wanted to get to this before set. He could have set this up at least in one or two issues. Now that goes against what we actually usually argue about Brian Michael Bennis that he takes too long. But just the idea that it doesn't even seem like a Batman knows, you know, well, or if they do whatever. Thing, what we have from, like I said, if I have to assume it's the fallout of event Leviathan, because for yeah, the most part, but all that's we not even was, really spelled out. Oh, no, and that's I thought what I'm that saying. It's not really there because yeah. we had the prologue to the truth, last issue of Superman, where it was just pretty much him this murmuring around the idea of just going on. And yeah. we'll reveal, hey, Kara, I might do something that's going to affect you. Uh, and maybe that's I what's won't. weird. Doesn't seem to ever do but it. Don't talk and about then it, why. Yeah. That's my problem. When, when you go into this, this just seems like it's Brian Michael Bendis just wanting to do it. 
and just doing it and not really thinking it through, not really going with the idea of who he would talk. I mean, he talks more to Adam Strange than he does to the Justice League. It's and where, it's where, his newest best friend, Adam Strange. It is. It's his bestie, Adam Strange. And it's, it's an odd deal with this. And that's what rubs me the wrong way at first. There's a couple other things that do. And, and some things rub me the right way, uh, mainly you, Eric. Obviously. Uh, but, so you're, you're going to have this press conference. I got magic hands. There, there's like little things that bother me here. Like the idea, like this ends up being, I know it should be a press conference anyway, but it, it reminds me of LeBron James when the answer where, where everybody like, you can just announce it so that there's not this hubbub and stuff. It would still be a big thing. Plus, then you give the Daily Planet the big thing. You're outside giving it to everybody then, which seems way against Perry. But the other thing is the reactions to and from the rest of the heroes drive me nuts. Really? They drive me insane. Why would there ever be a Supergirl? Yeah! She's pumping her <laughs> fist in the air. Well, watch. Why? What, what are these reaction videos on YouTube nowadays? They open up a toy, ah! you know, going nuts about this. Is this what's happening? They're happy and then, for Superman not having to live a dual identity anymore. Yeah, I mean, but, but it's, yeah, they're going on. There's, did I ever see Kara? John Stewart is so happy. Yeah, yeah, and and Wonder Woman's pissed. The, the, why? What is this? Is this setting up? Because really, Wonder this Woman is, is the, the only one who has any sense to realize this is only going to cause no. problems later Batman, down, down Batman the line. Batman looks pissed. Yeah. Uh, you know, is this setting up? Look Batman at Kendra. Kendra it has her. Wah! She's got her arms out. Yeah, Barry's clapping. What? What is this? It, it is so ridiculous, these reactions. And all I can think of is go through this and see where we get Civil War next year with these identities. And you're going to see the sides being played right now because there has to be a reason why they're doing this and Wonder Woman's pissed or a Batman's pissed. But we don't get an explanation because, you know, pretty much Wonder Woman should be like, you know what? You jerk off. You didn't come and tell us. Like, they're left pretty much just sandbagged by this. They have no idea. And this is the problem where Brian Michael Bendis doesn't. And this, we'll get back to it because Brian Michael Bendis said this leads to a lot of stories. Well, is the story like now Batman's going to get hounded? Because these heroes are now all going to be hounded to let their things, their identities be brought out. And then it'll lead to the government. Now we have civil war again. And I don't need that. But the, the other thing is, you know, secret identities. We, we like them enough. I it's not, but I don't really think about keep them people that much. safe, Jim. And, and that's the thing They what they do really. And in my mind, now this is also, I was doing some thinking time in the shower. Oh, yeah. Amazingly, Aaron, um, you end up having the, that's usually the big thing. Superheroes have secret identities because of the fact they have to keep their loved ones, their close, you know, friends and family safe because they would be targets. But as a thing with us reading and the writers, it, it's a device because you don't want every story to be about them saving their loved ones and friends from somebody targeting because of the identity. And it so gives, that just it, gives you more story, stories because well, of the duality of their lives. Yeah, and that. So when he, when you end up having. Brian Michael Bendis say this opens up a thousand more stories. The problem is the stories that are opening up in my mind are only focused on the idea there's no identity. So you're making no up the stories about that. And, and what it is then, it, it's awesome 3000. Every story is about Adam Sandler. Now every story is going to be about 
just the identity. And I don't need that. That There could be a thousand stories. You know, one is Jimmy gets attacked. Two, Lois gets attacked. Perry gets attacked. You could go down the line. There could be a million of them Everybody because of this. Everybody in Clark Kent's life is attacked. And Clark yeah. Kent's life, as we know, is disassembled because now they know that he's Superman. And yeah. like, now we have the whole thing. Like, I don't want to put like you know Clark Kent on like trial here and have him talk about the idea that he has all these added benefits of being a Kryptonian, how he uses this to freaking, you know, make and himself better And that's what he's going to do. Yeah. And how he uses his super hearing to elite. Now, luckily, luckily, this is just a reporter's deal. Like, if, if he happened to be like a police officer, then we'd have a lot of craziness because then you'd have. But as a reporter, oh, he's cheating. He has this. And, and in my mind. Nah, if I had better vision and I see, or you, you know, you can't see. I can't. If you don't have your glasses uh-uh. on and we're there at a, a football game it's a blessing and I and see somebody catch a football that you don't see and I report on that, it's not like I cheated. I just, I'm using my abilities, but that, that's what you're going to do. He could hear this and he could see this. That's not interesting to me because what you're going to be doing is all these things that end up, it's pushing more to the way of, oh man, that stinking alien. You know, all that stuff that we, uh, you know, should be passed by now. When he's saying that the secret identity is old hat. Since Superman being the most beloved person throughout the universe, the thing that they have a a united federation of planets because of how much they love Superman, people are going to start hating on Superman because they've been lying to him now? They've already, yeah, 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 that's what Brian Michael Bendis said. All the story's going to be about people complaining that he's... you know, Everybody loves Superman, Jim. But they don't on Earth. They, they do around the universe. Plus, they didn't at one point. You had where Brian Michael Bendis switched that anyway, because at one point it was those stinking Kryptonians who shouldn't have been going around space anyway. It's true. He fudged that. Then all of a sudden it became, you know, Superman's the greatest thing ever. And it's just, I just worry that this is just going to end up just being a story about the identity now for a year or so. And that's well, not that interesting yeah, well, I, I think it would be just as bad because we're going to end up just trotting through this and doing all this nonsense. Of, and, and you even see the next issue of Superman, the cover is the Daily Planet blown up. And I saw some oh, no, people Daily online Planet. and they're like, this is the best. But, you know, there's there's things in place to keep the people safe. No, there isn't. What kind of what's, things? What's there? Uh, I'm sitting there. I thought, well, I haven't read the issue yet, so I'll wait they and see what they say. Is that there's they nothing. There is nothing. And and so and and with this, the idea of a secret identity, you know, say in the forties, in the late thirties, you know, th- there you have gangsters coming with the oh, guns. No. I'm gonna get you, see. And now, even after Leviathan, should be where the heroes didn't even know what was going, and and buildings were disappearing. This is the time where you need a secret identity. I know the whole idea. Brian Michael Bendis said, "I I talk to kids, and when they're online, they get scared, and they never go on social media because people no, with no, their he identities." Was yeah, and, and so the thing the is, though, in this universe that they just had, it, it's more about you should be protecting the more. There's people just disappearing and things and just, I don't know. It, the actual writing's okay. Uh, you end up getting, you know, this press conference. The other thing that bothers me is there's Superman, a reporter, a guy of the press, ends up saying, you know, hey, everybody, I'm Superman. Smell you later. Doesn't even wait for questions. He should have said at the beginning because that's what they'll usually do. Listen, this will be a statement. I won't be taking questions right now, but I will be available to each of you as the time goes on. No, he just flies off like a jerk. He already gave Lois that big exclusive when he first showed up to get all the big things out of the way. This is the only thing he has at this point. He's like, hey, look, Superman here, everybody. Clark Kent, and I'm out. 
Yeah. Again, uh, the next day, the things would be Chirkoff just left without even asking questions, answering them. This is what happens. What what is he? Freaking Tom Brady when things go wrong here? No, Eric. Tom Brady always answers questions is the answer there. Uh, You know, you always have those, you know, a quarterback, he has a bad day. And then all of a sudden, that's like Baker Mayfield. He's one. He stormed out of a, a, a press conference and then he's no Superman. He's in Cleveland, though, but he's a jerk. Right. So it just everything in it about the announcement. I, it just it, it was played out a little too long in my mind, but I did like the the Perry moment was great. Well, I'm telling you, the, the parts I, I about that it was because really good. the whole thing when we start out with the, you know on Planetanagar for the first official gathering of the United yeah. Planets, the Savoy Demi. It's like last week. This says it was my. How many times are we going to have all of these species show up on Thanagar and do this? Because it just seems like we just had this whole thing. Where we, yeah, I know. We have just created the United Planets. I'm like, then like a week later, like, all right, everybody got to come back to Thanagar because we're I, having our first funny. official deal here. And it even goes with even the thing Superman that I do like. has uh, already been negotiating yeah. stuff in between all oh, of this. Yeah. I'm like, I, I have no oh, yeah. idea no, I, how there's things There's another part that I like. But I do like the idea. But you're right. There, there, It's too much going on now. And what they should be having as a UN kind of deal, like John said, you got to get whatever you know each planet whatever they they got to live there they they got to have a business there and then they go home on the weekends or something well, that's to the have thing, this. Is they can't just keep idea, coming like, back and forth your holograms are so I like impersonal that part. and stuff like that i'm like no no they, they really serve a good I purpose actually, yeah, i like that part because they're like hey you got to be face to face but you, you got to have this be a regular thing they can end up being there like i said like the whole un stuff uh but the weird thing is, is uh, why is Adam Strange the guy who's getting the most talk from Superman? Why is he his BFF to get this Because talk? he's the only Earthling there. And it's just because he wanted to go to this United Federation. But I, I do he's like the idea. Iran, you know, he's an, yeah. also an Earthling. He's a man of two worlds, kind of like Clark yeah. Kent at this yeah, point. What, what's, up, what's up with these planets letting these stinking aliens represent <laughs> them here? I don't think that that's right. And I bet you Tom King will have something to say about that strange adventures. But I'm sure you have Superman. And, and this is where it's like one of the first big meetings. And it makes me laugh. I know what they're playing at. But in, in a surface level deal, it's like Superman's like, hey, uh, I just want to tell you, you know. Uh, Adam, I have a secret identity. Oh, oh really? Well, yeah, it's Clark Kent. Oh, man, what do you have? A desk? Yeah, I have a desk. And it goes oh back. God. It gets a little sing-song. Tell you, but- it does. This is actually the least amount of sing-song in my mind that we've it seen Bendis go in this whole thing. The idea that Adam Strange is actually wowed and impressed and dumbfounded by the idea of Superman, this, this being of hope that like the ever, the superhero that everybody looks up to like just sits behind a desk. I like that moment between those two a lot. Yeah, and they're they're talking. I like it. I'm I'm telling you, I like most of this dialogue in this. It's just lack of setup, lack of like an overall focus of what this means, especially because it comes out of nowhere, kind of. Uh, but do you think I like thing, this? Like I, I say, out of the Leviathan fall. That's what it has to be because he said that sure at one you, point. Are you sure it's just not because he's tired of his wife catching on a crap saying she's cheating on him with Superman? Well, that, well I think that's a. I think that's part of it. Actually, I think that he's <laughs> just sick of this all coming to be, and if. If anybody sits there, this is what drives me nuts because there, there are people defending this where people are arguing, I'm in the middle. I'm just going to wait and see. But well, they're are. like, one, some people are like, oh, it's kind of the bottom. But uh, you have there where they're like, this is this is ridiculous. Huh? And then there's the people who, and I don't know how they think this. Like, well, with what's been going on lately with Superman, there's no other choice. I mean, he has to. He doesn't have, I mean, really. But but that's what Brian Michael Bendis is. He it's did like it. they think this is real. <laughs> Bendis has to. Bendis' hands are tied. I mean, look at what's happened. I'm like, well, really? He's picking like, up the pieces tied. off of what Bendis already did and, and, right now. And I'm even saying that. That it, that is the setup, but it's not the setup because it just came out of nowhere. But what I really wish happens here, because he's he's really 
going with Adam Strange, like, hey, Adam, I have a job. What? What are you, insurance? No, really. And he goes, wait a second. On behalf of Earth, I vote yes to the proposed Clean Galaxy Initiative. And then they go back, and they're like, what's he talking about? We're talking about blowing up Earth here. <laughs> we, we passed that one like three hours ago. And that guy's not paying attention. And I know it's like, I like he can idea, do multiple though, things, but he's not paying attention. I, I want to know where Ron's in, like, invested in this whole thing, because Adam Strange doesn't go down and give his vote. He no. stays where he is. I really want to have this where they're like, you know, Superman, do you have something to Actually, share I'm, with I'm the class somebody here. Else here? One of these guys looks like Sardeth here, so I have no idea what Adam Strange is doing here, because it looks like yeah. they already have a representative, yeah. like, representative yeah, from Ron right what, here. What are you talking about? They got six Dominators there in the front. Why, <laughs> why, why do you need that many? Uh, most of the things have three or four of each one, and then there's Superman. Because he's got a big head. But I like it's like he's multitasking, but in my mind, he hasn't been paying attention this whole time. He has no idea what they're talking about. In the first big meeting here, after the you know, the deal coming about, he's talking during class. Uh, this is gonna be like a been. quarterly thing that they have to come I don't and do this? need this. This is what I'm saying. A lot of the things, yeah, there's a lot of things that'll lead to stories. Uh, but are they good stories? I said when we had Jessica Cruz trying to get that job at the diner, that could lead to a lot of stories. I didn't want any of them, and luckily I didn't get any of them. That, that, I like that diner, that diner is so overworked now. They only have three waitresses. They needed four. They're still waiting for her to come back. She hasn't come back. They they won't hire somebody else. Uh, they're waiting. Uh, but yeah, so the, the whole thing is going to be the reactions throughout the you know the dcu here and the way that clark's going to go and tell people and i want to point out one thing and if brian michael bendis would ever listen to this please the best panel best page you have done since you've been at dc is in this in this book it's when superman does reveal his identity to perry now there's something about this that is very different from most of your pages at brian michael bendis it's a silent page there's not dialogue you didn't need dialogue you take your advice sometimes because you go too far with it sometimes and you end up bearing the lead in your sing-song ladder dialogue because that was a great deal where he goes in. You even see where he comes in and it's almost like they're, you know, Perry's mad. What are you doing calling this guy? Uh, and then he hugs him. It's great. It's played out in such a nonverbal way. And it's just really, really good. Then you go to Jimmy. I'm telling you, that's and, the whole thing with Jimmy. Made me so upset for the whole idea. Like, even the setup, because I guess we've had Jimmy doing Gotham stuff and Superman's yeah. pal, Jimmy Olsen. So, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. We have a dead penguin here with a rocket, a la, like, you know, Batman Returns, stuff like that. For some reason, we have to talk about this whole idea that it's a plant done by Scarecrow. I have no idea what any of this is going yeah, see, on. It's here, but starting to get too much. It is. So, we have to pull Jimmy aside, though, to have Superman reveal his, his identity to his, you know, his pal. And this is a great moment. We've seen it a couple of times now, like, even like, you know, a couple of years ago during the last year. Yeah. And this is something yeah, they ended that up having I a burrito. Yeah, I'm saying I look forward to this because it is Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. I don't like the idea, but I look forward to this. The idea that Lois went and told Jimmy ahead of time and Jimmy's now punking Superman. Like, I don't know what you're doing, Superman. You're, you're trying to look like Clark Kent. Like the whole idea that he's playing this too far now. I'm like, you, you stole his thunder completely. And I really yeah. hated the reveal for Jimmy Olsen because now it's just a gag. Like everybody's just laughing at Superman behind his back, it seems like. Yeah, and it, he then a selfie. And then Superman mad, but, and you're playing the deal of, oh, Lois always steals the head. But no, don't, don't do that, Lois. Why would you do that? Is this, is this a call out to when she revealed his identity to everybody in the truth last time in 2015? Yeah, probably. <laughs> she's just, she's like, man, I, I really had a more of a, a thing in this the last time around. Uh, but yeah, you end up where then they're talking. You get Lois and Superman talking about this and, you know, about Jimmy and things. And again, it's weird because of all the stuff going on. To me, the worst ones are with Lois. 
Paris and the idea that she duped him then and, and ended up, you know, stealing his thunder as well. I, I, I wanted more of a discussion of him like, listen, this is going to be hard on you. You know, I know it's hard on you right now with them saying, you know, you're seen with Superman now. That'll be better. But there's a chance you're going to be attacked, you know, and she's like, what, like Deathstroke coming to get me? Well, we already dealt with that. Yeah, yeah. That was before. But, you know, just the idea of uh, I just want James you to Bobby know joint. this. Is, yeah, I, I just want you to know that this is something I have to do. I know it's going to make it hard on you, but I will make sure that nothing happens to you. Just something like that. That's all I needed. But it's almost in this. It's like, huh? look at us, Lois. Hey, new brand new world. I was thinking about doing this when we were on our honeymoon. So was I. Right. The idea of yeah, revealing yeah. his identity. She's had the story written in her mind since then. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you jerk. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you already did it once. Luckily, that was a race. One time I accidentally um, hit publish. I had to go back and delete it before oh anybody my, saw it. That's what you, you don't do that. I kept the mic open. Uh, but yeah, then you go back to the press conference when. And the press again, conference is people. really good because it is just, you know, a couple pages. Actually, I think it's like four or five pages, but it's just Superman giving his speech to the crowd about revealing who he is and why he's doing this. And it is very Superman. It's very inspiring and very oh, helpful. It is. It's what you usually get with this. It's very similar and even to at the. End, when, like, the you know, heroes in crisis. Yeah, exactly. Had, but like, know? you know, I, I want to say it's a little bit better than that. Just because I don't know, it's still the same type. It's, it's still just, the same. Deal. When the Legion of Doom are watching the press conference, then you have all of it. And like, he even says, "Thank you for inspiring me." I'm like, "Good for you, Superman." Yeah. But then you have Cheetah laughing at Lex Luthor, the apex predator, oh, yeah. to transform back into his normal self here to ponder what this revelation means. And like, Brady is giving him crap. He's like, Luthor. How did you not see this coming? <sighs> yeah, man. This, and and again, I, I we keep face on the whole we time. keep alluding to the thing. This, if you weren't reading before Rebirth, this happened right before Rebirth, yeah. and ended up kind of going through the deal. And awful. at that point, at that point, Lex. He didn't believe it. No. He ended up that Clark sent. No way. There's no. no way. I'm the smartest guy alive. I know things. I would have known this. No way. And he just denied it. And at that point, you know, you have a lot of Superman reborn, redo or whatever. He, Lex, even knew Batman's identity and went to Batman to say, like, what's up there with that? But even with that, you go and I'm looking at the reactions, right? So this is the thing that I keep centering on when I was reading it. That Wonder Woman crossed arms. She's mad. You have a Batman who looks very kind of concern you know yeah. almost like and and damien who he just wants to get back to his hot chocolate you have supergirl <laughs> pumping her fist the, the best there's one reaction that is the best out of all of it and actually i can't i can't even put it on the screen there because it makes me laugh I, look, look at bart allen look at impulse he is laughing like what a jerk <laughs> <laughs> he, he isn't laughing as if he's happy everybody else there is concerned and he is belly laughing just in my mind thinking look, he die. just remembered a funny joke he heard on oh Herman's my head. god i i'm telling you he's like <laughs> jimmy olsen is so dead one less ginger around to compete with you have this whole deal where i just these reactions are just odd the reaction that's best is lex lex is pissed and you know why lex is pissed yeah, I like because of well. everything i i know but lex is pissed because you know he looks like a jerk in front it of does. his friends the, the most powerful man in the universe oh the apex predator this is one of the smartest beings he had no idea and, how and did you, how did you not see this coming with her i'm like how uh, didn't you obviously but this is the weird thing this is where and this is gonna end up being a twisty turny thing you know continuity's a pretzel and especially current continuity of where this lies because of the idea of the identity being revealed in between the doom justice like while well, that's whatever that is all i can think of just to be happy about it 
is that, all right, Cheetah, you're on the list. You going in a tube. You are not going to live it because he is so angry that Grodd just looks confused. Grodd's there just, huh? And then there you get Brainiac's like, you didn't see this coming. It's like, you are planning. Magic Grodd's like, I don't know who Clark Kent is. This doesn't concern me at all. And really, if if Brian Michael Bendis would know a lot of the things and stuff like that, I wish there was at least one character that we had that like, who's Clark Kent? Like just something like that, that we had <laughs> in, read the, the papers. in the cartoon. Uh, but yeah, with this going on though, it, it's, it's okay. I, I just, I laugh at Lex at the end though. He's so angry trying to figure out what to do. But right there is when you're sitting there and you say, well, you know, Lois, John, you know, Perry, everybody around, whatever, they're not in trouble. And look at Lex on that last thing. He is already making plans of how he's bringing everybody down. But this just gets Lex back to the, hey, stinking alien, you know, he shouldn't be here. Oh, when, when, when Lex figures out that he's also what's it called their diplomat to the federation deal that's gonna piss him off why should he represent and i just i don't because need those he's stories trying to bring again. them all down and destroy the multiverse right now he's well, not yeah, gonna well, i'm saying when he but that, that's the thing he's gonna say the stinking alien and this is the thing where you get stories and especially now where we're going towards a 5g people are down on things i don't mind new stories i don't mind you know that and that's the key point new because i think a lot of these things that we're going to get here from this identity reveal it, it, are, they're just going to be things we've seen over and over and over again uh you know lex is going to be yelling about aliens you're going to have jimmy you know lois in trouble and and i hope it doesn't revert to that and i hope this book, Superman itself, just doesn't end up being a year of this identity and what it means and things like that. I, I just I, I want to have Superman go out and about and do some stuff. And it, this just seems to be more of a chain than what I think Brian Michael Bendis is trying to convince us that being liberating, uh, not having the identity. And that's what I'm worried about. But overall, I like the art a lot. Uh, and I thought it was written well. I mean, the the words on the page, that they're fine. The sing-song dialogue is a little dialed back. Then usually you have some really nice, you know, silent issue type things going on as well. But it's just out of nowhere. There wasn't any real setup. And maybe that's part of the story that the rest of the Justice League and stuff, they were caught, you know, with their fingers up their butts and didn't know this what? was going to go on. And that'll be the thing. Well, they're just sitting there and all of a sudden out of nowhere, press conference. What? Oh, no, because this does mean a lot to them. Them, especially with their identities. Again, I don't like know that. if it does for Clark Kent and Superman knowing what their identities like. I don't think the Justice League is really affected at all for any of that. Well, no, but you don't think that Superman on the Justice League, now everybody's going to say, well, why aren't you guys saying your identities? That's all people are going to say. Because about. we're not Superman. Well, that's the thing. No, it's still, you're super, what's going on? You're going to end up, you know, Batman, why don't you tell your identity? Superman did. Well, you know, people are, what, you think Superman doesn't care about the people around him? Plus, I said, once the identity is revealed, now there's going to be people just dedicated to try to figure out all the rest by seeing who was hanging out with Clark Kent, who's Mike doing this, spiral. who's doing that. Yeah, so, yeah, but yeah, I'm saying normal people on the internet, like it'll be Leviathan again, what they said with Leviathan saying that we wanted to reveal all the secrets. Now, everybody, you now gave him another clue. Because anybody, you see Bruce Wayne always hanging out with Superman, then you get the, oh, look, he's this tall, he's that, all right, that's Batman. But yeah, I think that this just ends up, I think that he's just going to do a civil war down the line, that you're going to have the government now say that, you know, this is what Superman has been doing, but yet it was, you know, Clark Kent was allowed to do this, we would have never allowed him. 
Yeah. Well, I think this is going to be even more than that. It's going to be divided. You're going to end up just, you know, the whole idea of if you don't reveal your identity, you're shut down, just like Civil War and that stuff. So I don't want that. Uh, but what would you give it? I am to give this a 7 out of 10. I really enjoyed the art of this issue. And besides the fact that I really hate the idea of revealing the identity, I think that Bendis did a good job in writing this one. Like you said, it's one of the best written issues that I've seen from him. And even though I am not a fan of the story that he is trying to tell here, I think the first little part of this actually came off pretty well for what he's trying to do. Yeah, it's okay. I just don't like the idea. And I'm worried, again, I'm worried about the uh, having stories just about this then. I, I don't think that's interesting. Plus, Superman is not selling well. And I think that this is, uh, you know, one of the first desperation moves of, oh, no, I better do something to get people buying this. And it seems to be working. I see people on, you know, at least people I see on Twitter. I guess I got to check this out now. Like, eh, check it out. So we'll see. But I'm giving it a seven as well, uh, just for how it's written. Like I said, I'm not going to judge it on what I'm hoping doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, this issue itself, though, really not much happens because you actually have the press conference twice. <laughs> you start with it and then you go back with it behind him uh, to start up again. Uh, but yeah, overall, I think this is his best issue. Uh, overall, and that's funny because I'm sure we've given something over a seven, but at this point, seven, that's about as high as I'd go with him. And there you go, but we'll move on. Detective Comics number 1017, uh, that legacy numbering. We're going to get more and more of that with the Flash and Wonder Woman coming up. It drives me nuts. I, I can't make heads or tails of it. Hey, what, what is she on? Eh, a thousand something. That's what I always say. And then plus some of the books are twice a week, twice a month. I mean, somewhere, and then it really gets all wacky. But that's written by Tom Taylor, art by Fernando Blanco, John Calise de Baron. And Travis Lanham. Tom Taylor jumps on Detective for a one-shot. And if you know me, it's usually everything I wanted. Well, I guess this issue shows me what happens when the party's over, Eric. Yup, it's nice to see Batman and Damien together saving some lives. But what the story lacks in my mind is a story. Sure, anytime a kid dies in a book, it'll give some people ocean eyes. But there is a little setup, some jump to conclusions, detective work, and a feels-type ending where they bury a friend, Eric, that just disguises that there was no real ending. The biggest thing that bothered me, though, was the fact that a lazy self-centered Bruce Wayne was the bad guy because I am so tired of reading a Batman who was always the last one to figure out there's a problem, let alone solve it. There you go, Eric. A little little tribute there, if you know what I mean. I do not. But yeah, yeah we, we end up having this. You'll just have to wait and see if, yeah. if anybody else knows what that means. Uh, I like the art in this. I'm glad Fernando Blanco gets to do something other than just fill in over at the Joelle Jones Catwoman book because I think he does a really good job. And if they ended up having a book that you know they need like this if it's if this is and i think it was a weird deal i got done and i'm like is tom taylor going to be on detective eventually because he seems to just end up doing like batman type things when he shows up now obviously he's going to be doing suicide squad starting next week but if if it's one of those where he's not going to be doing anything else at marvel and he has some free time I think that maybe he would be on detective though we've talked about it before what different books we would want him on it wouldn't be bad Batman, Superman. Yeah, well, that'd be good, too. Uh, But yeah, he seems to just be centered on Batman. And and where I'm starting to lose my lust for life when it comes to Tom Taylor, I still think he's great. I still love him. Yeah, I've lost that a long time ago. I was counting on Tom Taylor to get it back for me, at least one issue at a time. But what it ends up is that everybody, somebody has to die. And I always, I always told people, even when you started with injustice, where it was just, you know, Elseworld stuff, but everybody dying, 
a lot of the feels of the deaths were because he did such great character work leading up to it. And so you'd be real invested in some things. This to me just goes down to that common denominator of killing a kid and kicking a dog. And and I'm kind of sick of that. That's a, what I consider a very big thing with uh, Tom King, where he ends up, if he wants to get the feels, he wants to get a story going. Somebody has to die because that immediately, if somebody dies, whoever did that is the bad guy. And then you feel, you know, all that sort of thing. So in this, it, 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 doesn't it didn't hit for me and i know a lot of people think i'm insane Uh, i know you like it more than i do but just the idea of a bruce wayne who just has kind of let things go in the background and then find out that a martha wayne orphanage ends up having some really bad things going down and he goes to fix it but there's never really much of a mystery you end up with things just kind of like well these kids disappeared circle their faces punch a guy and then leading out to well we'll have to look into that later and you don't even get a real resolution to it so the big thing is to like oh man a kid died and batman let it happen but you don't even get the batman bruce wayne connection as much because everybody i see is he's the hero he's not he set this up and yeah it's almost like batman setting up his own villain things like that but it seems like there's how many kids disappear that's because he's not paying attention and i know he can't pay attention to everything well, another thing, we're still reeling from the death of alfred at this point coming out of the uh you know the city of bane situation and even having lucius fox come in and be the one to like tell him about this kind of setting up the whole idea that lucius is going to be well again and he's been in, in the this Batcave. book so i did like this he was in the freeze thing he ended yeah. up being the guy there as well and on the and plane so with dead like shot that. Yeah, and I even said some people were saying, I think Double A Run was like, oh, this Lucius thing's out of nowhere. I'm like, nah, Detective is kind of setting it no. up. So it works out well that way. It also works out well that way to kind of show that maybe he needed some new eyes. I, I hate to say that it's it's something good that Alfred died, but maybe they were in a rut. Maybe it was time for Alfred to retire anyway and get somebody else in there that's going to look at things a little bit because Batman is – seemingly looking at the bigger picture and this issue kind of oh, shows not only like that, it's just things not are going because batman is looking at the bigger picture like he has to find a bomb that's in town the idea even yeah. lucius says like this is your mother's no- this oh, is that's what i'm saying yeah it's in your mother's name now maybe you should stop being batman and looking at this as bruce wayne yeah. because you're only looking at this from and the this one is perspective the thing. this is the stuff i like i like the stuff that you can sit there and say oh man i love seeing you know martha climbing up in a tree in a dress i'd probably be under there laying down i'm a dirty your mom here. Uh, no, I'm not saying not I was Batman Bruce. This? What are you doing? No, I'm just some guy who was there for a picnic. I'm just me right now. Well, Bruce, why did you invite that old guy here? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, and you see the setup is, oh, Brucey boy, he don't like going to the orphanage because the kids make him sad. I'm like, ugh. And you I understand know, and, that because I wouldn't like that either. But when we well, do have Bruce show up and he actually you know, brings an ice cream truck for the kids to get yeah. all happy about and he actually brings all this science equipment. So, Mr. Wayne, we don't have room for all this. Well, I'll have to build you another wing then. I'm like, yeah. I don't like that, Bruce. No, I'm, I'm like, this, you piece of crap. This pompous, That's what I thought. I'm like, is this yeah. like part of the act? that you're putting on to be the like you know Part the compass the thing but the i just it feels is, so weird and forced in my mind he shows up and he's like oh some kids have been sold and can't give them ice cream hey kids enjoy it now you're gonna get kidnapped later i can't do anything about that and you go but the, the thing with it is 
really, there's not much to talk about because the actual story, like I said, you're relying on the feels of Damien being with Batman, which we haven't seen. So if you have been invested in a lot of the books, including the Batman book and Detective, you you sit there, oh man, it's nice to see Damien with Batman. I like that. He's just there just because, you know, we're Waynes. He doesn't really serve that much of a purpose. He doesn't. The thing is, with Robin being here, he really doesn't do much. You just know that there's an extra pair of eyes out there looking on the hunt for Miguel after he goes missing. I thought that maybe it was going to be that whole thing. Like, listen, you know, I've not only just neglected these kids, I neglected you. They do. He does say, you know, I haven't, oh, been, my kids. I haven't been out there for you. I, I should be more available. Things like that. And that even Damien, like, man, I, I never hear from you. So I I'm sorry, there's a weird part. There's a line in this where they're talking about he's brought Damien in to help find yeah. this kid who's a skill, like, you know, ran away from the orphanage and stuff like that. The idea that Damien's like, I don't think I like the idea that you have a whole building full of replacements for me and the rest of the other Rob yeah. stuff like that. But that's a weird line that I kind of liked in the long run. It's, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird line, thing. and I wanted Batman to say, you know what, you Damien? watch your mouth. <laughs> you shut. What'd you, 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 you say to me? That's right. I I told you to shut up. That's what he, that's what he told me. He got, but no, I, I want him to say, uh, which one of you came from there? And he's like, well, Jason kind of made me. No, it wasn't that orphanage. Uh, but still, it was a line it kind of pulled you out a little, a little of the bit, issue the of kind is, of the I kind of like to go. Like, it's one of those Tom Taylor humor moments, but I don't know if that one hit as well as no, all of his I, other I ones. Did, but I like, didn't think it did. I kind of liked it, though, for some reason. Yeah, I, I like the Damien. You know, I like when he's just, you know, he's pretty much throwing shade at his dad because his dad doesn't get a hold of him. And it's true. And I like that. And I say I talk later a little bit more in Batman and the Outsiders where you are seeing these, you know, writers kind of dealing with the landscape of Batman now. And with Tom Taylor done or Tom Taylor, Tom King done his run next week, you're getting this kind of idea of what they think happened. And obviously, Tom Taylor thinks that there wasn't enough Robin involved. And that's it's hopeful if that's what you want going forward forward but he doesn't do much i think he's just there because he's a wayne yeah you know that's why they're and I'm gonna, you, hey, I why don't you call him aspect up no a little wayne. bit more for the idea yeah. that this is something with our name on it our legacy going forward yeah. we don't like we have a brief like kind of conversation about that but does not go deep enough to have damien here in my mind yeah and and the idea could have been also of like we got to go find out this orphanage it's named after your grandma and like well i don't know about this Mama? and that that shows Mama? you that even shows you like yeah i really should have been taking damien each each year like i used to be taken and i haven't you and you know be because he hasn't damien been because there because he's ever at mercy hall freaking you know lobotomizing yeah, really. villains that's do what something that's, daddy-o that's what i wanted oh so you have this building there with all these future robins oh so you have a dungeon and then mind wiping <laughs> people Wait to go buddy you know glass houses there pal and then they go in but yeah you, you have this going I'll be quiet on now, Papa. they're looking for this kid because that's where lucius comes in and again i like the pieces of the puzzle i like the idea that lucius comes in at new eyes and, and it says, does work too for the idea for who lucius is and wayne enterprises that he is somebody who does see all these other oh, ventures yeah. that the waynes have and stuff like that so yep. he has been like brought up like to attention of this whole thing and bruce wouldn't have been yeah, and he seems to have gotten chatter that this kid has, you know, he's escaped. Uh, I don't know why you have to see the kid, uh, you know, skimmed up his knee. Is that <laughs> he ends up getting? Escape I thought that that was going to be a part of a like a, uh, you know, part of the detective work with the butt. No. He ends up jumping off the ah, wall, hurts himself. Ah, yeah, he's just doing that for a while. They're watching the surveillance. He's fast forwarding. It's still there. A werewolf goes in the background. He he ends up there where they're going to look into it. But it's right weird. away, it's like, hey, uh, I think you should go over, you know, to the orphanage and check things out. And like I said, he's there 
because a kid has disappeared or run away, at least at this point. So he goes bearing gifts, which is odd. And, and like I said, this seems like a, here I am, Bruce Wayne. I can buy my way out of anything, especially things on my conscience. So he gives him ice cream and some tech. He's going to build him a new wing. But he asked the guy, the head of the orphanage, like, hey, what's going on with these people? These kids, you know, this kid ran away. He looks scared. Well, it is a big jump. Yes, it is. And then you move on. And in a little deal, you see the pictures in the back of the kids. Yeah. Like, is he? That is it, where that, it will be the wraparound where he yeah, has something Yeah, but where does he get that picture? Like, he ends up circling things. But then he just goes off and they have to find the kid. That's the big part Miguel of this issue. Flores. They go that it's getting colder and colder. You see that through these pages. Uh, you know, and he's, he's going for some days work too. as they try to search it out. Yeah, finally, they end up. Finding out, which it's it's Damien who finds him. He gets a tip from a woman at a shelter that says this kid ran away when they tried to talk. He tracked him. He's passed out kind of in the alley. He's frozen. He's in trouble. They take him to the hospital. Well, I'm sorry. And in the way to the hospital is one of the great moments of something. It really reminds me of something from the animated series or something along those lines where we have, you know, Miguel. He's in and out of consciousness. He's like, this is why they're trying to get him real fast because he is going to die soon. But, like, yeah. he's looking over at Batman talking about the idea of these kids disappearing. And Batman is all kind of considerate here and just kind of like worried about him like yeah. you know what batman you, you're like for all the talk about it, you're not that scary i'm sorry superman was always my favorite hero and then when yeah. batman looks over he's always mine too i'm like i yeah. love that moment oh i issue. do too the problem is though i think that he had that moment aside and was just waiting to use it it doesn't feel right in this especially just the idea of i i, I like that i i need a story this kid is going oh, I, I escaped because some people disappear oh uh, they disappear Yep, we never see them, and I don't want to disappear. That's the older kids who don't get them, they, they yeah, end up disappearing, being taken. We, we already pretty much set up the idea that a lot of older kids run away. They're older. Also, at a point, you don't know that Miguel, if he's got it all up there, older kids get to leave the orphanage at a certain time. You don't have 30-year-olds at the orphanage. No, that's when they're 18. Yeah, adults. And this kid looks like he's about 17. So when he says kids are disappearing – I get the idea. Like, he's like, well, you know, do you see anything? But he doesn't know anything. He just says they disappear. We don't even know if he's like, hey, I talked to the the administrator and asked, and he told me never to ask. Or, uh, you know, there's rumors. There's this. People have seen something. It's just him going, uh, you know, there's a place they weren't finding parents, and some kids just disappeared. I wanted to, to escape before I disappear, too. I wanted to stop it happening, but what is he? That's it's too much of a jump for me to think that a kid who's just in an orphanage and some kids, there's not enough story there for me because then Batman goes off. This kid dies. Miguel dies. And then you just go right to Bruce punching a heavy bag and then just going and circling pictures and saying, where are these kids? There's no records of them. Punches the guy and then it's over. We're done. And I just, where's the story? Where was the detective work? Where did he know that these kids disappeared when there's no record of them? And that means there's no record of them ever being there, but he's connected them to this picture that's in the, on the wall of the thing. Well, like, the thing never is, if he's going through work. the whole meticulous thing, you are going to have a case, like a study, not a study, like a, like a file for everybody with their picture, their name and stuff like that. And he, but they're not going to be there. He said there's no record. I'm saying though, but he, they're not going to be there when he was looking at this picture earlier. He saw these kids at this picture and okay, there are so no records of them. What I'm saying him. is there, there's a Batman who was in that room for about three minutes, World's but looked detective. at that picture and saw seven kids there and can match that up with people who aren't there. 
Like, first off, you have to know who that kid is. You have to go, oh, that's Billy Johnson. Let me check over here. He just There's knows no that Billy he doesn't Johnson. have a record of this kid that he saw yeah, in this picture. Yeah, but how would they know that that kid was the – you don't – he wouldn't know this and doesn't have the picture even. If he was online and said, oh, I'm looking at the picture, he just glanced at a picture but knows that there's these kids that are missing and then realizes they're missing because there was no record of them. It's not enough for me. It really isn't for him to just walk in. It'd be like me walking into your house and going, where's this? And just circling a picture. I just don't, there's no work being done. You have Batman hitting a heavy bag and then shows up at the orphanage and says, this kid on this picture, there's no record of him. But I just, there's no detective work to get to that point is what I'm saying. Uh, There's no inkling of what he has done behind the scenes to kind of put those things together when he barely saw the picture. He's gone through all the files and how meticulous they were. And this guy keeps exquisite records. But the thing is, they're a little too, because the thing is, you don't have the idea of these kids missing because there is no paperwork on this as if they never existed, even though he saw pictures of these kids together. Well, that's the thing, though. Like I said, though, the picture that he ends up grabbing, I believe, is just the picture off the wall. He doesn't even have one that he's going through. It just seems like a jump to just say, let me see this picture on the wall this guy this guy this guy there's no record of them it's just too much for me it just doesn't make sense overall for what he would have been looking into and what you know would be available and things like that and then in the end it, it still is bruce wayne who let this happen because he didn't look into these things or go there and make sure things are all right. And then he decides they're going to rename it Miguel. The Miguel Flores Flores orphanage. Yeah. Thing. And everybody's happy. They're laughing. But the problem is as they're leaving there, how many kids do you think he circled? I mean, was there, you know, maybe 10? Well, this is a one shot. I'm sure he's going to be looking further into it, you know, in the, yeah, but everybody's just laughing it up now and he's just leaving. And that's the problem is you end the story with nothing really happening except the guy's not able to do it anymore. And the guy says, they came with money. They, they wanted, I couldn't do anything. And then he punches them out. You could get some info there as well. But yeah, he gets arrested and they take him out. I just, I didn't get enough of a story. And pretty much to me, it all relied on, you know, phrases like Superman's my favorite, a kid dying. And Damien saying, you know, what is this orphanage, a place where you, you grow Robins? And overall, I, I thought that it was nonsense. I, I didn't think there was a story at all for this. I'm at a four out of 10. That's almost all art. And I just, this didn't do it for me. I'm sick of this idea that you have to have a kid die to get invested in a story, but have a story around it. Not just, you know, where you go with, well, he's Batman. He'll figure it out. He looked at that picture for a second and now he knows that he didn't find the information on them. So they must be missing and things like that. So I didn't like it. What would you give it? I didn't give this a 7.5 out of 10. I enjoyed the art in this whole thing. And for it being a one shot, a little contained story, I liked it. You know, you're bringing Dave me in i wish there was more for him to do but the whole thing when he like goes back to that guy at the end and like he knows that he's selling these kids out and stuff like that and punches him down and he's like you know uh dad you're not really wearing a mask like this it's it's not batman's name on the building it's the wayne Man. name it's well, our he name kept doing that over and over and that i wanted so there to be pushed. more for this whole i'm actually i don't think it was pushed enough because this is well, the Lucia only reason said, that you can't Damien, go as oh, yeah, you've got to go as page, yeah. you know you can so it's it was stressful like, it's almost like the joke damien though because the reason to have him in here more now yeah, I, I wish that it would have been like, I should have been taking you here. You know, your grandmother would kill me if she found out that I, I wasn't keeping up on this and things like that. But yeah, yeah, I, I was disappointed by it because I usually do like Tom Taylor. And I usually think that he usually sets up things well and plays it out. I just, the, the story to me, and really, if he was going to argue, I would guess he'd probably say, listen, the actual story isn't about the kids being captured. It's about the, you know, personal deal with Bruce yeah. and Damien and Lucius. But I, I didn't get enough from it. So we'll move on to another Batman title. 
And it's Batman Curse of the White Knight number five, written Book by five. Sean Murphy, art by Sean Murphy and Matt Hollingsworth. I am not going to call it book <laughs> five. I'm not going down that. It tries to make it seem more fancy. Uh, the more I read Curse of the White Knight, the less interested I become. I don't know if it's because I'm a big dummy or that I've just checked out at this point, but I struggle to remember what the overall story of the series is. And when I remember, I still don't care. I like the first series a lot. This one has become a chore to read. And daddy don't like chores, Eric, is what I put at the end there. Daddy Daddy don't like the chores. Daddy don't like them. Daddy doesn't do them. And he asked Tanya, she'll tell you that's the truth, much to her chagrin. And yeah, every time I get this book, every and you said the same thing to me when we're like going through the book. I don't know what you're talking about. I love this sigh. series and this issue, yeah, no, Jim. It just ends up being, uh, we have White Knight. Oh, it's going it, to slog just, through this thing. It, I'm like, yeah, one it's one of the parts that I like, but overall, I don't want to read it. Yeah, and it just seems like a chore to me. And the the other thing that gets me, and if you do read it digitally, it's a thing that you see. You, you load it up, and then you're like, oh, 35 pages. And then when you read it, you're like, yeah, right. that, but there isn't. There's I was 24. So, I was so relieved at the end because I saw the 35 pages. I'm like, oh, my God. It's so yeah. And then I'm like, no, wait. It's done at like 22, yeah, 24. because like, you always <laughs> have that you know preview to the next one. But I'm telling you, by the time I get to 24, it equals out to 35 of my mind. <laughs> I've, I've, I've fought the war of 35 anyway. So it's never a relief. I'm just like, thank God it's not longer. Um, But yeah, I just, that first White Knight, it it had something. You had a lot of callbacks to different, you know, different franchise things, different Batman stuff, things like that. As well, while mixing in a lot of stuff that you liked as a being Batman fan. Yeah, a lot lot of fan service, but giving you something new. And I just think I've been in this universe a little too long and it's very dark. No, no, that's not even the thing because we had a lot of fun with that last one because of all the stuff it was doing. And even the idea of what it was doing and the idea of the Batman devastation fund and stuff like that. That's a cool concept. When you get into this and you're still dealing with that, you have a character, Ruth, who's then created, you know, Jean-Paul Valley Azrael, who's going to take over for Bruce. But there's also a deep-seated conspiracy about the founding fathers yeah. of Gotham that you like, you know, there's a curse and all this other stuff. I'm like, I don't know what you're trying to do. You're, yeah, you're trying and, to and squeeze too much in the You are story. trying to squeeze too much. And you're trying to squeeze some things that obviously you're not planning on doing much with because Ruth, this seemed to be a big thing. And then I never she disappeared. Out who Ruth is. It and like then she shows now. up and dies. It looks like, or she's going to, she's going to sell them out. He has she that was candle. The, the leader of the elites, I guess. Yeah. It just that hasn't been really developed. If you want to do this story, I mean, we've said it before. We actually do like, you know, I don't know this issue. I like going back in time to what we see or whatever. But when we did see the other things, maybe this should have just been that, you know, setting up this big controversy from the back and this conspiracy back in the day. You just want to deal with Bacar, you know, Edwin. Well, uh, if you ended up dealing with a, a mystery of what happened and how you go, but what here we get it, nothing with it. You end up with it being said to be this big thing, but you're only just going back to it. And at points, we even said the one thing is what was written in blood on the wall. And Joker, Jack ends up telling Harley, but don't tell Batman. I'm like, I don't even remember. And really, I don't even have any, you know, thing in me to go back and look because I just it ends up just. All he right, what no I want to see is Azrael. Let's get to the Azrael's. It's what I'm yelling. And let's get to, you know, more of the character work that I did like in that first one. And the idea of the GTO, the idea of the Batman Devastation Fund. It seems like everything in this is just like surface steel. Well, even when we had this whole thing, and- when you're trying to have something because of the, like, the way that a black label ships up every, every two months, but... 
I don't even remember if it was two issues ago when, like, you know, Gordon died, if it was last issue, but now we're having the first few pages of this book being the funeral for Gordon. Everybody remembering Commissioner Gordon, the newscasters talking about how, you know, Gotham creates the villains, but they also create heroes like Jim Gordon, this great thing. And people are pissed off that Batman did not show up because he's trying to investigate these claims about, you know, his ancestor going and, you know, taking the land away from the the John Paul Valleys, the Picards, stuff like that. I'm like, it's such a weird thing because here's Jim Gordon, a great character. The commissioner of Gotham City was running for mayor. You know, you're supposed to have a great connection. And this this funeral, I felt nothing at all. I'm like, all right, no, let's just I didn't move feel on anything. and get back to the story I was going to say now. that too. I felt nothing about it. And then I just, like the, the whole idea. Batgirl's just there in a wheelchair now ever yeah, since. Yeah, she's they, you know, in a wheelchair. Thing. Remember, yeah. I thought she was dead. Yeah. You said she just got her back broken like, you know, she would. And so they're with that. But really, even that is she just be glossed over. That's just mentioned. Uh, you end up having Harley now with the twins, but that doesn't seem like that's going to be a big deal. That's just why does this seem like months Jack. have passed now? Out of nowhere, for the idea that she has this, like the twins like are older. Old, you know, like she's yeah. like uh, Barbara's out of the hospital and just in a wheelchair, able to go to her father. Like but that's the thing is having her father's the funeral, funeral should have been right away. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was he on ice that whole time, waiting for people to get out of the hospital after that? On ice. But yeah, so when you're doing this, even the idea, like this is what I, I just, when I got done this thinking to myself, okay, so you end up having Batman looking more into this whole Laffy and his, you know, deal Laffy and St. Dumas being in it and the Wayne fortune, all this stuff. He goes down now at the end, he's like, yep, looks like my ancestors kind of fudged the stats. I don't care. I, I mean, really, what does this lead to? Oh, well, here's some money. We, we owe you this or you're part of that. At the end, I, I don't care about that. I really don't care about the land war and, up, and how like, they fudged the, the deal. Ar- with Arkham dead, Edmund had reclaimed his inheritance, but rather than honoring his promise to give Bacar half yeah. of Gotham, Edmund killed yeah. him. As Lord of Gotham, he convinced the British to help him purge the entire valley so that he could turn it into one of those most valuable ports in the new world. He erased all evidence of Bacar in the chapel of St. Dumas. I'm like, so yeah, it's just, you know, the Wayne, like, you know, Edmund, he was a bad guy he's doing bad yeah. stuff I'm like what is this care why do we I, care about this hundreds of years later i don't know duh. yeah oh. duh eric that's what billy says work. about it she says duh, and duh. <laughs> no the the part is that and there's an announced there's going to be more of white knight and it's beyond batman and people oh it's batman beyond but is it going to be the story of here's how batman functions without money because all this seems to lead to is that the Waynes will lose their money. Batman won't have any money. Everything will. Re- but is that a fun story? Is that a great ending to this? I don't understand what this is. As then, this is what I'm saying. As it gets further along, and we're learning some things, and I, it's getting less interesting to me because it's less Batman. It's less anything except going on about the East India Company showing up and having a the port. East, they, East Indian Trading Company are not interesting to me and yeah you end up where we already have Azrael. so you digging down and finding a church of saint dumas that's not as thrilling anymore because Azrael's already i want more Azrael. and then when you do get something that's very interesting to me we have to see how it goes but also leads to one of the weirdest like transitions i've ever seen in the comic or at least this week because you end up finding out info you even have dukes like hey we found out this is john paul valley and i like this like almost like a suicide squad that he was involved with the Blood Angels. Like that that was interesting to me to see Gabrielle. I get the idea Gabriel of who is crueler. Yeah, it's cruel. And so, you know, I like that. But we're at issue five of eight, and we've already seen that very important parts of the issue get waxed over. So I don't know that we're gonna get much of Michael and, and you know, Gabriel, but or Gabriel. Gabriel. Uh, but I think we see 
you know, Gabriel a little later uh, in the deal. But well, yeah, throughout this whole thing, yeah, like I all just of them. now you know who yeah. it is. But at the one point, she shows up with Ruth involved. I don't know where she popped up from. I, I didn't even see that she was there, and then she was just there. But it might have been something that was set up before that, that whatever. But you end up where they figure out John Paul. Well, you talk about he's this got whole cancer. thing about like whether or not like you know what was there and what wasn't there. The idea that we have Jean Paul Valley go and talk to Ruth about what he's supposed to do. He was hired to kill the Batman so he could be his replacement. He wants to be Batman. But the idea yeah. now the whole thing is but like he doesn't want to be Batman like Ruth wants to be Batman he has other plans he's becoming hey, too end, reckless he says he's Batman well, he's baby. Batman he's now but the yeah. whole thing is like when Ruth is like look you're, you're too reckless I'm going to get rid of you and they always had a contingency because they didn't actually plan on him being, yeah. they have Bane ready to go to be the next like yeah. Batman and this whole thing I'm, I'm like, telling you it's Bane like, is come just out. there Bane, and I'm like come Why? on down dan, 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 dan. he comes on down and I'm going to break you and, and then that's he the thing we have killed. we have a couple pages where Asriel and Bane fight and it, it's so out of nowhere and weird. I'm yeah. like, what happened? Like, how yeah. did this come to pass? I'm with you. I, I, I don't know. That, all of a sudden, he just shows up. And then that's what I'm saying. E- even then, after this whole fight, like right in the middle of the fight, Gabriel, he shows, hey, you know, t- cutting things. Gabriel. I'm like, I, uh, Gabriel, I can't, I'm so into the thing. And you know what screws me up is the She's idea that it's a woman. And then it says that. You know, she picked a man's name so that they were thrown off and you get their history and it's pretty awful. But I, I like that idea of his crew. Um, but like I said, y- you have Bane come in just to come in. Th- there's really no reason. And at he the end, like I said, and almost like a, here's a little backbreaker. Oh, wait, yeah. it doesn't work. And he gets his head cut off. I'm like, <laughs> it's like a little why wrestling, was he wrestling deal? The there coolest, was no reason. The, really, the coolest part about this whole thing in my mind is when we do have Ruth then, because, you know, she really thought that Bane was going to take care of Jean-Paul Valley, but Jean-Paul no. Valley got the upper hand. And now there's like, look, you're going to give me the names of all the elites that you're working for, for this whole thing. And also I will become the Batman that you want to be. And it is the Azrael Batman suit, which I love so much. So seeing that there and even seeing it like it's like, it's, it's close. It's not perfect, but it's really close. And it looks great. And the idea that we then move on to him, just becoming the Batman that, you know, Gotham needs or deserves, whatever you want to call it, where he goes to new Arkham and he is slaughtering all the inmates there with like, you know, it's ridiculous. So I'm not ridiculous in a bad way. I mean, like, it's just crazy that this is our first move. Like, all right, well, I'm the Batman. I'm going to do what the Batman never could and just go through and slaughter everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's cool. The, the Azrael stuff's cool. You do go back. Like we said, you go back Batman and see the history of the cool. things going on. There's not really any Batman stuff. That's what gets me. And, you know, Batman doesn't go to the funeral. So he goes and says to everybody, I'm sorry. I didn't want to start a fight. You guys are pretty triggered by me. I, I didn't want to mess things up. So I didn't go. They're still mad. You know, Bullock's just yelling. I, I want Bullock to just yell, Bullock's is what I want him to yell. And really? That'd be kind of cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want. Uh, and then the other thing is basically just not out of nowhere, but the same old, same old where Batman goes to Harley and like, listen, I, I know that jack's in there he's been sending me clues because you know there's this underground you know town that i found because he said that we were drowning in lies <laughs> and i'm like what is he the riddler so he ends up where he says i think jack's still in there i need you to go and find out what he knows what the joker knows i think you can take the kids in there and then you just have a page of, ah you know he's the joker yelling ah look at that i'm gonna get those kids i'm gonna kidnap them. i'm gonna do this you're boring i hate you Goodbye, and then she's Mr. like oh well, well i'm Ever. And then yeah, Jack's back. 
Yeah. I love you, Jack. Wait, I love you too. Uh, all right, let's get some info. That's one of don't the worst things the is that out of all of the stuff that we're dealing with, with, you know, the whole idea of the White Knight Batman universe, I really do hope that Azure does kill the Joker so we don't have to deal with this idea of the yeah. storyline. Because while it was cool initially, because it's something you don't see this very is what much. I'm talking. Most of the now things moved, aren't cool it, anymore. It's moved on to the point where, yeah. like, we should, I don't want to deal with that anymore. No. Let's go to something it's, else that's cool in this universe. And it seems like, like, there's Sean Murphy. It's like, yeah, that first bit, you know, that this GT. Oh, it's awesome. It's the best. Yeah, let's get in. I'm yeah. not really sure. You don't get much of that anymore. Uh, the whole idea of the devastation fund, you have it, but it's never really it's anything. It's not playing it's up just, right anymore. You know, it's, it's not like, playing it's anything. It's like almost a fallout of what happened from the last series, but it's not coherent yeah. enough for me to really care. No, and, and that's, also, that's my biggest problem it's is the, the coherence angle of, of the whole thing. Like, oh, we have the one percenter, so they want us to go on so they can skip from the top and all them. Like, and it's not there anymore because, and then if yeah. Batman doesn't become it, you're not going to have this. So they're upset. I'm like, I, I, I don't like this angle. Give me some. Watch the news. I don't, I don't watch, the, watch news, the news. And I don't watch the news <laughs> I in Gotham. Uh, I, I don't need this. Uh, the fight with Bane is cool, but it's just out, out of nowhere. nowhere. I'm telling you, you didn't nowhere. set up any Bane at all. He's just, no. and somehow he's hiding in a god, gosh darn shadow in the corner yeah. of this office. And he's just, I guess. and here's Bane. I'd like to see if they get a wide shot and he's just, he's hiding behind the desk. <laughs> all you see are his tubes. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, and he, he's there. And even that, it's like, uh, you know, and. I like the idea of, okay, we wanted you to help us out with this, but you're going a little too overboard. You're you're too much of a zealot. We should have realized. But the problem is, I don't know what she wants in all this. So I can't I don't sit know there who and she say, is. yeah, and I guess, you know, ends up. Then we have to get a whole out description. Listen here, Ruth, my sword. It doesn't really catch on fire like it's a holy fire sword. What it is, it's this this whole napalm. ignition system with napalm. And it, it kind of goes with his army days and things like that. But I'm like, okay, you're just setting this up just to say that you're going to be laying down there with the sword with a candle on it. And if you don't end up telling me all these people, the candle will burn out and you'll die. All right, whatever. But by then I'm like, oh, God. And, yeah, you end up having Jack – uh, come back and tell Harley, you know, a little bit, but not what was written in blood because that would just devastate. You can't tell Batman. Bruce. You can't do yeah, it. Yeah, that would, that would just end up killing him. But yeah, now we just have Azrael go idea, down the line. But pretty much what we have is this whole thing that she's not going to tell Batman, but she found out where the Joker got a hold of, you know, Jean Paul Valley and recruited him. Like, we don't care where that was anymore. You go, you go to the church to save Dumas or whatever it was. I'm like, he's not going to be there anymore. He's right now, he's running through Arkham in a new yeah. Batman costume. Yeah, that's what they're trying everybody. to go. They're trying to figure out where he is and, and that's where jack remembers you know that whole and this deal whole, where you didn't like that scene in the first place yeah. are you an angel what are you doing no he's a clown uh, yeah you've good in gotham what are you doing are you an angel yeah. but no the yeah, whole so, bit where you know uh, jean paul valley comes in in the new batman suit in arkham and that whole thing like how'd you get yeah. in here so easily they just let me in i'm batman i like this whole scene but the one thing that i didn't pick yeah. up because yeah I'm there's looking, something you said i'm looking at all the characters in their cells and stuff like that and they have their little name slots next to them and stuff like that and the one for killer croc it actually says hagen instead of jones and stuff like that so i'm thinking that maybe this whole thing where we might get some turnaround for the future issues is that this is actually clayface matt Hagen too in the killer croc form. So when it looks like, you know, yeah. Jean Paul Valley kills him, he really doesn't because it is Clayface because and, it has and Hagen then I on the wall. See, I, I like that, but I don't know what that leads Neither to. Neither do I. That's what I'm saying. You know, I, because it's a, I is think it a mess up or why? I don't know. Everybody's going to know what he's done. It's not like this is, you know, hidden or whatever, but maybe it's a way that you can have Batman use Clayface later to do something, or at least maybe the thing is that 
when Batman shows up at Arkham here, you do have somebody alive then because it would be Clayface who doesn't get killed actually. And then says, Oh my God, it was you. It was a dark version of you just for that maybe, or it was a mess up. But I I love the idea too, where I said earlier that Batman, he's not on the ball anymore. Is this, is this the human Batman that we get? Because he drives right past, he drives right past the guard shack. There's a guy dead there. He drives by and I want Harley to be like, is John, I'm telling you, they're, yeah, Harley no and Bruce are leaving New Arkham. The guy who lets up the gate to let you out, he is dead because Jean Paul Valley's already in there and slaughtered him on the way in. And I'm like, the thing is, as they're going through, this is not a. It looks lit. He is there. It is leaning so back. Blood coming I out. I just love of his the mouth. idea too because this is Jean Paul Valley. Because even Joker said it before, like I said before, like how do you get in here? Well, I'm Batman. They just say no, no. You slaughtered everyone. They did yeah, not just let cool you deal. in. No, and that, that basically, that, that, line, is the, that is the thing, though, that we love, where you'll have Harley tell her background, like, I had a great childhood, and she's just murdering people, <laughs> and, you know, that sort of thing. I love that idea, and he's really talking crap there, which is cool, but Bruce uh, and Harley just drive by, this guy's dead. <laughs> And you know, Bruce, you, you would expect Blood everywhere. you would expect them to at least look over to the guard check, give them the old point. Well, what's happened there, Bruce? It looks like that guy's dead. He's just resting. <laughs> He's resting his even eyes. If, even if he thought he was sleeping, this is Arkham. You can't have the security guard fall asleep. Plus, the gate's just up already. There's a lot of clues that something wrong is going. You make a Yui there, Batman, and the guy you need to get is there. He's right there, and uh, yeah. And just go through it. Made me laugh so much. I'm like, boy, he is so. This is a guy who used to prepare for everything. Now he's a guy who just sees nothing. He just keeps going. That looks like a lot of work. I'm pretty tired and goes home. But yeah, overall, I don't know. I I just lost pretty much my interest me as in well. this, and I don't know how I'm going to get it back. I don't know because me thinking what the end result could be. And I'm telling you, I don't know what's being played at and how they'll do it, but I can kind of say, okay, if this happens, how would I react? I wouldn't care. If this happens, I wouldn't care. It always ends up me just shrugging my shoulders because I'm just not invested in where you said it. Most importantly, I think that one of the things these, these black label things are going to have to keep in mind, even though it's only when it first comes out, when it's collected and trade, it won't be a big difference. But when you have a two month difference, there's things that aren't going to play out after, that whole two months one being a funeral so you know you might have been better served having an issue where jim gordon dies and ending with the funeral and then ending with you know batman getting confronted like i feel like he died four months ago now for us yeah that's what happens that's the problem is that there is a disconnect so but again when it's collected and really it's only right now and here and now that it's the problem this is when i have to deal with it jim I know. Well, that's going to affect our score and how we go through this. And so, yeah, it's I. There's a lot that keeps happening in this book that I just don't care about because things aren't set up. There's too much time between. One being that Ruth. I yeah, mean, I don't know the whole idea of like, Never oh my god, like what happens? And and maybe somebody can explain it completely. But at this point, we should know. What will happen to what's going on if Ruth gets killed? Like if Azriel doesn't get the info he wants and she dies, 
What then happens to this 1% crew that she's a part of? What are they going to do and what's going on? Because I don't know anything about it. The, the, Batman Devastation Fund was a neat idea of, oh, it's kind of a, a kind of a funny thing to lead into where Batman actually it, get, makes people money when he destroys things and the rich get richer, the poor get poorer when you thought it was, you know, Batman doing good. He's just lining the pockets and things, you know, and stuff. That was an interesting take, not for this long and not knowing anything more about it. It was just a concept and I don't think it's ever been played out well. So when we get into this and hinge a whole part of an Azrael story on it i just don't get it and i don't know ruth you have it's just weird you know it's almost like we're supposed to know who this ruth is and what she does but we don't so it, it just ends up eh, i just shrug my shoulders uh because of that i'm a five five i i don't mind the art i no do idea. like more I, I do like more where sean murphy does a lot of like vehicles and things that's a little toned down in this issue it's more character that, that I weird love. bat cycle he has in there where it's this long extended deal where it's that. all covered up and it's so weird looking yeah, but I like that that stuff. No, I, I like it's the cool. neat things he does, and I'm looking at it when he's driving it. It looks really cool. That'd be a cool Imaginex, right? No. Yeah, that that it came out of the. Uh, I think that's one of the tanks or something. It came out at one it's point, like if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, but even like the old timey art where you go back, it looks great. I mean, it really does. He's a really good artist, uh, but it's just the story's just not going anywhere for me. And because of that, that's why I'm at a five, five. What about you? I'm at a 6.5 out of 10 because I like all the Azrael stuff that we get here, especially when we get him in the whole new Batman costume. I find all that stuff interesting. It's just all this background nonsense that actually is the basis for our story. I find so uninteresting and I feel lost half the time because it's been so long in between releasing. So I'm like, I'm saying, yeah. what's going on here with, you know, the, the elites and like, why are we doing this with Joker and stuff like that? Like even the idea of Joker being recruited by Ruth, who then recruits John, like it becomes convoluted, but the stuff, once we get to the points of it, like Batman, I'm not digging any of his stuff, but John Paul Valley, I'm like, you're doing a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. It's brutal nonsense. But you like, you know, the visuals and the ideas of what he's doing, I'm really like, you know, behind that idea. We're just not getting enough of it. Yeah, uh, the other thing that, you know, was mentioned and the the idea of it is like there what's Jean Paul's end game? What what really is I his end game? I think it's really now? just to release the idea that, you know, his family did settle the, you know, like yeah. Gotham. And then he dies. Yeah, well, he's, he's, he's terminal got terminal cancer. cancer. Yeah. So, and that's not like it, it doesn't even seem like he has that much. Like that might be why he's over the top. But, but that's not even played out to me. Like he's got limited time, has to do this, and the things that he's doing is not going towards the idea of him uncovering the mystery. He's just you know slaughtering people to try to draw Batman out. I guess. Uh, also, it. It is kind of silly in this time and day, like the idea that Bruce just jumps into the harbor and finds a whole freaking town down there. That's a reservoir. Nobody, I'm saying, but nobody has ever gone down in there. These are things that, you know, people probably would have seen at some point and things like that. And it's just kind of new to him. I think that Azrael would kind of be on that as well. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But we're going to go off now to some mail. Yo, it's mail call. It's mail with Jim. It 
this mail with Jim Tam. And if you want to be part of the mail, email us at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com. Like Alex M did. And Alex M says, hey, Jim and Eric. What's up, Alex? When I start to type hey, Jay at the beginning of the email, Gmail automatically inputs hey, Jim and Eric. That's because <gasps> I've written emails to your weekly podcast before. He's explaining <laughs> autofill. Uh, what he's Please, doing. I have no idea how technology yes, works. There I'm, you go. That, is, that sounds like shade. I really don't. Yeah, man, oh, that yeah. is true. That is true. So I got some books this week, Batman the Outsiders, Hawkman, Just League Odyssey, and The Silver Surfer Annihilation Scourge. I am not sure exactly what this latest Marvel Cosmic event is, which reminds me Neither that I. I have to send an email to the Weird Science Marvel Gomics podcast, which I like Bunch to call Weird Science Junior. Yeah, really, especially that weekday show. What a joke. It's like Nick Jr. I, over there. It's I like a guy, kid time. Guy, guy sitting there having fun with his freaking singing the songs. I also read <laughs> JLO, or as I like to call it, JLO, which is some that way is fit since Jessica Cruz is the Latina superstar of the DC Universe. And I've also seen panels that confirm she's got junk in the dumper. <gasps> Anyways, I'd like the la- I like the last issue, although it was similar and there was a good bit of talking but in a way i feel like abnett has fun with writing these characters and you'll see later we did like it as well i wasn't sure who this gamma blade character is seems like a new one yeah. at first i thought it was naomi because i'm not sure what she dresses like in the colors of her clothes her seem similar are. to ones that gamma blade was wearing it would have been funny if out of nowhere and that's how they're going to do it they'll just force it in it's like hey who are you takes off that space helmet it's me naomi <laughs> how'd you get here i have no idea powers uh, you know, man i don't know Talk to my agent. My agent says that uh, I'm hot. I got to get out there. Uh, One of the strangest things that happened while going to the DC Universe app was that when I was looking at the most recent updated issues released on the app, I found a book called The Unexplained from the New Age of Heroes, which I could not remember. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like to get that out of there. You know why we don't remember it much, Eric? Because no. we didn't deal with it. I don't remember the unexplained at all. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then it dawned on me that like, this was this? an Orlando book. You, you don't you don't remember? I don't know. You know the, is it the unexplained yeah, oh. or the unexpected? I, I think he means that the unexpected okay. is what it is. But you know, it might be the unexplained as well. And at one point, the one character was telling us to snap into a slim gym. I think I remember. Uh, you remember that? That was we had <laughs> yes, some fun. I do there. recall that. Book. Wasn't it like the Citizen or something? No, crazy? it was uh, something else. I'm thinking about it. But yeah. keep on going. Yeah, that. And then it dawned on me that this was an Orlando book that Jeremy pretty much lost his mind on reviewing, yeah. which then made me realize that book may have been the Good the Samaritan. That caused Jeremy to stop coming to work at the, the sweatshop known as, yeah, the Bad Samaritan. Weird Science DC Comics Factory. He's kidding. Not much, since this was the book I remember seeming to see Jeremy closest to madness. It might be, yeah. but yeah, Jeremy Never had Martian Manhunter. Jeremy had to back out. I think the nail in the coffin was Legion of Superheroes that he really didn't like. He didn't review that, so that wouldn't be him. Uh, we ended who up uh, reviewing it. We did it did on we the show. Out, I'm saying, did we figure out who reviewed it? Yeah, it was Rocky. Okay, Rocky that's right. We did talk about that. Okay. Yeah, Rocky did, did on the site. We did come to a site. conclusion when we were discussing it last week. Yep. Yeah, Rocky did it on the site, but me and you did it, I believe, like a, you know, one of the Patreon spotlight, spotlights yeah. or something. So, yeah, we talked about it. But as far as the DCU app, I just finished New 52 Red Hood and the Outlaws. For the most part, I think it was an okay run. I think it started strong. It was just bogged okay. Down. 
with crossovers, but what Bat Brook in those days didn't. I thought it was interesting that Liddell kept going for cosmic stories, including the last one. It seems that in the New 52, there was a push to really up their cosmic level. And what with Deathstroke going to space, Jim Starlin's Stormwatch, all the Lantern books, plus we even got a Lobo series. That is true, but that's not the uh, the worst of it. We even had a Batwoman with her Batwoman crew oh, going to best. space at one Wasn't point. Wasn't that the unexpected? Like, what were they called? Yeah, they they were called. Yeah, really, they were like called the the. It, it made me laugh because it was like one of those versions of like the outsiders, the others. Yeah. Uh, it was like the something others like that. or something. But that's that's Aquaman's team, isn't it? That's what I'm saying. The, these all had very, the nobodies. <laughs> the, you know, they all sounded alike. But yeah, Clayface was in that. Yeah. That freaking Ragman. That was a crazy crew that ended up on that team. Uh, but it seems, and, and also Lobo just being on Stormwatch, uh, that was just crazy, but he's a space guy. But it seems like the pieces never quite fit. At the moment, J-Lo is doing a good job with the cosmic stuff and i like the book enough we, we talk about it later we have problems with the j-lo a bit at the moment and are afraid it's going a little weird direction but uh but back to red hood and the outlaws i think there was a lot of good small arcs but in the end i don't think they made the landing it seemed rush and that liddell was so ready to kick star girl out along with some controversies that had come with writing her and i think starfire? you mean starfire yeah. not star girl but i am not sure if that's quite it she had her own solo i really series thought that well cross that is going to join the outlaws at that point yeah and also i mean really it, it ended up the new 52 was ending and you ended up even though you had the outlaws book continue things kind of had well, to that's change, the thing when we had the the dcyu came starfire left that she got her own solo series and yeah, then the book became uh, red hood arsenal yeah, yeah. And so when you ended up having that, you had that, you know, Amanda Connor, goofy kind of, you know, sitcom-y Starfire series that we weren't really fond of uh, that that ended up being. But now I am off to get up all in that red arse from the DCYOU days, which you just said is with Arsenal. And anyway, that that's it for change. this week. Yeah, take care and have a pleasant rest of your weekend. Sincerely, Alex M. Thank you, Alex. Yes, thank you, Alex. Okay, Boomer. All right, there you go. We're going to go off now to some more books. Eric, I hear you calling, but I don't want to record now. I'm sick of your jerk-off voice I really can't stand the sound Just a few more episodes And I'll finally be done with you Eric, I hear you calling Don't you know that I hate you? Eric, I hate you all right there. Eric Shea, here we are. We have a bunch of books. Keep going on and on and on and on. They they keep going, these things, yeah. Eric, right? <laughs> I always forget which section we're in when we record. I was almost going into the intro section of the books, but of course we already we've did already that, heard that. And that would be silly, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be silly of me? One of these so days you'll get... understand this. No, never. I, I now uh, I'm ready to go here. I'm I'm charged up. And I actually am pretty positive about this section of books in general. They just all have a little something that nags at me, kind of like the voice that I have of you in my head. But we're going to start with Flash number 84. 
And it's written by Joshua Williamson, art by Christian Ducey, Luis Guerrero, and Steve Wands. Joshua Williamson continues his Year of the Villain story with a focus on the Flash family and the supercharged Speed Force. While we are told that using the Speed Force at all could rip apart the multiverse, it seems that it's now just a problem of relearning a more powerful version of it. And while I think that that serves the book a lot better than pretty much collapsing reality when a Flash uses his abilities, since it is a Flash book, uh, it's jammed in this story and doesn't really have a logic to it when it comes to Captain Cold and the offer. Still, I like the interaction with Glider and Flash and the idea of them trying to save Cold because that's pretty cool, right? <sighs> cool, Eric? Is that what it is? And uh, like I said, you can't have a flashbook. And this is something that we talk about all the time we have an issue with, is the idea of handca- handicapping your hero, especially when it is a flash because they really, you know, you have such a specific power. And so if you mess with it, and that's all that happens. It always seems like, hey, to get this to mean something, we have to handicap the speed force. We have to do this. And it, it gets old. Well, I mean, the it's, speed it's, force is dying. The speed force yeah. is supercharged now. And for what we saw in the last issue when the collar came off, where he started vibrating so hard, he was shaking the earth around him, vibrating through all of the multiverse. Yeah. Now it's like, and now they just have to, uh, you know, figure out how to slow down faster than they normally do, it seems like. Yeah. So if you're going to go through this now, the idea, and even Avery and uh, Wallace say in this that they had been fighting the rogues without powers. Again, that is a neat concept. What's that, like slingshots? But- yeah, you know, snowballs is what they were using. And you know what? They were playing dirty. They were putting ice in those snowballs. I you hate know, those that's, people. That's a real jerk move. Uh, but with that, it is a cool concept. This actually, in this week, it kind of goes back to the original truth, Eric. I don't know if you realize this. There was an original Superman, the truth, where we were hoping it was going to show the idea that Superman without powers, without identity – he becomes, you know, what we always knew along a hero anyway. And that's where I think that these sometimes do could go. So you have that where Avery and Wallace had been fighting the good fight. What the hoping Irish? Flash would come back. No. And so, <laughs> but the problem is with this book with Joshua Williamson, you know, usually a Flash book kind of gets tied down by the idea of these villains where every time you come up with a villain, it's just another version of speed or non-speed, which you, you never really got past here. But he's really big on altering the speed force this is his thing that he does and at the end it's kind of silly because it's always going to revert back it's always going to have something you know at the last second but i thought that this was going to be one of those because you set up that if you use your powers flash avery wallace you're going to destroy everything i mean this isn't just you know you're going to blow up central city it looks like you're going to destroy the universe like the speed force is like supercharged now is that the negative speed force we're like what's august hart we don't know because that's the other problem The problem being is I think that Joshua Williamson ran into a wall. He painted himself into a wall with this because you have no real explanation of why that's happening. But you also now Like is Wally West not affected in the multiverse? Yeah. And that's the problem because you have other people that – this would be a good thing if every character was in this big – if it was a big Flash event. Right. And you even had where, you know, you have Reverse Flash show up and team up with them because, you know, hey, this isn't working. Or you have, you know, Solomon is even – he's researching it and you have a cool thing. But you're never going to be able to explain this away. You kind of have this story being in its own little pocket universe maybe – and and the idea of not you know not having a a really solid grounding of what is going on having a flash that takes a collar off and ruins a multiverse or you know everything in existence 
And it just doesn't work very well. And I think he realized that. So he thought, okay, let's dial it back a little. Just supercharge it a little bit. And and so that's the idea of, hey, I always take away with that. Now it's like I'm giving more. Like that's the whole thing. Now now, they're faster. They got the jitters and they talk really fast. Yeah. yeah. And and even Avery says like this is like when I first got my powers, which is a good callback because it was. But that's something she would have said months ago weeks we don't know how long this has been where barry was because reality is distorted here a bit but avery you knew this before and in fact you saying that makes me think that you should be the one who should be able to figure this out who should be able to at least have had her powers going but it was put as a now you know a destruction thing that you could not use and because of that now it seems silly that avery and wallace weren't trying to use their speed force now it's just that they had collars because boy it's a little supercharged i might run and slide too much like it, it seems really odd to put that in here but i like it better i like it better than oh flash if you take that color off everything's gonna just implode in itself and well, things don't, you don't worry, have a story thankful there. we have golden glider and her special wrappings that keep yeah. her in her body the whole thing like Again. we had in the first new 52 flash arc kind of thing I'm like this not only keeps her in her body and allows her to use her powers but it also negates the speed force my yeah. wow is that yeah, what it and, does and here's the problem this must is have where, known. oh yeah this is the issue where you have this setup and now it does seem to be it seems changed somebody convinced joshua williamson to change it back a little or you had him just realize because now in this issue half of the issue is forcing this no new way idea to make in. this work and so when you think about it what i meant in the blurb is as you go forward uh think about the idea where Cold ends up taking a deal, and they they spell it out what the deal is. Though it's a little you know gray area, but it it is basically like the rogues version of the end of metal, wishing for things, and maybe things didn't work out as well. But they got to wish for their powers and things, and then things had to kind of be twisted to make them work with them. But also, when does Flash supercharged? Speed Force come into the, any sort of offer that any of these. No, I would think this get. happens because of what happened with the Forever Force and the Black Flash before I don't this think whole they thing do took because place. Because they start saying about how I th- just the idea of saying I think that Lex and my brother knew about this, and that's why they put this in and that. I think it's nothing to do with the Forever Force. I think that this is a twisted deal. Plus, they kind of throw in the idea of maybe the sigil is doing a little something, like we thought at one point too. And I think that they're pointing out because at the one point they just keep mentioning. That, oh, Lex and, and uh, you know, my brother must have known about this. And Lex would. So I think that it's going to come to the point where you're going to see that Captain Cold actually says, hey, you know, I tried to, you know, get it so that you upped your game so it was more of a fight or something like that. Because I they don't even mention, you know, oh, man, the Forever Force or this. It's not even said. Saying, nobody so I, knows I can't about say, it for the most well, part. Well, not no, but Barry, I'm saying, it seems like. yeah, but they would have known that something was with the, like, mentioning, man, I, I guess this is a continuation of that problem we had with the Speed Force opening up and closing down and, and shutting up and do And they don't mention it. And, I, and he I is a guy. Is that the idea, like, oh, you know, Lex must have Known that my wrappings would negate the speed force. That's just something to take out the flash, whether it's supercharged or not. Yeah, I'm telling you though, without talking about anything, because Joshua Williamson in all of his run, if he thinks that something just like this, where they're actually throwing recap that isn't recap, he recaps everything. And there would I swear there would have been something with Flash saying, you know what, ever since I had that problem with the speed force and tried to stop it with all these other forces and the and that's not even mentioned. And so I think that everything that we're having here 
is the idea that it's from cold, the offer, and all these things because it's not well set up. Such a weird and, idea, uh, too, because, you know, Captain Cold was offered this whole thing. I guess it was just Lex technology mixed with mirror match stuff so he could do whatever he wants because yeah. he built his own suit, it seems like, to have his own kind of pseudo-freezing hand technology. But, you know, Golden Glider, her powers are restored, it seems like, fully for be herself. Heatwave, yeah. I mean, actually, uh, uh, Weather Wizard, looks like he's gone full-on freaking, you know, weather god at this point. He's not, yeah. He doesn't even need a wand anymore. He's a giant scythe. I don't even think it's connected to this whole thing heat wave by the end of this whole thing looks like maybe he got a bigger gun i'm like what, what did heat wave get yeah. out of this eh, he looks a he little angry like he has a like he's a, got an anger issue he doesn't even seem like he has a part to call his own like everybody else like mirror master and everything like that even weather wizard yeah no limitations there is no limitations he, he just seems angry and also i like the idea that you're twisting and turning a thing because you end up having all this happening in this kind of city of cold and it is a nonstop blizzard. It's causing, and, and you have to have weather wizard because that's kind of a weird deal where, you know, hey, weather wizard, you know, kind of make it warm here. <laughs> it sucks being cold. And he's like, well, that's not really me. You know, I am the weather wizard, kind of a weather god now, but yeah, I, I can't do anything about this weather here because they're like, but that's your thing. I mean, please make it make a little bit of a, you know, a paradise for us, at least right here. No, no, I can't. That's, no. that's Captain Cold's deal. And you know how he gets. He, he likes it cold like that. He's absolute zero. We like to call him sometimes. Uh, so yeah, the the idea of uh, you know Mister Chill over there. Uh, it's so funny that you have to throw that out because somebody must have gotten the Joshua Williamson like. Hey, it doesn't really make sense that Weather Wizard would go with the idea that somebody else is completely controlling the weather. Okay, I'll mention that. But you, you go for it. I said I like this i like some of the stuff i don't think that it's great because of the fact that you're forcing a new thing out of nowhere and and changing pretty much one of the biggest things that you had in the last couple issues with the speed force but i think that it serves it better this way and i do like the idea of golden glider you know trying to get flash to help her save her brother but also getting to know each other a little bit and it's kind of like one of those things when they do start talking and you end up having you know, Golden Glider say, listen, my brother's not bad. No. He's not bad, evil. You know, that we're the rogues. And I see with you. We had hard and times going up the Flash. I don't think you and, understand. Yeah, like, and I, I had like hard that. times too. Well, you and my brother, you might have been friends in a different occasion and kind of thing. If things didn't work yeah. out the way, the, you could who could have gotten along and stuff like that. I'm like, this is the one part about the Flash that I really like I, where he has I fun rogues. That's not crazy yeah. rogues like Batman yeah. where you can sit down and the whole thing like the, the old rogues bar where, you know, yeah. Flash would go in and everybody's just kind of hanging out because aren't that's like what the I wish they, murderous I wish criminals. from here. Like, you know, white collar criminals. I really enjoy that aspect. And before we started recording, I actually even said, and I was kind of joking, but that's what I wouldn't mind where Flash is like when this gets done and then he realizes, you know, hey, I see kind of why you guys are doing this. And yeah, I have to respect you a little because you're not like these other villains. It makes Central City a better place to live in and be a hero. So maybe we could hang out and you would have that. The, the issue is, though, is that it's just he has to do this, I think, because we're never reminded of that anymore. When you do have the rogues, and even in this book, they always do seem to go a little bit beyond the fun rogues of before, and that one with the code and things, they they do seem to go. And then you have, you know, Mick show up at the end, and you're like, this guy doesn't look like a fun rogue. He looks like a, a monstrosity. Uh, but even when they go, and I, I really think that you, you play up this idea of when she is explaining and say, listen, you know, me and my brother – 
he's not a bad guy. We're just trying to, you know, do some things. And we had a really bad childhood. And then when Barry's like, yeah, yeah, I had some problems too. And you kind of, I think that moment should be bigger because of not even just in the universe timing, but the idea that these people are fighting each other and they have been for 75 years now. And yet they really don't know each other. And I, I think that that's a pretty big thing. And I like the way this plays out, even though it seems like they almost get into the one upping of it where you don't understand, like, you know, this happened to us and uh, my mom died. And uh, yeah, but you, my mom died. And, you know, and I wish that they knew each other a little more so they could kind of, you know, talk a little bit more about that. But I like that they kind of get together. And I like that what sets it is Golden Glider seeing Flash actually has a Flash family. And it's something that a lot of people, especially with Wally out and about and maybe trying to find his kids, all that stuff. People really do want that Flash family, oh, yeah. the bigger Flash family, and I do too. We and I wish that we Jay had Garrick. that. We have Impulse. Yeah, that's out what I'm there. saying. I'm saying all of it. What's the whole happening Flash with family Impulse? would be great. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, but I would really like that. Now, the other thing that gets me though is we have this changing of the Speed Force. But as we go through this, you also have the idea that Golden Glider was allowed. They were allowed to get their own kind of wishes going here. And Golden Glider's kind of changing her MO about this because she ended up leaving and didn't want to be involved and it was going to be this different plan. Well, Cole, Golden Glider. Yeah, but now it's almost like when she wished for her powers and stuff, like, oh, she was on board with everything. I got this, but it, it did go wrong. I just things just seem to be always fudged a just bit. Just the in this idea book, that, you know, because I, think, I don't think they realized when they were setting out to do all this that, you know, Lex Luthor, who they got the office from, was planning on destroying the world. So, like, now that they realize that, like, all right, we got to get the rogues back together and stop all this stuff because we can't have, like, Leonard go around with, hanging out with Lex yeah. Luthor who wants to destroy them. That's not a rogue's way. No, and I, I do like that you get more of a spell out. You do have Lex even seen in this where going. I do wish that Captain Cole would have brought up the idea. Lex, you know, we're, we're all buddies. We were on the Justice League together. I mean, nobody talks about that. that. And then I wanted Lex to say, really? You really still consider yourself part of <laughs> You were my bodyguard, pal. You were really not on that team. But I wanted a little of that. Uh, you didn't get it. But I do like this interaction. I do like what we thought was going to be all along, that we don't get fully in a lot of books. The monkey paw of Lex, the trick, the thing of what he kind of was not telling. You know, he tells half stories to get these things going on. Some of these books, this year of the villain stuff just ends with, you know, Brainiac 1 just dying. Or, you oh, know, things like Marauder. that. Yeah, yeah. And Marie, you, you never get that full fleshed out story. And at least we're getting it here and we're seeing that uh, a group of characters. And it, it served best with the rogues because of their MO and not, not when they hurt that they would figure out the twist and then end up being against it because they feel duped and uh i do like that but yeah they're they're really such a weird idea though because we're going to weather wizard to get his piece of the mirror shard that can bring everything because like i said before let me the last time i talked about the flash we're on a scavenger hunt now to find all the broken peers pieces of the mirror to put them back together so we can stop leonard starts and his whole you know lex technology the whole thing is like he, they go to find Weather Wizard. He's not going to have any of this. They have a big fight where we find out that the, the Speed Force is supercharged. Yeah. And Golden Glider just wraps everybody up at the end. The whole thing is like um, Weather Wizard's ready to talk now. It's like, okay, I will help you. I'm like, why did we have all that rigmarole where you're just going to talk so much yeah. crap about this whole thing? Yeah. Just for you to be it's- like, you know what? Now that I do know that you are the Flash because I didn't think you were. Yeah. Because he thought they Cole, were too. He likes to talk. And apparently yeah. he said he, he killed lies. you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, this imposter. And it, it's a funny play where – I think that it would have played out even better if you let it, 
you know, kind of go a little more where it's like, okay, prove you're the flesh. Run real fast over there. Barry tries to run. He's like, boy, without this powers, I'm really slow. <laughs> I, I'm really out of shape. And, and uh, you're not the real. But it, it only lasts a second. And then you have what, just zap off the collars. And I, I wish that the thing was is that before you had maybe – Golden Glider again saying to Flash, listen, you can't take these collars off because when you do, uh, you know, my brother said that all reality would bend and do this. And we just find that that was another lie. But we saw it. We yeah. saw what happened. And it happened immediately, twice things going on. And then here it's just like, oh, now I get it. I, I can't control it that much. And all I right. gotta, you Wallace, know, kind of- Avery, until we figure out what's going on, no more running. I'm like, it was a little bit more than just it was, stop yeah. running and I'm before. I'm glad you said that because before it was – just their connection to the speed force. Yeah. It, it was that the minute that you end up, you know, turning the light on, it, it doesn't matter what you do. It ends up blowing. It ends up, you know, you end up vibrating and things like that. But now it's, okay, let's well, not run. It's such a weird idea because even when he supercharged at the one point, he's like this. It took me years to develop my controller. Then I'm like, well, I saw that flashier one. You did pretty well pretty soon. But the whole thing, yeah, but then it's like, take well, this time they're different, unpredictable. Oh, kind of like when you had the negative speed force. Yeah. So I'm like, what, yeah. are, what are we dealing with here? And this is where you're bringing up the deal. This is where, again, you end up with Joshua Williamson where he, he hasn't done, you know, you ended up having Godspeed. You ended up having some villains that back. he created, you know, blood work, things like that. But really what he has hinged his entire run on is the idea of an ever-changing speed force that Barry cannot end up, you know, well, the catching negative up speed to. Force, supercharged yeah, that's what I'm saying. Force, any sort of deal. Force, still any force. sort of deal. It's a different type of thing that Barry has to relearn. Force. He has to try to catch catch up he has to learn do these things he goes on a quest that never ends up being anything quest and then yeah by the end of it you end up where just when he has decided it's almost become where this book was the mopey barry we we go here we go again and that kind of has gone a little bit aside to be just the barry who can't figure out the speed force very well and by the time he does it changes and it just keeps changing. And it's that again. And I don't mind an origin story, but I don't need a whole run of a character of the soul to pretty much be origins of how I'm going to learn the speed force again. And this twist, because you have to have a twist each time, this one is that he's going to get the help of the rogues. And that is a cool concept. I think it gets lost a little in the shuffle of all the stuff going on of the rogues having to train their, their enemy. You know, the, the guy, the hero that well, always the puts thing him is, down. It's cool. Now that we have this whole thing, we're on our big old, you know, mirror quest because we're going to have to be on a quest. But the whole thing yeah. is like, now that we know that without the powers that like, you know, kept our powers inhibited because this seems like weather wasn't destroyed and so it's not even putting them back on. Yeah. We have to relearn them because we're useless right now. We have to relearn the idea that at the end of this whole thing, it's like, well, there is somebody who can help you. And the whole idea is like, we're going to bring in Heat Wave to help you learn how to use your powers again. <laughs> like, Heat wave. Uh, and I, I love it too. It's like there, there's somebody who can help, but you're not going to like it. I just, like, even the last line, this whole thing is like, you know, we have supercharged speed force that it's like we saw last issue. It's going to tear apart through the multis, vibrate through the earth itself, and Golden Glider decides, you know what? You want to save Central City Flash? Heat wave, Weather Wizard, and I will show you how. I'm like, yeah. You guys are going to teach the Flash family how to use their powers yeah, now. Yeah, like, it makes what? no sense. It makes no sense. The whole thing of the raps working, but then it's also like, yeah, they work, but they, they can't work we, too much. We can't much. have them hindering us the whole yeah, time. Golden Glider can't, can't keep much. us wrapped up this whole bit. We uh, have to relearn, guys. I want them to be the mummies. <laughs> they run around like the mummies. Yeah. And then it's basically Wallace and Barry fighting over who's the mummy and who's the invisible man. They, they can't uh, seem to figure that one out. But yeah, the idea is cool. 
And it doesn't make any sense. It, it, it's not like they ended Especially up now. Especially since it's changed. Again, wouldn't it have been a, like that? It seems like the twist here would have been that they wished for the speed force. And then in this, it's like, you know, we're going to one up the flash finally because we'll have the speed force and somehow they can do it. But they don't they don't have a connection to no. what's going on with the. It's only that these raps, which does call, like you said, calls back to the new 52. So it's kind of a neat callback, but really doesn't make sense because of the idea of, oh, I think that they knew. That this would negate the speed force, but yet what's well, even a shock to them? Like, it's not, it's like I wrapped you up in these little wraps. Oh, your your speed force is gone now. Good, yeah, good. Huh, I guess Lex huh, and my brother knew that's about weird. this. I'm like, all right, whatever, guys. Yeah, and uh, you end up where and you even have the little deal with Weather Wizard saying it full out. You know, we kind of got involved with Lex, and that's not a rogue thing to do. And it's well, kind of then the skies the went black. Everybody started yeah. talking about the end of the world. I'm like, we ain't about that. Yeah, that's no word. I mean, we like that fun. I mean, the rogues just want to have fun. We're dancing through the streets and stuff like that. They also go with the idea of like, hey, uh, you know, we, we may have to go and get that other shed. Yeah, but heat, heat, uh, heat wave, boy, he's a little office rocker. I'm he, saying, does not- heat wave have a shard? I don't know, but he seemed to have one, and they were even saying, like, ooh, we don't really want to deal with him until the idea, he's the one we're going to deal with. He shows up at the end like he knows Man. that this has been the plan the whole time. Oh, like, yeah. he's just there, like, smiling did, away. did somebody call for a little flash teaching? I'm like, what are you yeah. doing, yeah. Wave? That's what he's like. Hey, who called for the sick burn? That's what, that, what he said. Is that, is that what he said? Yeah, oh, God. that's what he said. Hot take. That's what he should go. Hey, I'm, I'm here so for sorry, my- everybody. I'm here for my hot take. That levels out some, somewhat. Out of my and, and so the idea, too, that makes me laugh is that they're going to play around here right before the thing. Like, you're not going to like who we're going to get. And you get the, the shadow because all of a sudden when this happens, you don't realize that what Heatwave's real problem is since this is doors? he doesn't like doors. He's so against doors and he is he has waiting. So and I just respect for whether it's oh goodness pirate gracious. ship home yeah. that he just I mean, blows a hole in really? the wall to walk in. I mean, how many times do you just find the ghost pirate ship? And, and it's <laughs> like I would love to have this as you end up having the director's cut. And it's the scene of seeing Heatwave outside waiting for his cue. He, he's got his head ear pressed against the side of the ghost pirate ship. It freezes to that. He's all upset. We have a Christmas story thing going on. But then they're like, you're not going to like it. Oh, no, it's my cue. But boom. And then he comes through the shadows. Is he the Kool-Aid man? You're, you're saying, oh, yeah. He comes in heat wave. And then when <laughs> he comes through, you're supposed to kind of think it's Lex, the way it's set up with the, the bald head and kind of that collar and his power suit. And it's like, no, no, it's just he went, why did we go through this big thing of, well, who is he, Cher? What, are we starting a concert here? It's so ridiculous for them to be that. And then to have, you know, Weather Wizard even look back on that last page like, huh, pretty cool, huh? He's got this look on his face. I miss the it's old so Marco. Ridic- so ridiculous. Hey, 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 everybody respect me. I am Weather God now. Yeah, it's still snowing. Shut your mouth and get out of here. And so by the end, though, I, I do like this enough. It's just so convoluted a way to get to something better so i will give joshua williamson a little ha- you know a little high five here Eric. Listen, oh yeah there's the you high five. Them little hands it's gonna be a little yeah, there it is no i got big hands maybe they used oh, for to yourself me, yeah they used to call me big hands Werner. didn't you know that you who? didn't know big hands were nobody really <laughs> nobody <laughs> i don't want to talk all. to these people who called you I that do it. i do have big feet big smelly 
hairy feet. Uh-huh. Uh, that is my, that was what I would ask for, for the offer. Just please just give me bigger and smellier feet, Lex, please. I think no, you but did the, it. You end up where it's just, I like where we end up, but you had to take a whole issue to pretty much change everything that you had just set up issues ago. This isn't something from issue eight that he's like, Oh, I, I better change. This is issues that we just had. And he's got to change things to make it work better. But I like the, I like the, the thing where he, he kind of got the, Hey, the rogues of family flash family. We're not as different as we think. Let's go. Let's save, you know, my brother, let's do that. So I do like that. So I think my score is going to be a little uh, higher than yours. I do like the art a lot. Oh, that's really good. A- and, and there should be no reason why, you know, Christian Duce shouldn't be on this book more. I'm saying and, Roth is terrible, and Christian Duce should be the regular artist yeah, in my mind. Yeah, they should. And, uh, yeah, they keep, you know, they keep changing things around. You keep Scott like Collins that. and Howard Porter away from yeah, the scores. And, I'm uh, I don't mind Howard Porter, but even that, Howard Porter to me has become when you have like an event thing then he shows up you know flash war stuff like that i don't mind him being there and maybe even having you know scott collins and those things because of their history with uh the deal but for this whole rebirth into what we're in now uh, i would like these guys more you know uh christian Ducey especially i really like his art so i'm gonna give it a seven i know that you're a little bit down on this Do you? you give it yeah well, i'm you gonna go up to a 6.5 out of 10 because okay. i read it earlier i was originally telling you when i read it, i thought about a six, a six but the yeah. thing is there, there's some cool ideas here there's some fun to be had but the idea of the flashes teaming up with the rogues to go against a king cold aspect with this whole you know lex luther technology that's cool it's just this issue just goes out of its way to be convoluted and just change things like all right we really have to force a lot of things here to no. put, well, don't worry everybody we're gonna get to some cool stuff like heat waves gonna show up it's not going to make any sense, but he's going to show up. They're going to teach him road. Not going to make any sense, but it's going to be cool, guys. It's like yeah. this whole supercharged speed force. I do want to see that. I just wish it was spelled out more last issue to think that like this is something they can learn. And even the idea that maybe this is something that's going to go even further after this, where now well, because seems what like happened it is. with the that's Forever That's why force, when you said the Forever Force stuff, that, that makes more sense in the whole scheme of things because you even have some of the books where you have solicits coming out having Barry struggling with the problem of the speed force. So I hope that what happens is, is I, I hope that it's not, we're both right. That it ends up that it's, I'm oh, writing I'm this right. story and then you go back out of it. And then he still has problems because then we're getting back to, when does this guy get a break with the speed force? You, you know, how many times do you have where Superman, you know, his, his powers just stop or go, you know, you have it at points, but not every arc that's what everything seems to hinge on uh but go on i just want to say yeah you got the 6.5 that's not so bad so that starts off you know this second half kind of not really second half but this continuing podcast i think that this uh, i like being more positive uh cool. and yeah you know it's, it's me you know how i am mr positive eric I, again this doesn't make sense in the landscape of how these, these things tie in together with uh the different sections we do but i'm just happy that we, we're happy eric i'm sick and tired of being sick and tired i told you today so we're gonna move on to the next book and hopefully you Continue your positive attitude, Eric, because it's been you who's bringing me down. I don't know if you realize that. All right, Eric, and I hope that you are positive as we go, and we could like kind of reset and have a first down and thirteen kind that of. That doesn't make any sense. Going on, it doesn't, does it? I don't really know if it does or not. We'll have to see, Eric. It wink, doesn't. wink, 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 Eric. Wink. I'm winking at you. Can you tell? I'm winking. Yes, it's, you keep I'm saying not really. It. 
Yeah, I'm not really trying to like prove a point or anything. I just want to wink at you and giving you a little crazy winks. Batman and the Outsiders You're number just eight. You don't know how to wink right. Brian Hill. No, something is in my eye. Possibly love. Brian Brian Hill, I'm writing art by Dexter Soy, Veronica Gandini, and Clayton Cowles. I really like last issue of this book. And while this one gets back to the character parts of the story, I like that we actually get some progression with the characters of Duke and Jefferson. Yeah, the idea of Sophia being so accepted right away seems very odd. This woman just was trying to blow them out of the sky. That was a, caliber. Hey, hey, by the way, uh, here's the Batcave. Uh, you know, it's it's something great, but here it is. Uh, and everybody else knows about it now anyway. But Brian Hill does a good job showing a post-City of Bane Batman trying to figure out how to move on with this team. And I like that Raish thinks that hurting the team will make them rebel against Batman when I think it'll just bring them closer. It's such a weird Eric. idea, though. We, we're going to like, we got to keep Sophia safe. Let's bring her to a place where Raish can't get her. Oh, wait, no, the Batcave. Raish knows yeah. about the Batcave. And for some reason, this issue, I don't know why it bothers me. I don't know why Raish would know that Black Lightning's Jefferson Pierce and they'll attack the people that are in his life. It, it almost seems like that might have been part of the offer. <laughs> he got a who's who. Here's what he got. A phone book and a who's who. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, it is kind of a crazy idea because like you said, Raish, that's, that's kind of the one place he knows. Yeah. This is where it's you like want to go hide somebody against from Bane. I'm like, oh, no, no. He knows about that. What are you doing? Yeah. Most people know about it. <laughs> Everybody's and most, walking yeah. it out back here anymore. Yeah, yeah. So it is the worst place. And I guess maybe you are setting up a big fight in the back cave is what you're really doing. Uh, but yeah, so you, you start off and the plane is coming down, crashing. And very similar to the beginning of Tom King's Batman run where a, a plane is coming <laughs> oh into Gotham God. and it's about to kill it, something. It comes so, far, like, so much that the cops are watching as the plane is coming down. We have to do something before the plane hits the city. They have a little remote control that activates the bat signal. Like, he's yeah. going to get here in time he always does where batman is just watching the distance yeah. of alfred father mother I, I half expected, is this a good death i half expected that to oh, be yeah. the line in here because no. and the thing is what is batman what is batman gonna do it what is, does everybody think that he's gonna do it he's gonna know. show up out of nowhere and save the day for this point he is just standing there watching the no, bat no. Symbol. he better get on the cell phone and call his buddy superman seriously what he better do but yeah so he's there and i love it like this plane is seconds away and he is better just get to there. batman Oh man, is this why I, I survived that city of Bane for this nonsense? This is what I want. I, I think Thomas was right. And the idea is for what we get in this up. issue, it seems that in between the time that Jefferson and Katana left to go to Kadeem to get Sophia, within that time to them coming back now, yeah. the city of Bane has happened and is over yeah. now. And I think that what we're seeing here is, is kind of an interesting aside where you are going to move on and any book that would deal with the Batman is probably going to have these little scenes. I like the scene here and I do like you have a weird it, it's a very odd first thing of Batman sitting there, you know, with this philosophical deal. Give me the strength to be what I must be and things. Uh, but I like the idea that it is a Batman trying to figure out, like, how do I go? on? How do I like, live in a kind world of, without is my surrogate father and the uh, yeah. father that I did have wants to kill me yes and and that's a lot of crazy crap going on and now i gotta stop a burning plane coming in there i mean really when does my day end i I would i want a little downtime here uh but with that i do like this weird deal and i want to see if it goes forward in some other books now batman isn't in every book even though people will throw shit and say yes that's a that's a hot taker i'm not don't do it uh so with that though i like where you're going to get these writers kind of their opinion or version of what they think 
Batman dealt with in Tom King's run and what he's going to pull out and be because it seems like Brian Hill's like, yeah, I kind of read some of those issues and that Batman was real angry. He's going through the pages, crap, crap, yeah, crap. I'm telling you, it's Alfred like, but dead. He, he even, okay, I know what I'm yeah, dealing with. He, he even has the deal of like, this is a, an angry Batman. He, they mentioned it a couple times where even when you have Katana talking to Sophia and like, oh, I hope he's not angry at me. His anger now knows no bounds. This guy you will is never see his anger. Don't worry, off. Sophia. And, and I get the idea. Brian Hill's like, man, this Batman is a real jerk. Like he's reading this Tom King, and what he gets out of it is Batman coming out just furious at the world and furious at everything when when this whole tom king thing started it was an obsessed batman a batman who wanted to make things right but now it seems like brian hill's idea of what happened is it just made him angry and uh and maybe it made him angry because i know it made us angry as well um but yeah batman he ain't coming anyway he's just talking to himself about stuff they hit this remote control because they think that hey batman's the one to save and i think that brian hill's kind of playing with a thing in this book that maybe we're not going to see as much Batman coming up, maybe Which it because seems it's like, like oh, it, it Bruce, seems you gotta like go let's not relief and stuff like that. Yeah. We got outsider stuff to do while you go and do that. Yeah, and I think even the city and the cops, you know, hitting that symbol, and they're going to have to rely on something else now. I think that that's the thing. Well, we always do this. He always gets here in time, and then what happened if he doesn't? You know, what happened if he doesn't see it? And I think that that's kind of it's kind of a neat kind of way to start of the idea of them saying, okay, we got to do something idea, different though, Because here. all the different media that Batman's and all the different stories and different writers we've had, whether it be movies and comics, stuff like that. I always just think of the whole thing where, like, you know, Gordon's on top of the rooftop. I don't like you know, the symbols in the sky, like something like, you know, what if he doesn't show up? Well, sometimes he doesn't, but I like to think he's too busy for that. The whole idea, like sometimes he doesn't show up at these things because he's yeah, busy sometimes doing other he's stuff. just, you know, doing some stuff. He's, you know, lost in time. Even Eric, he's a, he's a caveman. Uh, but I do he's like also idea. I, yeah, really. Uh, we just don't know what type Eric. Oh my, that is a hot take. I can't help it. Eric He's a pirate. Didn't really make sense, but I just wanted to hit that anyway to annoy you. Now, uh, with that, though, going and having Batman trying to struggle with the idea that continues on and even has a way that he's kind of needing Jefferson. This is what I was saying earlier about the character moments being, you know, progressing and being it's more of being different. Now you have a Duke who's there for Cass at the end, but you also have a Jefferson who has been pretty much. PO'd at Batman this whole time and thinking Batman doesn't think of him as the real leader. He doesn't trust him. all these things for Jefferson to kind of want to care for Batman. And I, I did like and that. Batman doesn't want any parts of it. No, and, and Batman also, like I said, this issue in a sly way is a really good one of a, you know, post Tom King run and what Batman would be because Batman also, which he should have known. I mean, this is a guy who prepares, he's not dumb, right? But now he's just realized because of the, the city of Bane, especially, I don't know if you know this, Jefferson, but people around me, they have a lot of problems yeah. in their life when they get involved. And he, he says the that. The villains, but, they're going to come for the ones you yeah, love, Jefferson. Yeah, you got to prepare they, yourself. I'm like, and, why am I here? Yeah, I, but it's a good setup because what I really like about it is by the end, Raish says. They have this problem you know, with Metropolis. 
Yeah, I like the idea, though. Raish says at the end, hey, you know, we're going to hit this team. Like you said, it makes no sense. He knows who Jefferson is. But when he says we're going to hit this team and they're not going to know what hit him because Batman, this is what always happens. Batman never lets them know, but he's already let them know because you see Batman has progressed out of this Tom King run to be more open. And what Batman should have said at the end, listen, the one thing you need in this life is a secret identity. Don't ever give that up. Nobody should. He's like, they're going to come for you. And in a week where you have a Superman give up his idea, very odd. Uh, you end up, though, where Batman's not going to save them or the city. What's going to save them is pretty much new just powers. the plane growing up and a new power where you do have Jefferson. I, the one thing that I didn't like about this, I like in my head that the power comes to be out of a subconscious deal where he has to save katana and then this just happens but he actually tells her to brace herself and to close her eyes and so this is something but then for him to say never did that but what did he think was going to happen try something here he just didn't know if it's going to work or not but I, I also made me laugh so much because also it reminded me of indiana jones don't open your eyes and then at the i kept my eyes open i'm like i don't know what that means i I think god knows in your face i don't know what that's a big thing I kept the lights on, Eric. That's what Jess says to you. You're like, oh my. Not that's my why watch. I kept my that's why I kept my eyes closed. Uh yeah, so you have that going on and again you It's so you funny to me too because it. the plane is destroyed by Jefferson's new like, you know, electrical yeah. sphere that he creates to save him and Katana. Sophia and Caliber, they go down with the plane and they're like, you know, Sophia's fine because she, you know, can't be hurt at this point. Batman's there to save her. But the whole idea I kept thinking about was Caliber talking about I work for Ray Go and he brings people back. You know, so the whole idea that he was going to kill them he knows he's going to, you think ishmael or race are going to fish caliber out the freaking drink no here? I, I think that he's just he's there. He, they're so going to have to caliber. search for him like the titanic he's just down in the underground they're underwater there uh and, and the, so you have a new power now also what i didn't like was why didn't you twist this into katana Kind of showing her new power set and things like that. I, I wish that we would have gotten that because, well, remember with the whole idea of being, you know, I'm a elemental. Oh, I'm people, telling you, I you know what I'm thinking about that weird freaking annual yeah, that we the had. Annual. She, and I wish that. I'll tell you, that thing was so weird. I don't know what they wanted us to know by the end of that whole well, thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I wish that this would have thrown it in because then it sets it in the regular series and we can kind of figure things out, especially with an idea that's of. next dark material. Well, here's a, it's a, weird deal where you have you know you have jefferson use get a new power and usually when we have this they get a little too you know gung-ho with this where all of a sudden he's making force fields around everybody he knows and they're all pissed off they're the boy in the bubble all over the place i hope he doesn't do that but you end up where i wish that katana showed something because you are also having duke struggle or at least trying to learn his new power and it would have been a cool the thing signal for all is now to kind of shade. learn together that is the thing yeah. but that might be something that we deal with next one because you know obviously I think that right that's now what we're gonna do. lightning's powers are evolving to a point it doesn't know like katana's all like you said you know duke definitely yeah. but the thing where we had in that annual where they're going Jet setting off to jet, Japan back to Gotham, all this different stuff. No. Like they don't have time for that right now. So maybe we'll have a no, in between arc that, of this. What that's when that will take place. But like an evolving of Jefferson's power, that that is cool, and I like this idea where you're gonna. It looks like you're gonna kind of get Batman a little out of the book. And it might be something that so Ishmael be did more to him, like you know, like he did the Duke yeah, and stuff like be. that. Because yeah, even so the I'd thing like before, maybe this is the whole thing that Rachel, like he says at the one point, like he evolved Duke. Maybe he did more to yeah. Jefferson as well. Yeah, maybe. And, and I'm interested in that. I just wish we would have seen maybe. 
Katana have something happen as well. Maybe even have a, you know, almost like a combo, like one of them Transformers. Don't they combine and, and form a Megazord? Isn't that what it's called? That you would also You would also see that the way that they ended up these new powers, they actually become like a, a better team because they can kind of come together. But we don't get that. So it's, it's not a big deal. I just think that it is cool, though. Like you said, evolving powers, the whole team having that. And Except then you, you do go. Yeah, I, I, maybe her vocab- vocabulary is evolving. That's what it is. She she learned three new words today. She's talking better. Uh, you end up where, and really, she she doesn't need any extra power. She's pretty kick butt. But you go, and now we're having Jefferson. Ishmael, like, his words. You think Batman kept karma? Yeah, yeah. See, good that, for you. I Cass. understood it. Good for yeah. you. <laughs> like, all right, we're gonna. We're going to get some prepositions going on in here, and you're going to be great. And really, you can already be probably one of the mid-level writers at DC right now, right? You're, you're pretty up there now, Cass. I think Definitely you got a weird career. science reviewer. Really? <laughs> I, I, you didn't realize this. I've already given her this book to review next time. <laughs> I, I need a break. Uh, no, but Jefferson goes to talk about to Batman. And I like just Batman sitting there on his chair in the shadows. Uh, you know, and he goes and he's like, hey, you know, how are you doing? Uh, and Alfred's gone. Uh, you know, you end up how did. And I like the idea that Batman jumps in. What? How did I let it happen? And you get no, no, no. <laughs> no, man, I'm cool. I'm your friend. I mean, really, we're kind of friends here. You asked me to join you because we're friends. And it's like, no, no, no. I was going to say, like, it's not your fault. Like, how are you going to get past this and all? And he's like, I don't know. And then my son saw it. My dad did it. It's really messed up. I don't know if you've seen this convoluted story, but it was all my plan all along. But then Bane got in the works. But he has all this thing. my dead daddy's plan from and, another and, timeline. Yeah. Oh, my God. Jefferson just sits there. It's huh? like one of those, like, I'll come back when you're actually going to tell me the truth. I don't need these spinning <laughs> these yarns. What are we at a campsite? Day? Is your dad going to end up having a hook hand at the end of this? Because this is nonsense. Uh, but when he does have, like, okay, what's going on and how are you moving forward with this? And Batman's like, listen, I, I can't take time off. Jefferson says you got to take time off. You know, you're Batman, yes, but this is messed up. You really have to just, you know, lay low a little. It's like I can't take time, but – I can't be with your team because Duke and Cass, especially, they need a Batman who's strong and a Batman who knows what's going on, not one that's, you know, trying to find his way and that will not serve them well. So I might have to back off from this, but I'm still going to be busy. Just well, like you a, weren't doing much for them wink, before wink. you were all grieving no. here, Bruce. I, I just like it's the wink now. wink. It's the wink wink that Brian Hill kept basically say, hey, everybody, Batman's not going to be in any books for a while because obviously he will. So it's like a, a neat way of saying it, but. I, I just like that Batman says, and it's kind of a, you know, him learning that he can't keep things secret and just saying, just remember, Jefferson, they will come for you and they're going to come for you. They're going to go. I'm so with glad you, you told love. me this, Bruce, because yeah. a little bit from now, they actually oh, yeah. did come for me. I'm glad you said yeah. that to me now. And then he says, they're only going to leave you with hate. And I think that this is where you have in this book where Jefferson, Duke, Cass, Katana, they're going to show Batman that there is a better way to deal with it than just hate. Uh, but yeah, he's like, listen, you don't know. Jeff, I'm telling you, Jefferson, they're going to come for you. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I mean, like pages from now, they they will come for you. And the only thing that you have You know your friend Tina Metropolis? They're going to come for her. Yeah. And then maybe and like after they kill her, they're just going to blow up her apartment. I think that's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And that looks like the school. Uh, uh, school you, to me. And uh, where you end up having the, the whole idea of like Jefferson's like, it's no problem. I really don't have much that I love, you know, going on and things like that. 
But uh, I, I hope that nothing happens to the people back home. Yeah, that, that's what's going to happen there, Jefferson. When Batman says this, maybe you should think to yourself, maybe I should kind of make sure, you know, I go back and protect some people really quick and things like that. You can't but, go back to Metropolis really quick and no, protect I people. Know. No, you, you could call that moment. He just calls later than that. Hey, I'm just wondering what's going on with the schools. They miss me. Anybody talk about me in the halls? Because, you know, that's how I am. Uh, but you end up where that's a good progression, where you have Jefferson now lending a helping hand to Batman. And Batman he slaps it away. He has been kind of thinking Batman all along doesn't trust. You had that weird deal of this team up until like almost last issue where it seemed to be a reset. And now people are actually moving past their little one thing uh, because even Katana seems like a little more nurturing when she's there with Sophia. And I do like her being with Sophia. And I do like the setup of how this kind of goes because Katana can train Sophia and Katana herself needs a lot of help. I mean, she talks to her dead husband in a sword for crying out loud, uh, but they go into the back cave. Sophia's like, Hey, am I a prisoner? No, 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 but you can't leave here. And really we're going to lock the door and yeah, you're a prisoner. <laughs> it's more for your protection, but they, they talk like about the that, idea the that Sophia deal. just meeting Katana pretty much knows how dull she is because she, Sophia doesn't want to go to bed because the brainwashing still there. Whenever she sleeps, she yeah. still hears Rachel go in her head. So it's like, all right, you're not going to sleep out. We should, we should probably talk about your future, what you owe the world, how you need to feed yourself and stuff like that. Like, you know what? Maybe I will go to sleep, Katana. Yeah, I don't want to talk to I, you about this nonsense. I don't know about this, but you, you put me to sleep, Katana. I like to where I, if you read it in a different way, like you have those like uh, lip reading videos, but there's sometimes in comics where you can read things with different different inflection. You talked about the idea when Batman ended up getting that kryptonite in that secret files where you had Superman sitting there. Just touch, touch it, Bruce. Bruce. Just touch, touch it. it. In this, I love it because you have Sophia really spelling out, you know, the the kind of problem she's having she hears Raisha's voice in her head when she goes to sleep like I don't like to sleep that's when I hear him in my head when I sleep and it's awful I hate dreams too. Like, no, no, no. They're nightmares, Katana. I'm telling you, these are dreams. It's it's all of, I know. Dreams, the dreams and nightmares. The dreams. That's when Freddy comes and gets you. And remember, if you die in the dream, you die in the real life. But yeah, she's like, Yeah, I think I will go. And try to sleep, you, you boring jerk. <laughs> and like, really, go talk to your sword. Uh, but yeah, you end up then going with Duke and Cass. And again, it's always been Duke. Oh, woe is me. Nobody likes me. Oh, they don't trust me. They don't. I like this Duke where it actually has a full out deal. I have new powers. I don't really want to get Batman involved because he's going to put me on the sideline while I work this through. Which is, which is the, the way to go. To it. it is. That's what you should you're do. You're going to mess something up, Duke, and you're going to hurt I everybody like- around you because of this. I like this that Duke almost is like, listen, you know, I had all these problems and I, I, I was dying to be part of the team and I was dying for you to, I never got to live and now I'm living. Yeah, I'm kind of the shade now, but I'm living. I don't want to get on the side. We always knew that Duke, his whole power set was he sees and uses light differently. Never understood what yeah. that meant. We've heard no. that phrase though, but now it looks like he can just make shadows come out of his fingertips and stuff like that. Oh, he controls well, and manipulates the dark. I'm yeah. like, you are pretty much just Richard Swift, the shade. Yeah, you are. You are. Uh, but still, here, I like the tides. I like this this talk that he's like, why is he getting so flowery with because this description Because he's trying to impress Cass. Oh, he is. But, she, I mean, she has the vocabulary, five words. You, you don't have to get and that word. I'm telling you, yeah, he's, you a, he's, a, he's a genius in her mind. Come on. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, look at Willie Shakespeare over here it's with these working, powers. not working, though, because it looks at one point he's going to go in for the kiss, but she just goes for the oh, hug. Oh, yeah. Yeah, friend zoned all the time. He's like, I, I thought I was part of the outsiders. I didn't know I was on the team, the friend zone. Uh, but he, like the tides, I can push and pull it. 
I can pull the shadows into me, and I can spread them from me. Does it hurt? No, it feels natural. In the, these four panels, I swear to God, I got more of what this new power is than those old ones that we had issue with. Because like they never really Jim. did it. Yeah, that, that's it, it's not. So I still don't know what this means. I think that it's it a means the cool, signal is no more. Cool He's not going to start trick. working in the daytime right? anymore. And that's the thing too. When I thought about it, when I was reviewing it, I think I even put like a little aside in the in the the review, kind of hinting at it, is the idea of him being the signal that works in the daytime. He never did anything with that, so whatever. Come let's on, get on. We but, had three issues where but, we dealt with that with Batman Aaron, and the signal. Let me ask you. Do shadows work better at night? I don't think so. I think that he's still, but now he's dead. But it's like the opposite. I think they work better at night. I wonder the whole deal with Ishmael. No, they already got the shadows. He just makes them more shadowy. I like the idea of Ishmael. I evolved his powers. I'm like, you just kind of turned them opposite, maybe. (laughs) He's so like different. Now he makes shadows. I don't know what you think's going on. Uh, He makes some shadow puppets. What's the deal here? But I do like where there's Duke now who finally gets the chance like a Jefferson earlier. And I think this is very deliberate of uh, cast like, oh, man, my mom. I I am so confused. Listen, we don't like that jerk. Like, I'm going to if she comes near you, I'm going to shadow her butt to out of existence. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but but all of that with, you know, even throwing in, do you think that, you know, karma like batman was keeping karma and that's where i said when i was telling you about it you said like but we saw karma i think that they're going with the idea of that maybe Raish has grabbed Carmen, put him in trying to dupe it. Oh, I Raish think that what we're going to get right now for this whole year, the villain idea, because even when he's talking to Lady Shiva and Kadeem about, you know, I'm going to yeah. strike back at Batman because he's, you know, tainted my family and I'm going to shatter his. So the idea that he's ruined Damien. Yeah. This has been years now. You got over this and seemed like at one point. Now you're back on the Damien train and you're going to get back at Batman for all this. And like, you know, yeah. getting back at the outside is rejoining his yeah, team. That like, seems, and that seems like the thing and now. Use this like, karma yeah. to do it. I'm like, you know, you know, like all of these plans, like, all right, Lex. I will be. I will worship Doom. I just need you to get the body of this guy, Karma. Yeah. I need you to go and tell me, like, you oh, know, who Jefferson, like, who Black Lightning is, and who his friends are. Yeah. I need you to get yeah, me Lady you're, Shiva. You're getting an idea Make that, sure that these Lady are Shiva it. is no longer doing the League of Shadows on her own, so she can come back and work with yeah. me for a while. I'm like, there's a yep. lot of things to Check. get this. You know, you're the villain with Rachel Gould. And, and also, since we're talking League of Shadows, that just get, give Duke shadow powers. That'd be cool. Also, uh, you know, and then there's Lex. Like, okay, that's that's a big checklist. It's like you give me a grocery list of things what is your end game here you know the up for this offer i need my air i, I want to get my my grandson i can kind of just go to that i can get your grandson right now for you uh no 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 I, i'm a man of grandiose plans <laughs> i'm a man who likes to have some fun with my evil so i want all these it's like no 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 there's a lot of things that can kind of go wrong here how about i just go get damien for you uh, Lexi, you just don't know the pomp and circumstance that is the racial goal. You'll never get me, Lex. Get out of here. Because, yeah, you're you're throwing these things, and it does seem back to pretty much what we've gotten from Raish a lot is the idea of Damien, you know, being the watered down air now. And he's mad about that. Um, but yeah, you end up, I well, like where Duke and Cass. almost comes off like a Thomas Wayne Flashpoint Batman now. Because the idea, though, yeah. he has seen what you like Bruce Wayne for the whole idea. But like Thomas, Bruce, like he knew that Bruce was Batman of that world. And then he lost his mind knowing this. So like Raish knows that Damien's been robbing and stuff like that for a while now. He's moved yeah. past it for the most part. Cause even, you know, he brought back Talia when Batman was bringing back Damien Wayne from the dead and all stuff. They seem to get past this whole point. So I'm like, why, why are we reverting and just focusing on this one thing over again? We seem to be moved on past it. 
Yeah. And uh, so you end up, like you said, you have, uh, you know, some some race and Shiva thinking time. They're walking around. It's like Socrates and Plato walking through, you know, telling each other some stuff. So and he's going through this whole plan. Yeah, so crates. Well, you do end up having Jefferson and maybe you get the kind of idea. Maybe, you know, oh, Batman was right. I better check into the only person I know in this world besides this team. So he ends up calling her up. And Tina. saying, hey, uh, you know, what's up there, girl? Tina. Because, hey, Tina, yeah. And saying, you know, hey, what's going on? How's the school? Everything's good. And she's like, oh, we really need you back. We miss you, Principal uh, You Pierce. know, you're the glue that keeps it in. The kids, they, they're missing your humor and, and your, your tough, uh, you know, rule. But also you had that candy that you kept on your desk that people kept going in like a Ned Flanders. And so she ends up getting sliced. And it's funny to me as you go. And I'm telling you, I am looking at it thinking – that that still could be a school in a city. I, I we'll see. I'm just saying, uh, because, it just seems right on the street, like an apartment building, and yeah, like, I'm you know, telling some you, cars that, you do out have front. cities like that that around the the side might. And be it looks like different. there's palm trees in Metropolis. Yeah, well, you know, that's how Metropolis is, but uh, maybe it'll be even something different. But he <laughs> does seem was. to think that this will really get him with the idea that, hey, Batman never tells people, you know, what's going on. And this will really get him because now I'm going to really dig in almost going with that aside that maybe karma was racist thing that had like, oh, I'm trying to, you know, bring it down from within. I've evolved, you know, Duke's powers. I got Jefferson. I'm going to wound him and all that. But I do like, like you said, shouldn't know Jefferson. So he ends up going to Tina and like, knock, knock, knock. Hey, uh, Tina, you know, Jefferson Pierce. Oh, yeah. I was just on a slice. She's dead. And then you're like, all right, now, now that I'm done with Jefferson Pierce, yes. let, let's go and let's go and find out. Who, who I can get for this Black Lightning fellow that they keep talking about. Like, in my mind, this is just something aside. Like, he doesn't like Jefferson Pierce for some other reason that he gets lucky. But, yeah, he shouldn't really know Jefferson Pierce being that. But he does know. I think they're playing that Raish is smart and has all these things and everything with that. But then at the end, yeah, you end up having an explosion, which I do kind of think that Shiva will be against. It's almost like she's getting told the plan, and this might be her, like, yeah, that's a little bit too you much. Little we'll too see far what it there, is. Rache. Yeah, we'll see Demons what exactly that on, was. Down. It's just an odd idea to like, I just killed the the one friend that he had, Tina, and now I'm going to get him by blowing up the, her house that or apartment, and apartment? it looks like it's know. somewhere else. Yeah, I'm telling you, like you said, the palm like trees. It's the West Coast officer because there's palm trees in the background. Or, or Florida, some, I don't know where you end up like, huh, what, what did you blow up, Rach? This, oh, that was his summer home. He was really fond he of really that place. He really liked that place. He really, it was his way to go. It was his chill in. zone. It was. It was a way for him to recollect his thoughts. Now he's going to be scrambled. But yeah, it ends, and he's like, you know, I got it. And I do like that of, hey, I'm going to show them that Batman's such a jerk that he never warns them about the loved ones being attacked and then you'll be left with hate. It's almost the exact thing that he did say. And then, and then they'll love us. And now I'm like, that's all he wants. He he just wants love, Eric. He's a guy who puts up a tough facade. But then he says to Shiva, prepare to be loved by the world. Well, he puts you know, like terrorism he, usually yeah, does. Right? He expects to be loved for saving the world the way he yeah, sees fit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying he uh, to me, it's love by a black lightning by like they're going to be like, oh, man, we're going to go to you because Batman's a jerk. And I'll say you have some pretty cool knee pads that you wear around. Look at this chicken legs that guy has. He's so thin. He looks like IG-88 over there. But yeah, I like the art. Jealous. Um, I, I really I like the art and I like this 
different progression. I said, I like last issue because we finally got some action and we got some twists that were set up. So it seemed, okay, there is a plan. There is something going on. You do calm things down a little here, but I like that we've evolved past what I said. At points, we'd have one issue where Jefferson would say, Batman, you don't trust me. You don't really want me to lead. And then the next issue, he says, Batman, you don't trust me. You don't want me to. And it just kept going like a broken record. And now it seems to be evolving and kind of getting Batman out of it. And Batman, you said it's silly batman's barely in it so i don't mind if he does leave and then you have the idea of these new powers and things like that so i liked it i gave it an eight on the side i'm actually going to go down to a seven five here actually reading it thinking it's just kind of a setup issue but i did like it more than what we were getting before and i only that only means that people stop liking the book once i start liking it or you it ends up where people you know turn on it but what would you give it i give it a seven out of ten i love the art in this issue and i like the character moments between you know the whole pairing of jefferson and katana but now even katana and sophia to get those two together but, yeah, I like you know, those Cass together. and Duke are great together. I love the idea of new powers just because I want to know what these powers are because I never got yeah. an understanding of what the last powers were. But seeing Duke in a book is great. Just knowing that he's going to be a part of something is really cool to me. And I want to see Rachel go. Actually, I want to see the outsiders go after Rach hard after this yeah, whole personal so attack. I. That's a big thing in my mind that really kind of elevated. But for the most part, it's a calm down issue where like, oh, we have this big cliffhanger. We're going to both play. And nothing came of that. Okay, goodbye, Caliber. Yeah. And you yeah. know. All right, we get back. City He's of still Bane swimming. happened. All right, all right. I guess Alfred's dead. Let's yeah. let's you know grieve with Bruce for a little bit. Come tell me, even the stuff with Sophia and Katana. We walked in a cave and sat down at a computer, and you know Katana bored her to yeah. death. But like you know, yeah. there's still she a lot of sleep. fun to be had with this. I'm telling you, Batman Answer is a weird thing where I have a lot of ups and downs in my mind. It's it's kind of studying out in my mind right now, but. It, I, I can see a lot of cool stuff coming from it. And I like the characters on the team for the most part, except for Katana because I find her boring. Yeah, I I think that this book, like the first bunch of issues, it did feel like a mini series, and it felt like something. But now it's starting to feel like we had like an you said, now now yeah, you can yeah really you you can see like something like now you're sitting there. Oh, I, I, there I hope to that tell they people, do this. Hey, this ain't a six issue mini. Everybody, we had an yeah. Annual. Yeah, and and I think that like you're saying, yeah, I'd like to see them go harder. Now I'm starting to actually get this, like, oh man, I want to see this, and I want to. So I'm I'm starting to like it more, and I'm starting to get invested more in the characters as they're progressing and going on. And I do like Katana because we're gonna probably get that idea. She's gonna teach Sophia, but yet she's gonna be the student herself, a student of life. And I always like that. But what's next, Eric? Next up, we have Hawkman number nineteen, written by Robert Venditti, with art by Pat Olaf, Tom Palmer, Jeremiah Skipper, and. Starkings and Comicraft. Sky Kyrant would be flying high if Hawkwoman hadn't shown up from Thanagar to try and talk some sense into Carter Hall, but Shire doesn't know about the infection, and this just leads to a big fight where Carter Hall of the Mind discovers that the reason Sky Tyrant wants to kill so bad is that he's afraid of breaking their curse and finally dying. Mainly, though, a big fight with a character that seems weird to be here. Yeah, I, I like the part with it, trying to explain Sky Tyrant and why he would, you know, end up being mad and why he would come it's to the surface. The problem is, idea though, this whole resurrection of Carter Hall, who he knows who he is through every resurrection until now. You know, this yeah. present Carter Hall. Well, that's he the has problem. problems remembering, but his Earth three version, just because it is the opposite Earth, where everything that's good is evil and vice versa. Like he is still Carter Hall, though, if he's going yeah. there. So Sky Tyrant, like, all right, I'm still Carter Hall, but I'm afraid to die. I'm going to kill as yeah. many people. It just, I'm telling you, I can't wrap my head around the Sky Tyrant. So I, when he- I can wrap my head around it, but I, it's because I, I'm not real invested in Hawkman. So I, I like that. Uh, but yeah, go on. No, I just- I, I'm just saying, that's just like, we have this whole thing. And they're like, even going back to the, like the definitive origin of Hawkman, when we got done issue number 12, where, you know, Katar Deathbringer went to Carter 
Carter Holland said, now you have all your memories back. That is the gift I give you because for some reason he didn't have them for a while. I, I don't think we yep. ever figured out why. He just didn't have them, but then he had them. Next issue, he needed a journal to remember some stuff. And now it's like, oh, no. you're, you're Sky Turn. I don't remember you. And like, I, I don't know what the deal is. Even the whole and thing when he's problem. confronted, yeah. like Carter Hall of the mind is still around, but the different personality coming from like, it doesn't work for me for this infection kind of story, this whole other lifetime coming forward while the Carter Hall that we have is just kind of like, you know, Peter Parker in the first Superior Spider-Man storyline where like he's just a ghost kind of thing there. But yeah. now we have this whole what, – what is this? <laughs> you getting bored? I like it. No, I like it. I was saying when I hit the first one was when you said that, you know, he remembered everything because that is a joke yeah. now. But I'm just hitting it. But yeah, and I just did it because it was Spider-Man. You know, I like the spider man. Do I? Uh, but, but yeah, nah, but what, what you're saying, I do like, I like the idea though. The problem is the infection never really makes sense here. We never really saw the infection and the idea in my mind, if you didn't have the infection and you actually went with a story where you ended up finding out, Hey, I remember everything. Oh my. And then realizing having Carter like, boy, it's weird. I thought I remembered everything, but there's these weird things. And then you tie it into the idea that in the back of his mind and the back of the deals going on, that the sky tyrant is kind of keeping some things from him because if he remembers these really good things or whatever, he'll be able to figure it out. I like this idea where Sky Tyrant is there like, oh, if, if we end up, you know, doing all that we're supposed to do, we'll die. I don't want to die. I haven't even begun to live. Things like that. And the, the tie in that most of the lives, it's it seems like he's called idea, in the problem, though, but the it's most a weird, part, you know, you it's have, not played out well with the infection tyrant. or in general. He's afraid to die, but he wants to kill everybody. He likes who he is from Earth 3, but he's only been that like let's say one time because it's the only time we've ever seen that resurrection yeah. for this one or incarnation so like do you want to keep living like you don't seem to like the carter hall that we have now or any of the other carter hall so what is your like big plan of like continuing your reincarnations hoping that one day you'd come back as this version this yeah. seems like a weird thing and and uh, but i don't my, like again there's ideas here and this is my problem with this issue there's some ideas that I like that I think would serve the book better if you didn't even have the infected. The idea that it explains why now it, he's Earth three. Huh? So that explains it anyway. But the idea of why he was so brutal is the idea that it's that karma thing. And but he wouldn't have known that before. So it gets twisted and turned. But you do end up having this sky tyrant be one of the biggest problems for you know, Carter going forward and trying to redeem himself because of all the people he has killed. And so you kind of twist that, but the, the idea that the infected did it, but then it's kind of, it's almost like even alluded to instead of really spelled out because there was really not anything to say, okay, there's where the infection happened. It happened at this exact moment when they did this, that it just kind of came to be and we kind of had to deal with it. Uh, but I don't mind, you know, having this kind of book to try to make something of the whole run and not just be stuck in the infected story with Shiera here and the idea, hey, you know, I don't want to die when you do that. But overall, there's not much going on here. That, that's the biggest problem with this book. Well, the thing and, is, well, we have the whole idea. We have Shire, like, all show up from Thanagar. And I keep going to say Thanagar Prime because that is the last yeah, place we yeah. saw her. But the whole thing is we have her show up because the Shade had called the Justice League to tell them about Carter's, you know, acting out of sorts. And the yeah. Justice League called <laughs> Shire. I'm like, you have Kendra Saunders on the team who is a further, yep. like, you know, reincarnation of Shire Hall. Well, I, uh, like, are you saying that she's too busy doing Doom stuff right now? Like, why would you not get Kendra Saunders, who is on Earth, yeah. instead of a freaking ruler of a planet at this point and, in time? And again, because of the, the tide, and, and I, the, we know why, but it doesn't make sense. And it felt it weird, doesn't make too, sense because, in the book. I, like, people alluded to it before when we were dealing with the first Definitive Origin 
version of Hawkman for the first year of the series, but that that person, that woman who talked to Carter when he died and brought him back and you know gave him the like reincarnation curse slash gift, whatever you want to call it, we find out in this issue that it was Shire. I'm like, how does that work? Yeah. Because why is I, she reincarnating that as well with Carter Hall and all this stuff? Because like we never really dealt with any of the Hawk Girl or Hawk Woman stuff of that book. This is the first time we're really dealing with it. Even when they talk about you know Prince Khufu and like I thought this was the first, but it was not. It was Guitar Deathbringer and that being that brought me back the first time around. I'm like, it, it was Shire. I'm like, was it? Because please, please expand on that thought because I want to know more about that. Like, where did she come from? Then, if that's the case, who you know, who her made her this like you know being yeah. that was able to do this, and then why does she take physical form and reincarnate with you, and you both die every time you fall in love? Like, I yeah. need to know more about this definitive origin of Hawkman and Hawkwoman because right now it's really all up in the air. I don't even know what yeah, this and, void and, god and, was the Qatar Deathbringer, like you know, worship for that first and, life. And no, yeah, and the weird thing about this is, is that with all of that, you did have you know, you complained a lot. We had a lot of people Me? messaging us about the, you know, you can't have a definitive origin without having, you know, yeah. a woman involved. And so when you throw Shaira in this and with, like you said, you could either call Thanagar Prime or you can knock on the door next to you in, in the Hall of Justice and say, you know, go. But it, it might be, you know, alluding to the whole thing where she's dealing with Doom. So that means that even though at a point they ended up going to Thanagar Prime and seeing Shaira, there really isn't any reason why you couldn't have had Shaira in this book no. earlier and trying to figure it out. And that is a big problem. And it's just for me. such a weird idea because right now you have human Carter Hall, you have human Kendra Saunders, no matter what Scott yeah. Snyder wants to tell you, because the whole idea that, that like we, I don't even know if we even talked about it in the podcast, but in the Justice League book, we talked about the apex predator, the combination yeah. of human and Martian. Like you got that six dimensional abomination Shane. He should be an apex yeah. predator. And Scott Snyder's all like, no, yeah. no, that's because she has the Thanagarian reincarnation. I'm like that doesn't make any sense, but yeah. The whole thing is we have a Thanagarian version coming down instead of the human version to go with this Carter Hall. It's just such a weird idea that we're doing that. Now, at the beginning, when you do have it, uh, I think that some people, like, if you're just reading The Infected, I, I still have the problem where he, he certainly does look like Constantine. I get just drives me. But when you go, he is of the mind. So he's there, but, and I like that play. It, it's like a ghost. It's like a lot of any movie that you have somebody die and, and they're kind of there. It, it is they're just always like yelling. that first Superior Spider Man arc when Doc Ock took yeah. over Peter Parker's yeah. body it's and he died. It's always going to be this. So you end up having the of the mind version, like trying to plead with people. And then you have the one, like you said, where then you'd have Doc Ock, who looks like I'm going to have fun with Mary Jane. You better not. <laughs> like you have Peter yelling. And I do like that, but I do. I like I like the interaction between this Sky Tyrant and of the Mind Carter, and I wish that maybe they could start a detective agency together because they play off so well together. Because you end up you, having you want, the, you want the Hawkman oh, yeah. odd couple. Yes, because the idea was Shaira's like one's an archaeologist. <laughs> then they're going to learn how they're going to get together. They, when she's pleading with them, I don't know what's going on with you, Carter. I got the word. You have Sky Tyrant saying to of the Mind Carter, "Women, am I right?" <laughs> It made me laugh so much, but it is ghost where he's trying to plead. And I love that moment in those things. It's always the same moment too. It's so cliched. For some reason, I love it where pleading, pleading. And then the person walks through you. Oh no, I'm the, the ghost of, of the Hawkman past. And then, then he's yelling and he's just yelling through this whole thing. You better not hurt her. You better not do this. Let's talk of the mind and figure out what's going on with you a little. And really not much happens no, in the, the whole, whole idea issue. Is in the whole thing. After 
Shire beats the crap out of Sky Tyrant. Yeah. He then, it, like, beams himself back to his Ronian ship. And in this whole thing, you have the Carter Hall Museum of all the different lives of Hawkman, which, yeah. you know, he had forgotten about and he tries to keep up. But there is a secret compartment on this ship that leads down to a thing that he's going to use. I like the Transformer Hawkman. <laughs> is the one I like right now. He's going to go he's down cool. in the secret compartment where Carter Hall has been keeping a thing called the Black Journal. And supposedly this is yeah. a dangerous thing that we have to worry about, the Black Journal, because it's in a secret room and Sky Tyrant is going to use this for nefarious means coming forward, but I don't know how yet. Yeah, and I, I love Val Carter. And also I love – I always love the cowboy uh, version and I just that he just has his guns and a hat. That's all he has. He can't even tell that that would have been a harm. Like, why, why do you have the, the old West here? Oh, you know, that was that. I like the idea, though, where Carter – He's a smart guy, right? An archaeologist. Yeah. He's got a lot of lives to learn things. I mean, really, if he's going to be he something, it all, but whatever. he's like a Vandal Savage where he should have learned some things. He, he's not real good at not playing hot and cold because he does this here. And it drives me nuts where it's like, what are you doing here? No, no, don't touch that book or the three next to it. You, don't do that. He's like, oh, I think I will. He, he actually just <laughs> tells him he didn't have to open his mouth. And there's no way that Sky Tyrant would have ever known anything was all, you know, going down here. No, no. No, not there. Oh, I must be hot. All right. And they open it up. And then you do see the black book, which I can only assume just has all his old girlfriend's phone numbers. And since that he is immortal like that, he's got a lot of them. And now you're going to end up having Sky Tyrant go and pretend he's like, and we're going to get back to Superior Spider-Man where he's going to get busy with all of Carter's old girlfriends. That's what I think. It's a journal. It's a journal. It's not a little black book. It's a big black journal. It's a big black. That's the thing. It's like the, you know, Charlie Sheen deal and, and Two and a Half Men where it's like, here's my black book, you know, where it goes. It's so big because he's, he's a ladies man. But yeah, it's, it's, dead, it's okay here. The, the reason why I like this, I think more than you is just because you end up having the whole infected and at least you end up having Robert Van Diddy say, I, I just need to throw some things for my story going forward. If it is going to, you know, how long it will go just so that we can deal with it. You get a little taste of something that isn't just infected. Yes, the infected caused it, but I like this, you know, idea of, well, I don't want us to die. And that's why. And even at the point where Sky Tyrant, that seems to be his kind of out where he kind of like, Oh, you know what? I just don't want to die. I'm, I'm a sad soul. I am. And I think that me and you can connect a little. And I do like that. It's almost like they are the odd couple. And I think that it's going to end up where you end up having Sky Tyrant fall a little bit for, you know, the Carter there and not want him to really get hurt. But also you're also showing the idea that a Sky Tyrant is based on not wanting to die. So if this ends up getting to a point where he's going to try to do something, I know, well, he doesn't want to, anymore he doesn't want to so if if the batman laughs is like okay you're gonna do this and then we're all gonna die at least you can tell okay sky tyrant ain't gonna be down with that because that's not what he wants uh he just wants to live now he he's now he's going but it, again a lot of things are a little forced but not enough and then you end up where the series you said we had the definitive origin of so called i hear uh, where is the deal i need that again the definitive <laughs> origin and then after that you see well that wasn't all of it you know, we say, and uh, oh, I didn't remember this, and I need a journal hey, for was, that. Hey, was the Sky Tyrant one of the, you know, Hawkman we've, you know, brought out to fight those giant robot monsters, no. the Deathbringers? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I just, I like the idea of not being the infected of this showing like it was like he had been trapped or, or he kind of hid himself from you know, Carter of the mind and things, but you, you throw this infected. Well, we would be able to explain it, but now it's just 
the infected got him out, and it doesn't really get explained. So we'll have to see. But what do you give? This? I ended up giving this a four point five out of ten. It's most for the most part, it is a giant fight scene between Shira. Yeah. Like I'm telling you, it's cool to see Shira Hall here. It doesn't make sense for her to be here in my mind because she, you know, is on Thanagar and we have a Kendra Saunders. I'm like, that makes way more sense in my mind. But whatever, it is a giant fight scene. And the only bit of information you get is the idea that Sky Tyrant is afraid to die. He kills people to make sure that the curse continues on, that they don't save more people than they've killed in the past. So this whole thing, that is the, the biggest part of the book. And I don't even yeah. like the art that much. Since Pat Olaf's been on there, I it's try okay. to give him the better for the doubt when he first got on, but I don't care for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay to me. Uh, I'm going to do a 5-5. Five, five. Uh, I like sometimes I, – I know that I look a little too into things like this, but I always like the idea that you have a – like almost like a Brian Hill I said in The Batman and the Outsiders where he's kind of giving you the idea of what he thinks that Batman run is by saying, oh, man, the, this is the angry Batman now because of all this stuff going down. I really like why Shara ends up talking to Sky Tavern, and I swear – you're right no, there. I'm gonna end up. I know I got a something in my throat. Oh my god. Oh god. You end up having Shyara ah! say, um, <laughs> "Hey, uh, whoever turned you into this, they don't understand what makes you work. No matter what it takes, I'll find a way. I'll fix it." I swear to God, that's just Venditti. Like, yeah, this nonsense that I'm thrown into. They don't even understand that it doesn't make sense. They force me into it, so I like that. But five point five, and now. I got to get a drink. I don't know what it, it actually felt like a feather went down. I'm like one of those where, you know, you have the feather going when you sleep no, and you wake up and then you, 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 you crap the bed. And the next thing you know, you work yeah, at the police station, right? It's weird how that happens, but we're, we're going to go off there. You're in a cage. now. We have a bunch more books to go. So we'll go off to do those. Now it's time for Jim and the news. Listening to Jim. Here's what I want to do. He's talking solicits and very uncovers before all the meat and the cheese that's from under. And now it's time for Jim and the news. And now it's time for Jim and the news. And now it's time for Jim and the news. Hello and welcome to a little bit of news tonight. Usually I do one news story on the show, but I do a larger, more expansive news show on the Patreon. If you want to go listen to that, it comes out every Saturday on patreon.com slash weird science, where I do DC Marvel and indie comic news, but here is the one story for now. Jorge Jimenez jumps onto Batman this March, and I think some people will be very happy about that. Not me, though. Uh. I don't. I don't really mind. I, I'm just not a huge fan of Jorge Jimenez anymore. Uh, but he's okay. DC exclusive artist Jorge Jimenez has announced that he will be drawing Batman beginning with March 4th, number 90. The artist shared the news via Twitter, where he said. I feel very happy. My next series is Batman. Two exclamation points for that. Hashtag Batman. Jimenez tweeted, A dream comes true with one of the writers of the moment, James Tynan IV, one of the greatest colorists of the business, Tomei Moray, and one of the best editors I've ever met, Ben Abernathy. Now, it, it does seem like that is throwing shade a little at James Tynan. He's just one of the writers at the moment. 
there's a lot of writers at the moment. He doesn't say one of the bigger writers, one of the best writers, just one of the writers at the moment. Like, eh, he's on the book, I guess, right now. So he's the writer of the moment. Oh, my. Jorge, watch your, watch your tongue. How dare you? Jimenez will join a three-person rotating team of Batman series artists with Tony S. Daniel and Gilliam Marge, as the series will be shipping twice monthly indefinitely. And Tony S. Daniel does seem to have a problem keeping up, you know, keeping pace. And his art's really good. But, yeah, a lot of times during the Tom King run, he had been announced for whole issues of things or whole, you know, just in general, whole arcs. And then was on one or two, like the City of Bane. Uh, for instance, uh, he ends up, you know, doing one issue and then somebody fills in and then he bails or he doesn't bail or they bail on him. I don't know. He ends up, you know, not being able to keep up. So that's cool. You don't want to have Batman go, uh, you know, delayed is one thing that they don't want. So you're going to have that. And it's one thing that they haven't really had. Uh, we had a couple times where it was kind of shuffled around, but for the most part, it was always on time. That's what they want. It's Batman plus it's extra important in my mind right now, because they are heading towards this 5g and you can't have things delay that you can't have something where a book falls behind a month or so, and then just has to be cut off because 5g starts. It definitely has to be there. And I think that's showing there's three, artist on there they are down with that idea uh. yeah that is i know billy I, I don't know why i say it because it is pretty obvious right Duh. boy you, you don't say much you and greta should get together right how dare you Duh. how dare you Duh. oh my what a press conference that would lead to but that's it for the news like i said just a little snippet of news kind of break up some things here right but now we're gonna go back to finish up the podcast Back with Eric Shea. That's right. Uh, yeah. Eric, you don't realize, but when there were the two footprints there, I was carrying you. I don't know what you're it's talking what about. what was going on. I was carrying you then, carrying you onward to this book, Justly Odyssey number 16. And it's a segue, my friend. Did you like that one? That's all right. I'm carrying you to the, it doesn't, when you think Carrying of, me to jail. Yeah. No. Do, do you, do you no. think of it? Don't you think of like Carry On My Wayward Son when, when you hear Justly Odyssey number 16, especially? Could because they're, they're on a journey? Right. No, that, that would not be journey. Then I would call this, you know, now I um, I would love to be touching her love and squeezing you, Eric. And now off to Justly Odyssey number 16. See, that's how you do it. You know what, Eric? If I saw you right now, I might greet you with open arms, right. is what All I would right. do. I realized that I don't have any of my sound effects. I w- went to hit the room shot. It's not there. Wait a minute. It is. Thank you. It's Thank actually, you. actually, it is the original one. Somehow that this, this software we have, it ends up disconnecting me at weird times. But sometimes when you come back, Eric, you get a present of, sometimes, Eric, you end up having things that you didn't realize that you missed so much. 
when they're back, then you realize how annoying they were originally, right? Is that what you're thinking? I think that's what you are. Happy birthday, Aaron. Justice League Odyssey number 16, written by Dan Emden, art by Cliff Richards, colors by Rain Barreto, and letters by M World Design. This book has been a bit of a wreck since even before it started. And even with Dan Emden coming on board, it still seems like a story fighting against itself for an identity and a purpose. Maybe too much of a purpose, <gasps> Eric. At each issue I read feels like it's just missing a little something to make the book good. And I like this team a lot. Really want more of Gamma Knife and to learn a little bit about her and her silly drones. But there just isn't enough time to get more of them. And they may not be long for the universe anyway, as the original team will have to get back together eventually, which well, I actually they... think is a shame. I don't know, because at this point, I don't want them to. And that's I'm the more interested in looking, this team. I was looking at the uh, March solicits that dropped today, like from when we were recording this whole thing. And I, I was looking at Just League Odyssey, and it didn't seem like it was very specific. From what I recall now that I'm thinking about it, it was very specific about being the original team. Because I think what we realize here is that this team actually works better, better together at this point. Because like they're just a, a motley crew of weird yeah. characters. I'm like, you know, you have Starfire, you have Cyborg, you have Astro. That's weird, but Orion, Hacks, Blackfire, Dexter, that's even weirder. And you know what? So, I like it even more. So is Dex, is that kind of the Nikki Six of the Smotley crew? Or Dexter? Uh, yeah, uh, I meant Dexter. Is Dexter the Tommy Lee? Is what you're saying? Because when he spits the blood, it kind of reminds you of what probably Tommy Lee does every morning. That's gross. When he wakes up, right? Poor Tommy uh, Lee. Obviously, that if this is the whole deal, Jessica being the leader, then is McMars is what you would have then, right? Yeah, see, I have them all. Is Eric. McMars the uh, leader? Yeah, in my mind, yes. You end up where if Jessica, if Jessica is the Vince Neil, yes, uh, who's the razzle, Eric? Because that, that's the person that better watch Gammon out knife. for themselves. <laughs> is that Cameron? Oh no, you better not uh, put those shoes on because they're going to be knocked off of you in any minute now. But yeah, I like this team. I like the idea of the team. I like the fun part. Obviously, what I'm going to say is that they're kind of being the guardians of the galaxy yeah maybe too are. much guardians of the galaxy and i make that joke because in this issue you have a bunch of times where you have these statements of like man you're pretty fired up maybe a little too a little yeah, that joke. Yeah, a little, little too perky so i, I kind of like the way this goes but i want more the problem is the story that we're involved with and I say too big, I'm not meaning too important, I'm not meaning too great. I'm just saying there's a lot of things at play here that does not well, allow you to have downtime a lot with these characters. Well, right now it's a big chase that we're going on that we're kind of dead yeah. in the water, which is weird. So if and this is where we should get more further of the stuff. further away outside of the physical limits of the universe, which I'm telling you, that concept of like, what are we doing with that? Like we keep going further yeah. and further past the physical limits that our new, new guides are sent back to try to stop the, our new guardians here, our JLO. Yeah team so i'm like how like i don't understand dark side's plan for the keep going further with sepulchre just trying to like you know keep a new apocalypse alive to the new degree like a whole like keep the new new guys going but this yeah. whole thing about i was really into the idea where we had this new like um i don't want to say attitude driven but like somebody who is a more like you know Assertive. Assertive That's Jessica Cruz. Thank you. Very, uh, a new assertive Jessica Cruz. Because I was getting past the whole like you know anxiety and stuff. Like, we dealt with yeah. that for too long. So her Very, coming back. She's more confident. She's with, got assertiveness. Coming back she's from the taking dead, the role. Almost a new god herself at this point with the yeah. Omega powers that she has. I'm like, all right, I like that. It's getting to be a little too much. I'm where you were last issue finally now because she is now yeah. gone past assertive and become a bully in my mind for how yeah. much crap she wants to talk to everybody on the team. 
Yeah, and with that, the, the kind of, you know, why we liked her and the, the thing with her character was, you know, she wasn't a jerk. She was somebody who, yeah, she had anxiety, things like that, and, and she dealt with. And even with that, it's like it made her more of a character that you can kind of grab onto because she did have these things going on that kind of fought against what she was doing. So, she, you know, being a hero, she's even more of a hero by going past. And then she comes back here. And it just, it's not Jessica. And it's a weird thing to have it go on where you, people do like Jessica and to have this character change, which could revert, you know, once everything goes down. But I think it's going to be one of those like, well, now that I got a taste of this yeah. assertiveness, I'm taking it to the extreme. And it's okay. Like almost Dan Abnett thinks that you need to have some hard butt on the thing to, to kind of get things, but you didn't. And I like this team. I like the idea, but... I need to have more like hacks hanging out with Dexstar or end up having Blackfire with more of Jet, but you're not able to do that because like you said what's this weird because they're kind of on the slow chase going on where you can have things but everything is more about like hey uh, orion uh, i think dark side's a bad but well, this no is a he can't issue yes, right now is. Yeah, the whole that's idea what of you're what getting. this team knew before jessica came on board the whole yeah. thing you know the end of the universe orion believes it is all dark side motivated at this point it's nothing about perpetual and what's come up beyond yeah. since the source yeah. wall was destroyed and they're like you know the new gods were like taken out of the picture so the idea that like, all right it's jessica and Ryan time. We're going to sit down. We're going to talk about what's going on here just to catch up readers who are now probably like we talked about. We're jumping on because the status quo of the book has changed and that got us interested in this whole thing. We heard how good it was. So we jumped back on the book. So I think this is the issue now that Dan Adams decided, like, I got to catch everybody back up with what's going on. Oh, yeah. Let's get everybody here. And Again, I like the interaction. I like the idea that Hex there and like, hey, uh, we have a lot of problems. We have, uh, you know, what is it? The subatomic assemblies trash. Like, oh, man, what's the bad news? Uh, that that was the bad. No, no, no. That's a joke. But, you know, we might be able to salvage stuff. All right. Where's the good news? Uh, that was the. All right, Jessica, uh, calm and, down. And like, it's kind of, but I like this interaction, but I'd rather it be the real Jessica, not this, you know, over the top deal. But I, I do like See, the thing team. is, I like the new Jessica. I just need her to tone it down yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I, I'd not rather be a jerk. her. I just want her to be, an, like, I want the, I say old Jessica, just somebody who cares about everyone and somebody who, you know, is a nice person. Um, Cause really the only thing different that she came back with was as a tood. I don't need the tood, you know, keep that at the door when you come into the, the club here with, you know, paying $25. Oh, what are you talking about? I don't either. But they go off and you separate the team. And that's where this is where you have the problems in my mind because you want, I want more interactions between all these characters and they keep getting separated or they're here and there. And you go have the, you know, one team, the away team, Eric, they go to get salvage parts. Blackfire, Dish Darn Hacks. Yeah, in this crazy, you know, ship graveyard. Yes, you're talking about the idea. You know, we have these people going off. You don't have enough time, but you do have Blackfire and Dexstar actually pairing off because they realize, you know, Hack, she's out and about. She didn't even plan on going out because she is a technician, but she didn't want to salvage parts because she didn't want to leave the ship, it seemed like. But they look at her and they think, you know, why is she so perky about what we're doing right now? Because as we saw before, when Jessica tried to get a message to the Justice League and the Green Lantern Corps, she shut that message down. So Hacks is up to no good for whatever it is, but we haven't really played that up yet. So I like the idea that Blackfire and Dexstar. They're realizing there's ain't something right about this technician that we have on board. Yeah, I actually think that it's going to be one of those that uh, 
It's that she just likes them and doesn't want them to end up ditching her. I actually think that's all it's about, that you're supposed to be led to think that's some nefarious thing. It is kind of scrolling them. Uh, but I actually think that it's one of those I hope that it's just like, I just liked us being a team and you were going to get rid of me and something like that. And we'll, we'll see what goes on. But even at the one point, like, hey, why am I involved? I, I don't like to go into space because you're you're a technician that does technician stuff. I mean, get out of here. Like, Jessica just seems like a real jerk. I know. She's like a uh, bully, it seems yeah, like. Yeah. I don't like it. So, she's gone too far. She's and, gone and where you get And where you get, yeah, really, she likes to taste them. When you end up having the recap deal is when she does go to Orion and starts to kind of explain things. They get into a little bit of an argument about how big a threat Darkseid is, and it's Darkseid. I mean, really, you can't sit there and have an argument with anybody and, and try to prove a point of, yeah, Darkseid isn't that bad. You know, Darkseid isn't this big because he kind of is. And I thought that that was yeah, a weird to way. A perpetual. Yeah, but I think that's a weird way to just play it off uh, of doing that and trying to convince you because it's, in my mind, that's trying to convince us to like, oh, Perpetual. But if you're in the story and knowing the things, you know how big a bad Perpetual is. You don't need to. Can- it's just a weird convincing going on. It does seem on. weird, though, for the whole idea of talking about Dark Side of Perpetual. For the most part, our team that or the characters we're dealing with have been stuck in the ghost sector this entire yeah. time. I don't know how much they would know that is going on compared yeah, and to everything and, else. And I got the idea. Like when you did have that, that's the thing that was – in my mind, the idea of Orion, you know, kind of going with, it's always your guy's fault. You always mess up Earth. Oh, my God. And you could leave it at that because you have that being a theme a lot of times. You know, it's all your Earth heroes. You're always getting your fingers in the pie and doing this. But he kind of goes a little further. But then you get that, like you're saying, these are the ghost sector. But also they were in bottles before that. We had the, the whole deal. So how long have they been out? And why would they know this? They just end up waking up in the ghost sector. Well, I'm saying, I think and, that Orion, he came in the whole thing. And once he they started came in, I'm just saying like everybody else though it just seems like you know i don't know the convincing is weird but yeah orion figured out something was going on and and it does almost you know the he saved himself thing, before the totality up, wave wiped out the new genesis by putting on that armor yeah and it ends up and then he can't get attacked by this and that's spelled out okay and i like where he even says like uh, you know while this was going down all the prophets of you know uh, you know, apocalypse, all the new God stuff. We they knew something was going on, so I, I kind of had a little bit where I could kind of react ahead of time. But I also like the idea that there is the twist here of, and it's almost like the you kill Hitler, you get the super Hitler, which we kind of are, kind of. But it's like I, I need Darkseid because yeah, he's a bad guy or whatever, but it's stability with him. We we ended up having like not this crap. So well, you, that's you the have thing that is, the like you know, Darkseid was content with ruling you know apocalypse yeah. stuff like that, and this you up guys the shamed him when. You yeah. beat him over and over again, and you made him hungry for more. You made him this despot that and wanted to go out and do all this stuff. Crazy like, deal. You Justice League best. Yeah. Like, what did you do? It's like you poked the tiger. Exactly. The tiger was fine being in that cage, even though that's you know inhumane, Eric. But it, it, you ended up showing it. Like it'd be like you have a tiger at the zoo. People are like down with the tigers in the zoo and in the cage. But then in the meantime, you're also showing him a slideshow of all the other tigers that aren't in the thing. And like, look at these tigers; they're having a great time. Now the tiger really and it does seem like yeah you should have just left dark side alone you guys keep getting him involved he's not this kind of guy that's the problem is you turn him into I'm a coming, baby you got his power and, back you yeah. turn him to a teenager and you, you know what's weird back. to me the weird thing about it for me and again because 
in the relative scheme of things, especially with an Eric Shea, I haven't been reading comics most of my life like you have. And so the dark side that I know for the most part is the dark side that's always triggered. He's always been triggered. He's always been, I mean, you ended up having the new 52 start with, you know, dark side, then well, end the with thing. the dark side even, war. Even the one we had from the new 52 when we got started, it seemed like, you know, dark side's whole MO, like, you know, it goes against what Orion is saying here because he was yeah. going from multiverse well, to multiverse, going with like, me. taking that's over the worlds, it seems yeah, like. Yeah. And that's what's throwing me off a lot. And I think that what's throwing me off is I only know that dark side. So when he says this, and it should kind of be only that dark side, but still, you're going with the idea of dark side isn't the only bad thing in the universe. And you could have just left them alone. You always get them involved. And now we have worse and dark side's causing problems, all this. It's all your guys' fault, uh, even with the, you know, breaking down the source wall and things like that. Uh, and it's weird, like the source wall thing kind of gets really glossed over very quickly. And I don't mind that anymore because things are all wonky and I don't need an extra long. It's just like, and then the source wall was breached with that existential threat. I'm like, all right, that's all I need. Let's go. And you have a little, you know, thing going on. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't mind this. There's just not a lot's happening. Oh, that's you the do- thing. I'm telling you, we have our characters going through the other ship like Hackstack Star and Black Star uh, Fire, just going through and just trying to salvage parts yeah. while Jessica and Orion catch everybody up on what's been going on until Gavin Knife breaks in and trying yeah. to salvage stuff. And it seems like the Eschaton, after he you know made his big imposing threats before before Jessica Cruz and all of them and Dexter made a deal to like you know we're, we're going to give you Dark Side. He decided it's cube time again. I'm like, oh, I guess I don't need to be hanging out here all in bodily form kind of thing. I'm going to go back to my yeah. cube self. And the first thing that Gavin Knife sees with her dr- like drones when she comes on board is this giant cube of blackness. I'm like, she wants that for some reason. I guess because of the Omega yeah. freaking, you know, like, you know, yeah. effect that's inside of it. She's like, this could power a bunch of stuff. But now just like we have Gamma Knife, who we barely know from the last issue. She was like the cliffhanger of last issue. We have her on board. And at first I thought it was hacks when she was going through the other ship. Yeah, the, I did Like so. the progression of how the story And I was told. waiting. At that point, I was even waiting for Gamma Knife. Like, I'm like, when's Ga- I thought Gamma Knife would start it. Why are we getting hacks? Oh, no. That's Gavin. Uh, I like her drones. Uh, they're a little too jokey at this point because we don't know them yet. And so it's thrown in there at a point pretty much after a very serious point with Orion. So you might say, well, it's kind of lightens up the mood where the droids end up. She's walking around. You get the very it kind of breaks my heart, Eric, where you have a gammon knife who has made a new name for herself. Uh, you know, she's not going to go by Power Ranger. Space dad, Ranger. So, you know, yeah, Space Ranger. I mean, she has some, you know, she has some daddy issues maybe, but she's going and also. She ain't got no friends. So she's made <laughs> these robot drones that talk to her and have the things and they argue with each other I and wish, have different though, things. And they that Jessica, when she comes face to face with Gavin Knife and they start talking things out about how, you know, Jessica's part of the Just League, which I, I yeah. don't know if you got the memo, Jess, but you haven't been on the team for a while. Yeah, but she's been in Ghost Sector. And, uh, America, but, when Gavin Knife yeah. says, I'm the daughter of, you know, Space Ranger, Jessica seems to know who Space Ranger is. Yeah. I'm like, how much Space Ranger stuff has anybody dealt with? And it's almost like if she was like said, Oh man, Space Ranger, um, you know, the guy Gardner, he trained me. He really loved that Space Ranger. And I'd be like, okay. Start talking I, I about Space Ranger here. Do something. Yeah, it seemed weird when she's, it'd be funny. You're like, yeah, I'm Space Ranger's daughter. Like, all right, whatever. I don't know what that means, but I like these drones. I like the idea. Just the, the one line actually made me laugh because you have like, Hey, uh, you know what this means? This seems like I, it was made in Thanagar. And you know what that means? You know, New Genesis, new Genesis, deadly new Genesis, new Genesis, build a bear workshop. It's a little cringy, the line, but I like, they're like, really seven? Uh, he's becoming sentient. And then they have this discussion of like, oh no, if he's sentient, so are we, we're a high mind connected. Oh no, we're going to, and I like that. 
It's just out of nowhere, though. Yeah, I'm saying we don't know anything joking. about Gamma Knife for the Sochoki drone bits. I wish that we would bits. get more of Gamma Knife in this, where you just had a big cliffhanger with her, where you don't get much of an overall progression of the story anyway. You could have had, and yeah, maybe we would have complained, because not knowing what we would have gotten anyway, but the idea, oh, we're going to stop it just to learn Gamma Knife. And, but I, I would have liked that, because I think that the character seems pretty cool i think that it's another one where you can see gamma knife just joining the team right away yeah. because it, it would fit the whole idea Especially it also now goes with at one point you know we're on the freaking salvage team that we have blackfire yeah. dexter and hacks they have these robots come out and yeah they get attacked apart. by transformers I don't, I don't know who these robots are but then they on look the like rom on the main ship we have the parrot angels we have zotar i'm like and yeah. it's, i'm gonna tell you i don't know this guy but you have you know new new god cyborg as well but zotar seems to be a new new god i'm like but i don't know this character i don't remember if he was a part yeah. of the jlo story before but like, that's a classic name to like a jla villain yeah. there's not this guy so i'm like uh, no what are you doing here and and that's kind of what yeah i would have i want more of the characters interacting with each other i want more of gammon i think gammon i've seems pretty cool seems like a character that i could see going forward if you ended up making this a guardian here yeah yeah that's cool and just the idea of a lot of these characters, even a Jessica, which would be a kind of a cool tie-in with this, where you even have, you know, Gamma Knife, oh, I'm going to be something different than my dad. And then Jessica's like, oh, you, you guys are all jerks. I'm part of the Jess League. Oh, wait a minute. I just got a call. I'm not. Oh, no. And it fits into, like, the ragtag group, like you said. Why would she not Lantern Corps, though, is what I'm wondering. Like, why would you say Justice League? Just, and then for the idea that Gamma the name Knife, to go. who is outside the physical limits of the universe, know who the Jess League is. I'm yeah, shouldn't. No this more of the Guardians. I'd say this, this character, though, she's just thrown out there. And for some yeah. reason, her and Jessica are just cool with the knowledge. Space Ranger, Justice League. Why yeah, are you two so cool with just these things here? Because you have not set any of this up for any of us yeah, to know. I need, I need setup. And it does seem like this could be the Guardians of the Galaxy book. Dan Abnett, you know, as the big Guardians guy, one of them. And so – I like this idea. I like this team going, but I need more of them. I want to see them interact more and get the story because really by the end of it, I'm realizing each issue that I like the characters way more than the story. The story doesn't hit with me. I do think that there's going to be people also at the end where before it's like, hey, you know, I see you say Zotar, but they're going to see it first and go, oh, my Dark Side's arrived with a monocle. Look at him. He goes, it looks so much like Dark Side. Is that the weapon uh, master? No, but you see him there. Yeah, really. But he's there. But he does look like that middle has like a giant sword like motif. So maybe. But yeah, you have things that are weird going on and characters just thrown together. But I still, like you said, and also the drones, a couple of them look like Herbie from uh, like even over the whole at Marvel. Thing, like I'm trying to think about when, you know, Sepulchre's a, a contingency that took place and we transformed our, you know, yeah. normal jail team to the new new gods and then the voice who was Azrael he turned the people that were worshipping him into the para angels I'm like what, what happened with everybody else because we kind of moved yeah. past that kind of thing it's like is this one of the new new gods Zotar or like are these drones a part of like the para angels or something different I don't know because yeah. we just kind of moved on past that and that's and I'm I'm not even that I just I'm not invested in the overall story with, with what's going on and like you said some things are just we've moved past never were really explained well and it just it, this thing it just doesn't seem to jive even though you can do what you want where they're out and about and they're in space and things like that it just doesn't seem to jive 
negative with anything else that we see Jessica talking about the Just League things. Uh, but I still like the cat, and it'd be a shame if we get back to that original team because they rare they weren't really a team. Look at anyway. the solicits for one. Then Diddy takes over Just League. Though one of the covers does have Jessica Cruz on the cover of the Just League. Yeah, so I don't know if so she's going to be a part of the it. team coming up again or yeah, not. Yeah, maybe she'll be back and you know team up with a John Stewart on that team to kind of go. I didn't maybe see him we'll on see that Simon. Cover. Yeah, so we'll see how it goes. We'll see, we'll see how it goes down. Um, but what would you give? This? I'd probably give this a 6.3 out of 10 because I did enjoy the art. The thing is I do like the characters. It's just We didn't go anywhere here except for a kind of a no. recap issue for new readers kind of deal. And it just didn't do enough for me. I'm like, it's cool to have the new, new gods at the end show because we knew they were going to, like, you know, ping and cyborg and stuff like that. I want these characters to have a threat to see what they can handle as a team, this ragtag team that they are. It's just – we kind of stopped ourselves here being dead in the water in the space junk, you know, debris of the shipyard junk, like past the known limits of the universe. But yeah. we, we didn't get any new information from like Gamma Knife. We could have sat down and actually talked to Gamma Knife, got a background on her yeah. instead of catching Orion up that. with what's going on, what he knows, and what Jessica knows, because both those things we all know as readers. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. And and they must have thought that this was going to be some jumping on point for people yeah. to get them back up on board. And I, I really want to know more about the team. And I, we said at the end, when you do have uh, everything go down, it is a cyborg coming uh, with him to kind of, you know, get things going. When I saw cyborg, I'm like, yeah, I really don't want you guys back on the team. I, I hope that when <laughs> we they get resolve this somehow. Yeah, I hope that when they resolve it, it's right. more like, oh, take I'm my heading back to Earth. Ship and getting back to Earth. Yeah, yeah, let's pimp that ride again and let's get back to Earth. You coming, Jess? Come on. No, no, I think I'm going to stay with my new friends. Yeah, but you better not poop on my house. That's what you better not do because that's what happens when you get to new friends. Nobody knows but that it'd be reference. a shame. Oh, they know it. And it's a shame, though, because I, I hope that it doesn't revert. I'm actually liking this idea of this book, but you think that that would sell? It's already again, problems I, in sales. Is, I'm trying to think. Of, wait, was, I think Cyborg was on the cover. I don't know what Ventiti's team's going to yeah. be going forward. There was just a yeah, random yeah. cover that was made. So I don't know what Cyborg's plans are going forward. Jessica Cruz, the thing. I just don't think if we get Jessica Cruz as out real, of this, right? that we're going to keep Orion, Hax, Dexter, and Blackfire as the main characters I, I, of this group. I would, I would like it. It's just it's already not selling, and we may get this resolved and just end it's the true. book anyway. So, uh, But I do like the idea of this team kind of gives you a, a a feel of a book especially with these weird characters that you don't get in a lot of these other books you, you pretty much always get the same lame james teams going on and nobody stuff wants like lame that james. yeah but nobody wants him except me but eric what is the last book of the night the last one is supergirl number 37 written by jody hauser with art by rachel scott chris peter and tom napolitano in this issue of supergirl we see how the girl of steel is dealing with her infected status where she decides that she's going to be the hero that the world deserves you know since she's hating on Superman at the moment. With that, though, we pretty much see Kara doing and saying the same things here while Batman and Superman try to talk her down until finally she leaves them in the dust and is confronted by the Batman who laughs of the mind. Yeah, and yeah, even that, she's like, wait a minute, he's not really here. Yeah, she has to spell that out. Uh, yeah, it's a weird thing. Supergirl has not been able to be her, her own book for so long. You, you even have a change of creative team, and that doesn't mean anything. You're in the middle of the infected story, except that... You see that she's not infected the same way. No. Because the infection, even though the Batman who left spelled it out, was just based on Kryptonian. I'm telling you, I don't know know who's infected the same way at this point. Commissioner Gordon seems cool with the plan of the Batman who left. Sky Terror, he just wants to murder folk, it seems like. I don't even know what his plans are. Shazam, I don't know either. You know, Blue Beetle seems to be on the, like, you know, whatever, like, uh, the Batman who left wants to do. He's a he's a team player at this point. Supergirl and Sky Terror, they're off doing their own things. I don't even know what Deathbringer's whole deal is at this point either. But, like, I don't. 
yeah, understand I, the infection because even the school. No, thing, I don't even like. It was meant for Superman, this infected like Batarang. Supergirl yeah. got in the way, but it was for Kryptonian, who's in the same bloodline as Superman. It should have infected them the same way, and I don't yeah. know how the Batman who laughs and that's how is in their mind out. talking to them. And that's what's weird. Batman or, uh, Batman who laughs spelled that out. That, oh, well, you know, I, it was for Superman, but boy, this is kind of fun, and it was supposed to be for Kryptonian anyway, so voila. And then it becomes different here. Like, oh, that was for Superman, like, but because you're Kara. Supergirl's infected, but she still wants to be a hero. Yeah, she's going to go back. She's going to save a school yes. bus full of kids who are, like, hanging off a bridge during an accident on a bridge. I think she's going to pick that up. She's going to toss it to the side. The kids are going to be scared of her juggalo face. And she might kill the oh, truck yeah, she's driver a juggalo. who caused this whole accident. But I'm like, she is still saving people to a degree and has this idea of what she needs to do to be a hero. But for the most part, what you have in this issue is that Batman-Superman issue where they fought King Shazam because that's yeah. all that's happening here is like Batman and Superman are going to fight the infected person so Batman's going to get thrown Superman's going to have to save him while the infected person gets away I'm like I've read this issue it was, it was Batman Superman yeah. book yeah and, and so you have this and you know there's Kara trying to figure out what to do in between, you know, going and getting Fago and, and trying to find the great Malenko. It seems so like this whole thing so going down. That's what happens whoop, in between whoop. panels. Yeah, really. Uh, so, but what you're getting here is a weird deal. And it's almost like disinfected. If you think about it, you know, it, it's Aerosmith and they just had a world tour. Now they're going to separate a little and have, you know, Kara's the Joe Perry project here. It's like, I don't know why the Batman or less let these well, heroes it's, it's go such a off. Weird thing why too, are they letting them go? This because I don't think this should have came out before the next issue of Batman Superman, because where we left, you had the big, you know, hero pose of the secret six. Now in the Fortress yeah. of Solitude, we need to know what happened in that book for the next issue before we get to this point where Batman and Superman are able to go off to confront Kara here yeah. because like yes we saw in the Supergirl annual that she didn't want to be a part of that whole thing and flew off yeah. but like we left them in a precarious situation at the fortress you can't have them here first before we find out what happens yeah. there and and it's just an odd idea of you you know the Batman who laughs going through this problem he, he's getting these heroes he's infecting them we you know what that means it, who knows anymore because they don't seem to be they more like are Jokerized yeah, in, a, just in a get bad the way secret six together so we can bring yeah. a dark multiverse watchtower yeah. satellite to this world and infect yeah. everybody with sound and infect everybody but even <laughs> that like they end up like you know they're not really going full out like Batman did affected by no. the virus but so. And then they go off to their own book. And like you say, some of them can talk to, you know, the Batman who laughs of the mind. Some of you, you have Supergirl. We've already seen. Sky Darren's fine. We, we've already seen, though, that, you know, Batman who laughs has used the idea of superhearing to be able to talk to Superman and say, yeah, you, uh, you know, I know you're listening in. Well, you have Supergirl to do this. But now you have a problem where Superman would be able to hear that as well. So you have the, you know, they're, they're changing frequencies, but it's just of the mind now, which makes no sense. But then in this one, it's because it doesn't affect Kara as much. She's going to go back. Yeah, she's going to go back to, the you know, Nash. I want to be a hero. But I'm going to be over the top about it. It's that cliched story of, you know, oh, here I am. Uh, I'm just doing good, but going at it the wrong way. And then even reverting out of being the Batgirl or the Supergirl who laughs here and ends up being like, what? What's going on? Uh, hey, Batman. Oh, I'm bad again. I just heard well, some just of that like music. Even the idea of this whole thing where after she gets done confronting Batman and Superman, who she just takes apart because they're not willing to be like, well, at least Superman's not willing to do anything that's like, you know, yeah. strong to hurt her or anything like that. Yeah. But like, all right, we're going to get away from here. I'm going to go find some clothes to become Kara Danvers again and go talk to Ben Rubel. Yeah, why? And, and the whole thing, like, you, you, you look like 
like you have juggalo makeup on you have a hoodie up at a mall you're gonna go meet ben rubel but the thing is when you go into this i i don't understand what the end game of this whole thing is because she it's she's setting mad up at the, the world the run later i guess i, I guess for, because for you want to have Hauser. ben rubel come back as like you know as yeah. he talked about we just started dating carrie you were gone a year i'm like you need to stop harping on this whole thing and move yeah, on ben really rubel. you better watch out ben you, you're really going and she shows up and you know she's in the mall she's got her thing and he's like oh wait a minute I, my friend over there uh yeah i gotta go what the you found me beautiful once the baby. one who just came out ugly. of hot topics over there <laughs> like hey uh Kara, i haven't seen you in a while i see you might have been touring with billy eilish i don't know what this look you got going with that she's like no no look oh okay it's insane call me violent all right uh, okay okay boomer and so you end up where she's there Ben Rubel better get on the nearest whatever vehicle he can find and get the heck out of the nash and never t- she ends up screaming ah well, she's, that's the thing is, when she's screaming that's not her at first I thought yeah. it was a Jimmy Olsen but she signal does go, watch ah, she does because yell she has out, this loud it seems like a yeah. loud high pitched sound inside of her brain I really thought it was like you know Superman had got a hold of Jimmy's signal watch and was just trying to mess with her yeah. to get her like where it would be and kind of thing yeah, yeah. but as she speeds off to get away because it like you know it's deafening inside her mind it turns into it becomes he 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 and then yeah, ha, yeah. ha 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 here's the thing the giant Batman it's away. worse what happens she you, me and you are talking and all of a sudden you hear this and i'm like ah then you're like oh man uh, are you okay no she's just standing there he's like boy you look different like should i go get tested i it's been a year but I, you look like you might have something look, that you might have dating, to me. she's a good girl she wouldn't go that far yeah i don't know he's like listen i know the rules of baseball and i think i had a triple and so she's he's yeah. there like you know sh- which, which thing should i tell them to look for should this be a blood test or say and then she just ah and runs away with nothing that he knows uh, what's wrong i mean really start taking your pick look at her and she runs away and uh, yeah, Ben should never tell. But Ben is a good guy. He's a good boy, which he's going to end Karen? up. I just got to the European tour of ICP. I'm back now, baby. <laughs> like, I, I see that. I mean, really? You know, what's going on? What do you want to do now? Well, right now, I want to find some of that red pop fago. I, I really miss it. Red they they don't have yeah, I know. Uh, and like, it hurts, it hurts. You're like, what? The ICP music you keep hearing in your head? Because that's what I think she's hearing. Uh, goes off and uh, <laughs> okay, she's boomer. trying. She's like, oh, no, I got to go. They just announced the seventh card. Starts running away. Ah! She's yelling. He's like, oh, no, you know. what you're talking about. You sound ridiculous. I have, I have no idea. <laughs> you know what the problem is? Me talking about this stuff. I know just that little smidgen to get me in trouble. <laughs> That's all I know. Oh, my God. They they just announced it. It goes off. I tried to listen one day. You actually told me to listen. I did. I listened to it for a while. And it just was it, – it, it was taking too long in the one song I'm listening <laughs> to. That, and I think that the great Malenko ended up you know, going into another song. or And I didn't get the idea there were two songs. So I'm like, how long is this song? And then I looked. I'm like – even combined it's only like six minutes so i i don't think i'm enjoying this and then i went back to listening to the crosby stills and dash yeah. who i hate i i end up telling you all the time i'm gonna start listening to some bands that i always didn't like and and get but they're highly popular hall of fame and i want to figure out it's almost like i say about i'm gonna be the reviewer of the birds of prey book and i'm gonna break the code i want to see what the thing and i never can figure it out i'm not smart enough to figure things out but yeah ben robel now runs off he's going to the clinic he's gonna get tested he's a little worried and uh yeah end up kara where she does say 
hey, you know, I'm going to go about this uh, a different, you know, I'm infected, but I'm still a good girl, and I'm going to try to save the world, and I'm going to do this, and the Batman who laughs, you know, that's just a side project well, just the idea going on. At this point, it seems like the whole idea that you are know, the humans, and like, even Superman and stuff, like, they're not willing to take the risk to save the world that she's going to, because she's not going to let the world to be destroyed like Krypton was, yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. She's going to show them the hero that they need to be, you know, all crazy infected like she is. But for, before I go and do that, I got to go steal some clothes and go see Ben Rubel at the mall. I'm like, it's a, weird, yeah. it's a weird progression there. But the but this is where I was saying even before, I don't mind where you're getting the – it almost seems like these writers and Jody Hauser here, new deal on the book of saying like, all right, I'm tied into this, but I got to do something for me to get this book, have something for the fans of the book. And it, like I said, it kind of peaked its way into Hawkman. You even have it with stuff that's the year of the villain. I don't mind that, but it doesn't end up making a good issue because things just don't really progress and you're stuck with it. And I'm just thinking problem- here, I'm saying like, you know, I, I think that DC decided like, who are characters that Eric like? If they would have taken away Supergirl and yeah. made Firestorm one of the effect, I'm like, you're just going down the list of people that His I enjoy. Fire. Like, that's what he sudden, says. All of a sudden, Blue Beater, Hawkman, and I'm like, you know, if that was like, what, what are you doing to me here? Like Shazam, like, you, you just want to yeah. go and take out all the characters I like and make them baddies out of nowhere. Did you see the title of this issue? Yeah, yeah, and I actually saw the the title. I'm the of bad the guy. Next. I'm like, you love that Billy yeah. Eilish. Yeah, yeah stop working with teenage girls and boys. And sh- that's how she's dressed. It's it's straight up Billy Eilish. That's why. But I actually really like the next one too because Supergirl. Because Batman has looked at like, oh, there's the Boy Scout. Supergirl kind of is the cheerleader type deal, and it's infect the world, save the world. And I'm like, that's kind of a neat way to do it. But yeah, I'm well, the bad right. you guy. You did watch Heroes. Yeah, yeah. I'm the bad guy. Is one of those like. All right, you, you're singing my tune here. The score just went up seven points with, with the Bill Alice because I love her. But the thing is, when they, they have all these, the, where it really goes with the thing is, I said, it's almost Go like you have Aerosmith. Aerosmith. <laughs> Aerosmith going on and uh, going with the deal. And now they're going to have their solo projects of these side books. And the thing is, it's a real dagger in you because they've decided now, I don't know if you knew this, but the Blue Beetle, he's the Tom Hamilton oh, no. of the group, Eric. He's the Brad Whitford. <laughs> no, I'm saying he's not even Brad Whitford. Yeah, no, he's like, I want to be Brad Whitford. I like, Why Tom, I like Tom Hamilton, Hamilton more than Brad Whitford personally, yeah. I am a Joey Kramer fan. Of course and, you and, are. And, and, and the deal of that. You have the Steve Tyler and the, you know, Steven Tyler and Joe Perry. Those are the, you know, the Gibbons here. But the next one to me is Joey Kramer. Oh, yeah. He looks like he's having so much fun. Drama and he's kind of a cool guy. Oh, I like that guy. I'm trying to think of uh, Tom Hamilton. Yeah. I haven't looked at Tom Hamilton in a long time. The reason I think I liked him so much as a kid because he looked like that big bad guy in Die Hard that, you know, John McClane fought. Yeah, he did. He <laughs> actually, he did a lot. Uh, <laughs> really. Uh, but yeah, well, you, you put Billy Eilish in that and actually have her dress like that. And it, it really leads me to want to throw in my theme for the spotlight show of marvel don't make sense here no. so i would certainly not do that but i wish this is the weird part about I this like whole it. book is that i really am a fan of jody hauser and the work that she does oh, I thought at you DC. Meant Billy no 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 i'm a grown man you're but not the thing me is, and you uh, fight about it all. i was you were yelling at me about you it today me i'm telling you tell me her whole history oh, yeah. of her I'm family i'm telling you all about her i'm like listen here you like her brother do you because no. he was this, and he was on Glee, and he did. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm intrigued. Like, yesterday, also. you want to tell me all about One Direction, and today it's the man. family of Billy Eilish. I'm like, it was. what is wrong with you? I know you're the size of a child, but grow up, man. <laughs> oh, how dare you. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, I was following you around. Listen to this. Harry said back in 2013, and they did this, and, and can you believe it? 
<laughs> he ended up having that. Oh my God, Zane! I bet you he wishes he never left the group, even though they broke up anyway. But I think that they got a little better without Zane was holding them back. But yeah, I yeah, like you, Jody Hauser like and this whole thing. Is this? A, I wish you would be able to tell her own story. Now that's an infected tie-in. It's just there's not a lot here, and it just reminded me way too much of that Shazam issue of like where they fought in Batman Superman. So I'm like. I didn't get enough out of this. I love the artwork. I'm glad, I'm telling you, this whole thing with yeah. Jody Hazard, Rachel oh, Stott, and Chris Peter artwork. on this whole book, this new creative team as a whole. I'm like, I look forward to what we can do with the Supergirl book once we get yeah. past this tie Yeah, I just want to get past this. And it is a shame when they ended up having Jody Hauser uh, announced as writing it. You got a lot of people. You got a lot of backlash with uh, against uh, Mark and Draco, who had been writing it. And to me, Mark and Draco was pretty much – you know, a company man. They were saying, listen, you're going to end up doing this superhero. We need somebody who's just going to, you know, do this with the idea that you're not really going to be able to ever tell your own story. Uh, and that's how it's going to go. And he went with it. So then when you end up getting, you know, Jody Hauser announced like, oh man, thank God we're going to get this because this book is, and now Jody Hauser's thrown yeah. in it, but does a good job herself as well. But I really like the idea that you didn't just get, and this is why I, going forward, I do think that this book will pick up because me and you both like Jody yeah. Hauser. She seems to know who Billie Eilish is. Billie Eilish doesn't know who Van Halen is. And that's how you know how much I like Billie Eilish because she has insulted but my she inner loves soul. Van Hagar. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, really. So, I've never heard of this Van Halen, but Van <laughs> Hagar. Oh, my. Uh, so, you end up where it was announced, though, as not, hey, Jody Hauser's going to take over the book. No, it was full out Jody Hauser, Rachel Stunt. And so I actually like that because it seems like that will be a solid Fresh team star. going forward. Yeah. So I, I do like that. I like it's the idea. The thing is, I don't remember looking. Because I said I was looking at the solicits earlier today before we yeah. got on. And I looked at the Hawkman where I know we're still going to deal with Sky Tyrant in well, March. I'll tell you. And I don't I know, know if we're doing this. And I haven't really looked uh, fully into these new solicits for March that ended up being, you know, gone out. But on the Patreon, Eric, with a little tie-in, I do a, a solicit show as well as a sales show with DC. So I, I'm up to date on a bunch of things. And it seemed like going out of this infected, you end up where Supergirl's powers and everything is still wonky. And that's where you get Wonder Woman coming in to fix her. her help speed her. Force. Yeah, help her to that'd be great. Wonder Woman just becomes almost like the whole psychiatric help ten cents deal, but it's There's like help with There's anything Wonder in Woman your books. And heat wave teaming up to help teach people how to use their powers again yeah yeah <laughs> it's always <laughs> i'd love it too it's the whole idea where you have one it's like oh carol you know that infected was crazy um but i i want to help you are you having problems with these powers <laughs> well quite frankly i am I'm, I'm really having problems with it also keep having these weird songs in my head that i have from icp uh can you help me with that too well maybe but listen let's go indoors real quick let's get off the street let's go indoors okay we're indoors by the way, there's going to be a guy who's going to help us. Come on. Ba-boom. He comes in. Oh, yeah. We have it's, door, it's just Mick. him everywhere. Yeah. Every time he ends up and then like, oh, man, listen, listen, Jefferson, I told you I got to deal with this myself. No, no, Batman. I have a friend. You may not like it. Ba-boom. Oh, yeah. He comes in. It's heat wave. Anybody, somebody call the wave. That's all you have. Is that what he calls himself oh, the wave? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, he does call himself the wave there. He's uh, he is a wave of happiness that goes up every. I'm here to warm your heart. 
That's what he yells at the end because he is going to make everybody feel better. Eric, what did you give this? I'm going to give this a six out of 10. I enjoy the art in this issue and I look forward to what can be from this art, from this whole creative team. It's just right now at the infected tie-in, he didn't do a lot for me and the infection yeah. story as a whole is not doing a lot for me. So this tie-in bet it to seem too much like that Batman Superman issue and not enough of a Supergirl book that I wanted at this point. But I look forward to yeah. what could, we could get possibly coming forward. I yeah, agree. Can't and talk. I'm going to give it I'm going to give it a 6.5. You know, that, that, that Eric, I didn't realize that that's not a sound bite. That's a whole part of book sport. Good. I was going to throw in a thing. I shouldn't go in the download folder, Eric. Uh, but I'd give it a 6.5. I am looking forward to, you know, what we can get out of this. I really want this whole deal to stop the infected, the year of the villain, all these things. Let these books have some time, especially if we are coming to a point where we're not maybe getting these heroes, you know, as they are going to this 5G and things. I'd like to have these heroes. I'd like to have these writers kind of get together because they all work in the same office, as we know. Uh, Yeah, and, you know, you end up where they're going to put their differences aside a little. Tom King, he thinks Joshua Williamson's been stealing his sandwiches, stuff like that. They're, They're crazy. But I would like them to say, oh, all right, everybody, we have a limited space here. We're all going to let, let's end this whole rebirth into what we're in now, whatever you call it, you know, DC universe deal. Let's end with a bang. Let's get things going. Let's have a great time with these characters before we do reset, because right now everything is just tied down to something else. And the something else is never as big as they send seem. Them to the dark yeah, multiverse. And it, it's never as big as the and villain. And I'm like, what? I was going to mention it earlier and it kind of fits better here anyway, where you, you end up where we hate. The idea of a superhero being crippled by the idea, you know, oh, the speed force is down, things like that. But we're actually, we have a universe doing that now where you end up with these books that nobody is their right self. They're all doing weird things and, and going and doing the stuff. So these books, it, it's the whole deal going on. And you even have where, like a Gordon where you would have had a cool scene in Batman the Outsiders, but now you have to throw things in with remote control signal (laughs) stuff because Gordon isn't around and things. So you're ending up having to fudge things that are worse than the actual thing that we usually get. And that ends up, that's not fun. And I just want, I want to like these books more and the idea of things and, and with people's pull lists, being diminished and we see this we're we're being told every day by people in the get fresh group beep boom even other people that are just online saying i don't get a lot of dc books well the problem is at this moment they are trying to make it so you need to read everything in a time where people are reading less so then they just bail you have a lot of people in the slack telling us well i dropped this book and that book so i might as well just drop any book that ties in the year of the villain because i'm not going to get it all and i'm going to be and so it is a shame but i'm going to give this a six five and I think that Jody Hauser, I think that she will do good on this. And I'm looking do forward good. to Supergirl. Hey, I'm looking forward to Supergirl just having, you know, pretty much her own book so that fans, and I am a fan of the character and I want that. And, but yet when you're tied into all these things, it's like you're burying a friend. Eric is what it's like. Sad. And, and I don't, I don't like that, Eric. And that's for you to figure out later. Uh, but let's go off to our book of the week. All right, what is your book of the week? My book of the week is Ocean Master, Year of the Villain, number one. 
That is mine as well. Good book. Of course, that was on the Patreon. So of course. So if you wanted to hear us talk works. about that, you can go over to patreon.com slash weird science where we go on and on about nonsense and stuff. We had fun talking about that book. Yeah. And we had fun talking about the Teen Titans Dark Multiverse one as well. Just didn't like Not it as, as much. Well, we didn't like it as much. We still had some jokes, though. Laughing it up, we swear. I don't remember any jokes. I think that was pretty yeah. straightforward, deadpan. A lot of- a lot of jokes they had. I well, you know. Duh. And we're going to talk a lot of books next week. Next week, there are a ton of books. And if you're not aware. Too many books. You end up having books. Too many books. You have a lot of books next week and then none. And yeah. I mean none. It's usually when we're like, yeah, you know, the week of Christmas, there's not, you know, none. No, there's none. Zero. Usually there's like two so, or three. They decide, yeah, no, we're not playing that they game. They usually end up. And this is the thing. The game that they would have played would have been at least Doomsday Clock ending that week. They usually had big things that week. You could even tell me that you have like a uh, Doomsday Clock, Last Night on Earth, and Batman, Tom King's Last Tale. You don't want to do Batman because it, it'll mess up or maybe the schedule. Maybe that's just the schedule anyway. Yeah, something like that. But y- you end up with no books. So we're going to figure out <laughs> we'll what we're going to do. We'll shift them all a week ahead of time. So we yeah, have yeah. all these books next yeah. week. If they just boom and they hit and there's a lot. So we're fiddling around with what to do that week. Maybe, you know, kind of do something, but we'll see. We'll see when that comes. Cause usually maybe we don't kind of do something. Think, I well, got we you. don't think too much ahead is what will be like at that week. Like, Hey, there's no books. What do we do? And I'll be like, well, Eric, Eric, he'll be snoozing. <laughs> he'll be there with your, your hands behind your back. I'm doing what I, I'm I doing don't, right I, now. I don't pal. understand. What are you talking about? There's no books. What do you mean? What we're doing? We're yeah, not doing anything. We're not doing God, anything. I told you to shut hey, up. Get that, Eric. Here's what's coming out next week. Uh, two of these will be on the Patreon picked by the bad asses. I'll say it now, Eric. Oh. I said asses. Aquaman number 55. <laughs> I said poop. Aquaman number 55, Batman number 85, the ending of an era. Eric, Tom King's run that will be era. over with a oversized oh, that issue. Yes. Uh, Batman Last Night on Earth number three, that ends that. The ending and of it, an era. I, I keep forgetting that some of these dark, uh, you know, black label things end at three. Yeah. So it seems weird. I'm like, yep, that ends. We have Batman Superman number five. Eric, end of an era. Yeah, yeah really. Catwoman 18. I actually look when the solicits just recently came out. I'm going to do a solicit. That was one of the ones I looked at to see was gone. Oh, yeah. I look, there's certain ones that I look right away to see if it's done. It's not. No. So you have Catwoman number 18. Instead, like the, the, you have in JLD the War of Magic going on. Catwoman, you just have Rayanna Creel running around like a nonsense. And that's the best bit about off. March. The whole, the Rayanna Creel epic is the conclusion yeah. of March. My, this has been going on for way oh too long and nothing has happened. And, a year and a half, and there's nothing to it. Hey, this isn't the review section, though. I gotta back off, Jim. Catwoman number 18. We do have the end of a huge thing. And, and believe me, a lot of people did not think that this was coming out next week because of the idea that it, you never thought it was gonna end. It's Doomsday Clock number Hooray! 12. Uh, I have looked through it. Uh, and it's big. It's really big. So uh, that will be obviously picked by the patrons. That's what I was saying. Flash forward number four. We're getting near the end of that. We have Harleen number three that will be on the site. I have not been talking about that. I have not read any of the issues. Uh, Carlos ends up reviewing that on the site, though. So I think that he is going to continue with that. We have He-Man and the Masters of the Multiverse number two. Me and Brandon will oh, talk about good. that. And I like it. Yeah, actually talking to you about it got me all excited. Maybe we'll invite you over to the party, Eric, and you'll you'll inform us and entertain us, like you say. <laughs> we got uh, John Constantine Hellblazer number two. 
We'll see how that goes. We'll see how that one goes. <laughs> and email to because, because we ended up, uh, me and Reggie talked about the prelude. We didn't talk about the number one, mainly because Reggie hated it so much. Uh, so we didn't do that. Justice League number 38. We're slowly getting towards the end of Scott Snyder's run on Justice League, which he'll make way for Robert Van Diddy. Legion of Superheroes number two. Uh, this is the it. thing like this is where i realize when i don't really like yeah we read an issue and like man i don't really like that but then sometimes things percolate a little while they're oh, you know the next today. month but when i see it on a list and i'm shaking my head at, at a number two already uh, that better do something or it, it's losing me metal men number three i do Eric, it for there's that, a book that surprisingly is not losing us we're oh, the metal that. men uh, why yes. don't more people love you Ah, uh, we don't know. It's because they're monstrosities and an affront to God is what they no, are. They're those not metal just robots now. They're sentient robots. We not don't anymore. need that. What are you? What are you there? What do you think that you God creating things with your stuff there? You know, get Magnus, get out of town. Have doc. you been reading the series? Yeah, I have. I'm just saying. Just it doesn't matter no if they're just robots. It's still he's trying to he's trying to be a god here. I don't. I want to see his degree. He's lying about. Being I don't a know god. what sort of doc that he is. Nightwing number sixty seven. Something tells me there's going to be fires burning. Rick no, Grayson yeah. jumping around. And the Nightwing squad stand around looking at each other. That book needs to pick it up. That's what I'm saying. Shazam number nine. A, right. a shock. A shock. We we really didn't think that was coming out. Me and you both said, ah, oh, we, there was all, because that's what happens. It's so many times. I know that's the problem. You I get resolicited a couple of times again. that ends up really causing some problems because of that. But you have Shazam number nine that's coming out. We have Suicide Squad number one. Bruno right. Redundo, Tom Taylor, the Injustice the Boys. They're coming. We have the squad going. We have all those new characters showing up. They're and we wonder if die. any are going to survive. <laughs> I, who knows, but they might die, Eric, because that's how Aren't it they would all be. Like X Men based kind up. of characters. They kind of seem to me. Yeah, yeah, that's what it seems. Now, this is the problem with next week here. When have you seen? Because I'm in the actual app to get the review copy deal, so I'm going through. There's two pages, Eric. I had to hit two two, and then when I hit that two two. It's just as long as the first part. Holy cripes. You got Superman smashes the clan number two. The reason I'm bringing that up is just to remind people it's out. It's a it's a pretty good book. Thank uh, you. It is Gene Luan Yang. A lot of people in the Get Fresh crew be booping and slack are talking about it. Can't wait for it. Yeah, don't don't start chirping in my ear about it though. Sure, I, I got too much things going on here. <laughs> too much on my plate, and I never say that. Teen Titans you number thirty-seven. <laughs> I don't say there's too much. There's never enough, Eric. I'm always hungry. There's Teen Titans number thirty-seven. We'll see how that goes. I really don't have much to say uh, about the whole Lobo crush kind of deal. We had the other show up. Sure so did. We have to find out who that I is. I was sitting here thinking, like, well, how did that book end? Oh, yeah, the other. That yeah. is actually, I look forward to that book. Yeah. I know who it is, Eric. You, you want know me to you spoil do. it? No, you always spoil you, everything for me. What? Don't talk about it. I do not spoil anything to you. And at one point, you told me you don't care about spoilers. That was you. you told me. <laughs> oh. Well, I always think that you're right down with me. You're I'm not. You, whenever we get the Batman books in, I tell you, I'm not going to read 
that for another week, and like you know, you can't stop. You talk the entire week about that Batman yeah. issue. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, because I need to know what you think about it so but I can I get ready for, for the week. podcast. Is what I, I'm waiting for, and you don't help me. You don't ever help me out with the stuffs when I'm asking you. Right? You don't want to know who that is. You really don't no. want to know. I want to be able all. to be shocked when I read it myself. Really, you want to be shocked? Can you ask ask me if you think you know, I don't if know I think you'll be shocked? Questionings. I'm trying to find my censored thing so I can pretend I'm saying it and beep it out, and I couldn't find it. Uh, so it's a yeah. bit is what you're doing. Yeah, I, I haven't read it yet, Eric. I have no idea. <sighs> <laughs> I almost got you. The infected, the commissioner, seems like a, a real late down the line, right? <laughs> the infected, the I commissioner. I don't care about the I mean, this is the thing. I, I already saw the infected, the commissioner in the Batman Who Last miniseries. So, what do you give me? I just like what, to what imagine it's going to be like the last few pages of the Batman Who Last miniseries, and then we're going to see a few pages of what he did after that once he was infected. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's just sitting there mulling over the fact that Batman looks him, makes him look like a fool every time he disappears. That's all he cares about. Uh, a couple of things that we don't deal with, but just, again, to mention in case you're interested that they do come out, The Last God, number three. Uh, also, Wonder Woman 83. We'll see where we're dealing with that, right? Wonder Woman Dead Earth, number one. And then we have a big book, Year of the Villain, Hell Arisen. Number one, which is supposed to be the end of the final year of the villain, it is. And there's a couple issues of this. I also think that they have done not not given that book, you know, a big heads up for people because most of these year of the villain have been one shots and this seems to continue. I think that's going to confuse people down the line, things like that. And this whole year of the villain, it's it's ending up kind of just thrown at you. It's not really well defined. We didn't know how long it was going to go, all that stuff I going down. You. So we'll have to say we ended up. You said I thought it was going to end in December. You told me at one point. Yeah, I thought it was going to uh, end up there like, you know, be yeah. like a six month year of the villain. Not. It's it's going on until I mean it's solicited up until the March solicits uh-huh. and that's not it's not over then so it looks like it's going to go till the next summer so a complete uh, and year actually yeah and actually a year which we like we said that made sense but we didn't think it was going to be dragged out that long but it is so we'll be starting that that's a James Tynan issue he's going to be doing the big thing to get out of the year of the villain into whatever we're doing next and it, I guess it ends up being a Lex versus uh the batman who laughs kind of story is what it ends up being and we'll see that doesn't interest me right off the bat as a pitch but we'll see how i it just want to see like batman who laughs go down instantly because black's being the apex predator that would be nice but we'll see we'll see how it goes but that's that uh thanks everybody for listening thanks for everybody who contributed called in called in written in i thought we still have the the rent rave line uh but re- wrote in and he all that but what do we right say now. at the end everyone have a great week, week. keep it weird and weird. we'll see you in seven see you in seven oh, yeah.